Painkiller already, episode 387. Anthony Cumia is coming in about 45 minutes-ish. So uh, if you're here for him, I don't know, scroll ahead or something. But oh, for now, it's just here, a... Wait. <laughs> We've got good stuff. Yeah. A few sponsors tonight. Casper, Audible, and Stitch Fix. We'll get to them later on the show. But yeah, we got good stuff. Don't skip to Anthony Cumia, you degenerates. <laughs> you know, I kind of like this show's... Without a guest, sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes I like it when it's just the guys. Uh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kyle, We're do you free. have a topic you want to kick off with? There's a couple we've bantered well, look, around. All right. So there are those out there who don't like Wings Talk. But okay. I believe they are a vocal minority. So look, we're going to do some Wings Talk. But if you expect there to ever be any more Wings Talk, those of you who enjoy Wings Talk, you need to speak up. You need to let people know that you enjoy it. You like it, and you want more of it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to listen to this vocal minority. Yes, band together, as Chiz said. I'm going to have to listen to this vocal minority and just cut all the wings talk. We're either going to get a lot of people agreeing with you, coming out of the woodwork, or that vocal minority is going to reveal itself as not as big a minority. And and, and that's fine, too, because like we're here to please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be fine with that as well, because we're here to please, you know? We don't want to be talking about stuff that you guys don't give a shit about. You know, we've, we've curtailed a lot of sports talk and any number of topics that it, it turned out people didn't care a lot about. So we go to other things. We, we NHL playoffs, and I've brought it up almost none. You're welcome, <laughs> everyone, except for like the six good Ontario boys up there who oh, want to hear about it. Please, it's hard for me to resist. It's been six weeks since we talked about fitness talk, baby. <laughs> but, um, I feel I like Kyle's girlfriend almost at this point, right? Like, he's like, look. We just need an open, communicative relationship, right? You need to let me know how you're feeling, what you like, what you don't like, and we'll proceed from there. You guys are Kyle's girlfriends. Absolutely. Oh, and also, the uh, the AMA questions we get from you guys, I really like how a lot of you, on uh, the Patreon level, to ask the questions. A lot of you are sending in images of yourself wanting to be fat-shamed, but too many of you are just not fat enough. So you either need to put on, like, 80 more pounds or some of you seriously fat people need to send some in. So we have a little more. Because some of you are like, oh, make fun of me. And it's like, yeah, you're like 30 pounds overweight, but you're like a summer away from looking fantastic, you know? So we need some really, really fat patrons to to chip in. (laughs) All right, we're redoing. Yeah, so Wings has been playing Rainbow He He has a limited friend group, uh, a limited group of people who will play video games with him at this point. And he likes Rainbow Six, which is a, a team game. It's pretty important that you have a team. I don't know a ton about it, but it seems to me that there are no people who just go into that game and just play, play so it by long. themselves. You don't, you don't do that, especially if you're playing ranked. Steep learning so, curve, it seems, too. That, too. A difficult game to play. Uh, so he's been playing with a couple of underage girls. Now, i got to ask you, Woody, if, would you be playing video games and socializing on streams with... 16 or 17 year old girls. No, but I don't want to throw them under the bus too hard. I no, no, no. I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not looking for that. I want to know what Woody himself, personally as a man, would do. Um, I, as a so I'll tell man. you what. Like, I, I think no, I'm going to change my answer. I think I would play with them. It's not like I'd boot them from the lobby. But mm-hmm. these girls were talking inappropriately. They were almost the... It, it, all right, so here's the background. People don't know. Wings was in a stream. There were two girls. They were 17, right? So there's going on 18. And it seemed to me they almost led the inappropriate talk. Like, they were pushing it. And Wings didn't push back. 
He just joined in, right? They'd say he had a small penis and he'd say, that's not true. Ask the chat and everybody knows what I'm packing, right? That's not how I respond to a 17-year-old girl, right? What he should have said is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is there a bad guy in the kitchen? You know, someone work shield or whatever, you know, stick to the topic. This is not what you do with underage girls. Taylor, would you play video games with underage girls on live stream? Uh, if I was doing like a, like I get Woody's thing of like, like if I was doing running a team and like, a, uh, a, you know, 15 year old boys in there, a 17 year old girl, like a 16 year old boy, like I'm not going to single out the chick and be like, oh, you can't play because you're a chick. But if like I any would. of those of those younger people start talking about inappropriate shit or trying to coax yeah. me into it, I'm going to be like, that's no. One or two no, warnings and then kick. I absolutely would not play with any underage girls on my team. I play with little Mitty. And he's fucking borderline. I, like I tell him every day, a hole is a hole. You could be a, a victim just like anyone Maybe else. Maybe he's a cutie. I understand your temptation. He's a little fella. So Kyle, so you're, you're, you're playing Rainbow Six. You're playing Rainbow Six or whatever the game is. And you get your full team. And there's a 14-year-old boy, an 18-year-old boy, a 17-year-old girl, a 16-year-old girl, and like another 18-year-old guy. You're saying, all right, 14-year-old boy, you can stay. Girls, no. you're out of here. No, well, see, that's not the case. Wings assembles his team. Is that what happened his, for sure? Yes, I only yes, saw these are a, his friends. He plays with this girl on a frequent basis. See, I don't he have all He knows the these girls' here. real names. And I have a list of the many inappropriate things that have come up between them. Uh, this guy said um, he was talking about his penis size. He made rape jokes saying, quote, three no's means a yes. And uh, to, to the 14-year-old, uh, and then he said, uh, my battery is low. Uh, that's someone said my battery's low and wings piped up and said that's Shay's worst nightmare Shay is an underage girl. Of course. He's referring to Shay's dildo Perhaps uh, being low on batteries and how that would be a these bad don't thing seem like her. rainbow six call-outs The two <laughs> girls the two girls are having a bit of a, an argument between them perhaps and wings says "Uh oh chick on chick action um, Later on they he said uh, Let's see All girls think they're going to be pricey until they get hooked on crack cocaine. I, I do remember that. She was saying she was going to be a high-end escort. She was saying that. Uh, she's, you know, <clears throat> the girl's talking about literally being a prostitute with wings, this underage girl. Um, you, uh, and I think one of the girls said something about someone having a two-inch dick or something, and then it kind of flipped over to maybe wings has a two-inch dick, and he says, you wish Jordy had, a two, had two inches, son. One thing you don't know about Jordy, since you didn't follow me on YouTube, well, you need to ask the chat. So, and, and this one okay, in this the chat that, that she's just put discussing. is actually my favorite one. Y'all make, might make fun of my 5XL t-shirts, but that's just more gas tank for the love machine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line, Wings. I like it, personally. I, I wish it wasn't said to a 17-year-old girl, but otherwise, <laughs> it gets my, gets my stamp of approval. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this, this is a little bit different than the scenario I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like, all right, I got my lobby open, jump in and play, and then we're going to start playing. But this seems to have taken a bit of a he turn. Now, now, tell me how long underage girls and he goes. Uh, say that he's again, like, Kyle. I, he assembles his squad that that happens <clears throat> to have two underage girls in it, and he goes like, like it's not like randoms are joining the lobby. He's like, all right, invite girl number one, invite girl number two. All right, got both underage girls in here. Now, who else can I get in my party? Look, I don't think Wings is a pedophile. First of all, being attracted to a 17 or a 16-year-old does not constitute pedophilia. We, we've went down that road before, and we've defined what a pedophile is, and it's, it's, 
it's little kids. It's, it's sexually immature people. And uh, while we haven't seen these young ladies, um, I, I don't. I, I sounded like girl. women to me. I, I said, I don't, I don't think Wings cares about. Never mind. I, I don't think this is pedophilia, though, and I, I think Wings was just caught in a bad spot. But he needs to be more careful about what he says because, like, later in the night, he said another dumb thing, right? He uh, he 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 comes back. He, he rage quits the stream, right? Uh, he, he says, "Oh, I got to get off and delete this vod real quick before someone downloads it and starts making fun of me." Of course, they're recording it live, so it was already being uploaded by by the time he figured that out. So then he comes back online and he says, uh, "All right, boys." We're going into the lion's den. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? At this point, Chiz and I were watching Ice Poseidon build a house in his backyard. So we were like, we got to switch. We got to switch over to Wings. He's he's going to the lion's den. Whatever gotta that see means. that. Yes. Yeah, right, what's, what's the lion's den? John Ranklin's Discord. He goes into Sean Ranklin's Discord, just unannounced, boop, pops in there. And he discovers a lot of the people that he thought were his friends are in there. And not only that, like like one of the guys even calls calls out a guy. He's like, "You remember Predator? Remember that kid Predator? He donated to you. He modded for you. He loved you." Wings like, "Yeah, he's in here now. He's just muted." <laughs> like like Wings is trying to like tangle with this, this mob, is sad. And, he, and he's asking them. He's like, "Why don't you people like me?" And they start airing their grievances. They're oh, like, well, a festivist to remember. This, in this, the one, this one guy pipes up. This one guy pipes up. He says, man, I was playing with you. You was my hero. I played with you. I loved you. I donated to you. We was playing Modern Warfare 2 and you said, fuck you. You're dog shit. Remove yourself from my friends list. And I've hated you ever since. And like each person had like a story. Like, they're like one guy was like, I donated. <laughs> he's like, I donated $500 to you and then you banned me. And he, he's like, you want the money back? No, I don't want the money back. <laughs> Dude, can I interrupt for that thing? Is why I, like you were asking me, hey, would you kick a girl out of the party or whatever? It might sound crazy to some of you, but there are people out there who like playing with me would be the highlight of their week, and I take that really responsibly. Like that that weighs heavy on me. That's why I'm nice to people. Like there's two reasons. One, it means a lot to them. Two, that one little interaction with me will be their permanent impression. It will override all of the online stuff they've ever seen. So mm -hmm. don't be a dick. That That's critical. And it so was, uh, this, this whole... Sean uh, Rankin, Ranklin is one of the uh, the clip channels, correct? The premier clip channel. The current the top The premier dog. clip channel. Yeah. Okay. He does so good work. So he hopped into there, and was this all being streamed, I assume, by, uh, by, by that wings. Discord or... So Wing streamed all this. Yes, Wing streamed all of this. Wing streamed himself going in. He's, he, that's what he, he was By like. By the way, right. I like it. I, as a show, good going, oh, wing Wings. Oh, yeah. Wings is we'll like, you know up. what? I'm going to go into the lion's den. We're going to live stream. We're going to stream it live. And, uh, and yeah, we're going to have a Wings knows what the audience is looking for. He knows why he's hot right oh, now. Oh, please. You're giving him way too much credit. <laughs> he's just, he stumbled and fell backwards into some entertaining content. That's what happened here. Were like, way more people watching that stream than his normal stream? He went from 250 to almost 1,000. <laughs> he's genius! He's real. He's, this wasn't yeah. someone the, fucking with him, like, no. paying for... Oh, this no, isn't 62 IQ. This is 4D chess. <laughs> he's playing here. <laughs> no, it, it, it went from 250 oh. that were watching Dark Souls to, like, 930, I think, was the peak, right around there for the yeah. Into the Lion's <laughs> Den stream. This is 4D chess. This is Rooftop Connect 4. 
It was. <laughs> He's doing his damned, I don't know. You just, you just pick a random is. place and then a board game and put it together. <laughs> okay. Like underwater backgammon or it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it went on for a while with him in there, like arguing with these people who are just random people, you know, who, who dislike him for whatever reason. And, uh, and, and, and they each take their turn answering his question, which is, why do you hate me? And what would it take for, to get you to stop hating me? And the guy says, he's like, all right, my turn, my turn. What are you going to get the fucking surgery? I donated for the surgery. And he's like, I'm, I'm getting it in a week. I'm scheduling it in a week. And, and they're like, they're like, you said you were getting it scheduled in a week two weeks ago. And again, a month ago. And again, three months ago. And he's like, well, my schedule's fucked. My sleep schedule's fucked up. It's been fucked up. Yeah, but what you don't understand is I need my mama. And, and, and look, y'all can make fun of me needing my mama to schedule this all you want. Most people don't even have their mamas to help them out with something like this. I'm lucky. And they, they all laugh at that, of course. And then it, it went a little bit further, and they this said... This is the one uh, bariatric clinic that's open from 12 to 12.20 <laughs> every other Tuesday. <laughs> they're, they're like, you keep saying you're going to quit this. You're going to quit streaming YouTube mm -hmm. right after you get the surgery. How are you going to do that? And he's like, well, I expect to lose 250 pounds by the end of the year. And they're like, that's absurd. Boogie had this surgery, and he hasn't lost... He, had, he didn't lose 250 pounds in, in six months. And That's it was a crazy. more effective surgery than the one Wings is planning. Yeah, and he was a heavier guy. So, you know, percentage-wise, he's likely to lose weight faster. There, he's like, well, Boogie most likely cheats. And then they blow up. They're like, whoa, Boogie's cheating? He said, he said quote, Boogie is cheating on his diet, on his weight loss plan. And so they really sunk their teeth in on that because everybody loves Boogie, right? He He's the bastion of positivity. He's a, he's a real nice guy. He's, he seems to be fighting through all sorts of complications with the things with his wife, his health, his, this weight thing, of course, trolls on the Internet. But he, he keeps an upbeat, positive note about himself, and we all enjoy that. And he, he goes right after Boogie, and he's like, well, why? I'm not saying he's cheating. I'm just saying maybe he's cheating. And the life that's just as bad. Like, I, like, I'm just I, alleged he's cheating. I didn't I'm say just, for a fact. I'm just postulating. The thing is, so I... I <laughs> I, just in the interest of being as accurate as possible, one, Wings also said Boogie's an inspiration, that he really likes him, that he's a good oh, guy, etc. There was a lot of backpedaling. Th right there was. The and two, I'm like 99% sure Boogie himself has said, maybe on this show or maybe in his videos, that he's had moments of weakness, little imperfections here and there. Not that he's not on a diet. He is on a diet, and you can tell in his success. But he, you know, we're, we're all imperfect. I know I am on my diet, so sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but the, the the just random attack is what it seemed like. It seemed like the sort of ways that he'd he'd randomly go after us yeah. every now and then. Like, to, uh, oh, to, to but, get a but bit of, to get a little bit of clarification, was this uh, like you said an attack? Was this like a a like he was vitriolic towards yeah, Boogie, not, Boogie, or was it like I a couple of like, comments in. in passing? I felt like it was more what? like loose lips and in the family of excuse making. Right. And and that is where wings live. That's where he's born and bred. The excuse making. Nothing is his fault. Nothing's his responsibility. Nothing is his like of his own doing. So when he says, I'm going to do this and, you know, Boogie's done this cheating. I, somehow it just tied into more like it just it fell into the family of excuses for me. I can't explain my line of thinking. And the sleep schedule thing to me is particularly unacceptable. Right. He's like, my sleep schedule is fucked. Okay. Who amongst professional YouTubers hasn't had a screwed up 
sleep schedule at some point, right? You know, we... Al does every other week. It's like <laughs> cyclical. Yeah, and, yeah. And look, look, so that's, look, but I've wait, that's a... where Wings is going. He's like, by next week, I'll have come around to a normal sleep schedule again, and that is the window we'll use to schedule the surgery. Oh, my goodness, Wings. Like, the, the smallest amount of effort could get that corrected. You know? It, it, you, you don't can... need to correct it. See, here's the thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. You need to fix your sleep schedule if Monday morning you got to be at work at 8 a.m., you got to put in a full day till 5 p.m., and then you got to drive home safely, right? But if you're an adult man and you got some shit to do Monday, we can go with no sleep. You can just go with no sleep, right? You just be like, oh, I've been up. It's 6 a.m. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to drink two cups of coffee. I'm going to get in the truck and drive to mama's house, right? You just do it. You just you go can. and you're like, oh, I am, I'm pretty sleepy. Guess I'll just do what I've got to do. Do you drive to Mama's house or walk to Mama's house? I'm confused. He, dri- he, he drives to Mama's okay, house. Okay, okay. Well, like, well he I lives understand. in like, Mama's just, house. To just <laughs> set up, he drives to, just, to where Mama stays. To just set up an appointment for this, I feel like you could do that all over the phone, right? He's already had consults, and so it wouldn't even be about like having A to drive to Mama's. three-way call he could, could get that done. Like, if he goes to bed at, like, let's, say, it's, let's say his sleep schedule is like, truly effed up, and he goes to bed at 9 a.m., he could just set an alarm for like 1 p.m., wake up for like, you know, 15 minutes, make the call, and then just hop back to bed. Or right? this. Let's say it's 6 p.m. and he feels the need to go to bed. Anyone who's lived this lifestyle knows he's waking up at midnight if he does that. He could have two cups of coffee and then go to bed at 11. And his sleep schedule is actually fixed. It's not that hard to do. He doesn't uh, I, do drugs, Woody. My, yeah, my... The drug of coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I don't... I don't think he's he does drink coffee. I, I think that's something that, that he, he well, definitely frowns Get yourself the G like fuel. Coffee. You'll get some caffeine, a little lead. You'll be all set. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, he should get some pre-workout. That's what's weighing him down right now. I'd be funny if he, he was like, well, I'm 460, but I think a good 8, 10 pounds of that is from the lead from the G fuel over the years. <laughs> I don't feel bad making fun of them. but Because uh, I, I really like the guys at G fuel. I'm an asshole for bringing it up. But um, the Oh, we like them. We just don't like their poisonous product. That's true. Yeah, and you don't want to go crazy one. like Denethor Look, cutting those tomatoes on you know, lead. You know, I was plates. telling Kyle before the show, I have seen things come in and out of what's healthy and what's unhealthy. When cigarettes first yeah, came yeah, out, they suggested that the soldiers drink or smoke them, right? Gives you something to do, smooths your nerves. In World War II, they were pushing cigarettes on everyone. Now they're unhealthy. Then I've seen <laughs> eggs. They called them bad when I was a kid. Now they're a good source of protein. Who knows? Who's so sure amongst us that lead won't be an essential mineral in 2020? (laughs) (laughs) You act like you know everything about nutrition. Lead is the only thing in the environment that naturally counteracts fluoride. That's what they tell you. It's bad for you. Romans ate it all the time. They lived a long time, I've been told. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, (laughs) bring back lead. Yeah, that... I think the research is in on cigarettes, though, Woody. They started it as turns bad. Out those doctors from 1959 were correct. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Uh, I don't mean to go politics on it. It was actually, I think, during Clinton that they took on the cigarette companies for the first time because they were huge donors. And, you know, the, like or in the 80s, there was actually like confusion as to whether or not cigarettes were bad for you. Yeah, Everyone kind of knew. Yeah, the companies knew in the 60s. The companies yeah. knew forever. They're like, you know, we're we're uh, we're hawking poison out there. You guys know that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Nothing takes my mind about that poison we sell. Then, <laughs> nice smooth cigarette. 
Yeah. All right, let's get back to selling poison. <laughs> yeah, they didn't care. They so, didn't care is making them rich. So anyway, on on the wings thing, like I, I didn't see him do anything truly evil, but it gets no. painted as truly evil. And I, I just wanted to throw that. At, he's not actually a pedo. But he did have borderline inappropriate conversations with the 17-year-old girl. He, I mean, he told the 17-year-old girl, come to my house. He will drive then, slowly so that you're 18 by the time you get here. That seems reasonable to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a sound strategy. <laughs> I mean, how many, how many times have you said that to a girl, Taylor? Well, never. Ah, shit. <laughs> but I'm not Bad a jokey example, kind of I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and, and Wings, if you catch this, we love don't you. reply to the pedo stuff. I really think that this can blow over, and we'll, they'll, they'll go back to Richards and asking you how much you weigh if you just let it go. I, I First think. of all, you guys should let it go because, like, look, it's funny. It's funny to, to joke around about, but some of you are like, no, you're a pedophile. He's not a pedophile. What, what this... What this instance, this whole scenario is highlighting is how socially inept the man is. And, Mock that. And starved. But don't try to paint him as a pedophile because that is a very serious charge. And, and, I, and I don't co-sign it. He's definitely not a pedophile. He doesn't like underage girls. I mean, he likes them. He plays video games with them. But, but he doesn't want to fuck them, at least not until they turn 18. I think that, to me, you said it highlights how socially inept he is. I think it highlights how starved he is for female attention. So much so that he'd rather get it over Xbox Live from someone he shouldn't than not get it at all. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Could be. But, yeah. It, so what is, uh, what's he getting the most flack for of all that right now? The Probably, pedophile stuff. The, They're oh. calling him a pedophile. They ran him off stream today. Uh, he hopped on, played a little God of War, rage quit within 15 minutes. He played God of War? Uh, he, he turned God of War on. He played for 15 minutes. They you were calling fucks. him a pedophile. Don't break your toy. We oh, all want to see him play oh, God of War. He uninstalled that bitch. Before no. He was, <laughs> he was like, that was $60 wait, wasted. Apparently, this is what he said. He was like, if I can't beat a game on its hardest difficulty, then I'm not worthy of that game. Huh. But then he, he could just practice at it. And <laughs> get That's what the comments said. They were like, just practice offline. He's like, nope. Nope. I want to play God of War in its hardest difficulty. I'm not claiming I'll do well. I just want to see what's up. It's only PlayStation, though, right? That's a showstopper yeah. for me. Yeah, that's uh, exclusive. Uh, it looks, looks like a ton of fun. Uh, I watched a whole looks... video that shows like the storyline. Story uh -huh. seems to be interesting. Uh, I, I would play it if I had a PlayStation 4. But, that would be uh, funny, Kyle, is if you got someone out there, one of our... Uh, listeners who's really really good at God of War and you just had them like secretly send you a whole game worth of footage and then you just like on super difficult God mode or whatever it is and then you just like jokingly like fake live comms as you're dominating in God of Ooh. War man this people talk about this game being hard I don't get it like I, 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 does it go higher than this is it higher than Uber God or whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh, get under some people's skin oh that would get under wing skin wing just, would yeah. read that for that. everyone if Chiz wrote, if I had a PS4, I would beat it despite him right now. What you guys might not know is Chiz is good at video games. Chiz, how many Xbox achievement points did you have in like 2012? I think that's Fuck. more of an analysis of time spent. No, 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 no. Uh, well, you got to he, he masters the games. He gets 1,000. He has 80,000 oh, like gamer score right now. 
and he has 60 100% completed games. And he's not playing My Little Pony. He's yeah. mastering all of the games. He's got a, he's got a link here of his achievements. Uh, <laughs> achievement. achievement. We were just talking about this yesterday. Chiz was like, I'd love to challenge Winks to some sort of gamer off where we see who can master the most games in, in, a, in a limited amount of time. He's like, I would destroy him. Chiz, Chiz is like 15 platinum trophies. He's got four, a bunch at 100. Winks has four. You know, it's it's not even comparable. I don't think I've ever completed a game 100% like outside of the main quest. Like some of those things like for Skyrim is like, ah, you've defeated Gorlock the final dragon, but have you collected all of the clay pots in Azeroth? <laughs> it's like, no, and nor will I. Chiz <laughs> <laughs> is, so I, I've said it before, Chiz is really good at video games, like more so than people might guess. And, and I, I like achievement points as a measure Kind of because it shows the breadth of it, right? Like, like I, I don't want to talk out of hand here. Chiz might be better at video games than like Optic Scuff or, or what's Scumpy is who I'm going for, right? Because Scumpy devotes most of his time to just a couple of games to get best in the world at them. Whereas Chiz has played hundreds of games. And uh, if you were to just drop them both in God of War, I don't know. Chiz might be better just because of the experience he has across all those different games. I'm trying to see if he mastered um, Bioshock because that's one of the difficult ones. Is that one that you've mastered? Um, I don't remember, but I seriously doubt it because one of the challenges was you had to you had to like beat the game without um, ever like using the rev the revivification pod or whatever it's called in that game, which basically means you can't die the way I remember it or something like that. It was absurd. Oh, he says Wings has Wings has mastered that game. Very impressive. Yeah, Chiz is very impressive too. I don't know who's better, but they're they're both very good. Chiz is better. Okay. <laughs> you just said sure. that to bother Depends Wings. On the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not like anybody's going to check our math here. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I yeah I I I'm a little disappointed there isn't more God of War footage because you guys called him a pedo online. I I would have rather seen him play God of War than than get teased. Well, he he quit mostly <clears throat> because he was failing at it again. He had forgotten what the buttons did. And it just went complete shit. Um, but yeah, don't call him a pedo. He's, he's not a pedo. So people might get the wrong idea. Um, you know, make fun of him for whatever you want, but not a lie. You know what I mean? Like, like don't make things up about him because then you sully your own good name. Uh, you, you, you should really be pointing out things that he's actually done or said or been about. Not uh, some sort of like... But you'll run out of material there quickly, Kyle. Never will there. <laughs> Never. He'll make he'll, he'll he'll give you a whole new batch every week. So just don't call him a pedo. That's not cool. He's not a pedo. And well, it's a insult that like he's worried that it will have real life ramifications. I don't think it will. But if you do it too much, like maybe it will. Let's not let's not try it out. Let's not try it out. You know, because he's not actually a pedo. Don't mess with it. What, no. What, are you no, thinking that's going to backfire, actually... Kyle? Is that what you smile? I think when you say things like that, it's like when you're like, ask Mr. Medica, you're like, so you're like hacker proof, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every hacker in the world's ears perked up, like, oh, oh is he? <laughs> you're like sicking the dogs on him when you say stuff like that. Uh, well, that wasn't my intention. Uh, he's a real person. Stick yeah. to the truth. Yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> almost too. It seems like <laughs> very soon he'll hop back on God of War. Because he seems like the kind of gamer who can't just let that sit, right? Like, he'll have to, to go back it. in. He does that and all the time, though. It's true. Now, no, here's the I thing I want to know. I don't know if you guys know the answer to this. If you uninstall a game, does it wipe out your stats? 
No, I, I don't think so. No, Chiz wrote no. Okay. Because he rage uninstalls constantly, and I thought that, I, I was theorizing that maybe that was to get a clean slate. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's like he's angry. He's like hurting the game. He's striking back mm. or something like that. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll just delete you from my hard drive. Well, that told it. <laughs> Getting back at the game. <laughs> You've already got my $60, but you won't take up my, my memory. That's what he said. He's, he's like, that was just $60 wasted. And, like, you know, if he lost 250 pounds before 2019, that would be awesome. But I just did a little bit of math. We got 230 days left in the year, and so that would be 1.08 pounds a day. Anyone and want to take any bets on this one? I will give you two to one odds, and I say he does not hit the goal. No, that even... I want like, 1,000 to one <laughs> You know, I might give those Because two. I'm going to go to Conway with a bandsaw, and me and, wing, <laughs> and, me and Wings are going to make out. We're going to clean the Woodworth estate right out by sawing <laughs> both his legs off. You're going to be like the, the greed guy from Seven, where you just lock <laughs> that attorney up in his office, and you make him cut off whatever. <laughs> like, you're not leaving here until we get this. <laughs> Pound of uh, flesh. Uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the wings. I would like to see... forty pounds of flesh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I would like to see Wings get an aggressive weight loss surgery because I think it is the right call for him, and I'd like to see him actually schedule and actually make it happen, and just get recognize all the excuses we've had thus far as silly excuses and move past it and do it. That that's right. what I want to see. I have a new. And topic. you know another thing is if you get a if he doesn't want to get teased or whatever about th this stream or the boogie stuff or whatever, all it would take for him to change the news cycle is schedule that surgery for real, you know? Holy like, smokes. I didn't think of that would, but wait, he needs some sort of document. Cause if I heard that he scheduled the, the phone, surgery, stream. stream that shit. Oh, genius. genius. Imagine, look, look, all he's got to do tomorrow afternoon. He fucking turns the stream on. He gets that phone that they're always mocking him about because, you know, they prank phone call his house phone now and it rings off the hook to the point where they've got to just take it off the hook. For each you stream, know, Pick yeah. that bitch up, call Mexico, and be like, he acts like this is actual surgery to, to schedule the surgery. This is what you do. Hi, my name, Jordi Jordan. I want surgery. Chop, chop. Uh, no hablo English? <laughs> well, we've hit another roadblock. <laughs> <laughs> One moment. Person on stream speaks Spanish. I put you on with live stream. <laughs> Use text to speak. <laughs> yes, we've got you scheduled for the sex change. You speak English now? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh my God, that would totally change the news cycle. And if he did it on live stream, that would be better yet. And he doesn't really need his mom to do this. I, like, that's... That is a silly, silly, silly thing. He's 32 years old, right? It, yeah. It, it, I, yeah, just just pick up the 20 seconds of bravery, Wings of Redemption. 20 seconds of bravery to initiate this call, and the rest of it will just follow through. When is the last time one of you guys needed your mother to help you with anything at all? And I specify needed. When was the last time there was a thing you needed to get done, and you were like, Mom? I need your help with this thing. Could you assist me with? It must have, like last time like, where you needed your mom present, it would probably be before you're an adult where you can't sign that stuff on your I'm own. You, about know? you specifically. That's what I'm saying. It's like the last time like I needed her 
would be like before you turn 18 where you need like an adult to sign off on something or get a permission slip or, or whatever you need. Right. Is that, are, are you leaning? That I have direction? not, I'm trying to think the last time, like, like maybe I, I, my mom hasn't assisted me with anything since high school, you know, like, like, like I, honestly, like, like my mom hasn't assisted me with anything since high school. Like, I don't think like, there's anything wrong with him wanting his mom's yeah. help with it, but I think there is a little bit, you know, I think the fact like, that wanting, it, wanting support your family, I don't, I don't blame him at all for wanting some family support. It is probably scary going to get a surgery, but it's, I think he's using it more as a, a perpetual, you know, roadblock that so, he's keeping there placed I, before him. I want to answer the mom question. I, I think it is bad that he needs his mom to set this up and it, it's scary. Fuck you're 32 years old. Don't be scared. But I haven't needed my mom for a long time, but I do still tap into my father. Uh, sometimes it's business advice or tax talk, you know, setting up no, 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 accounts no. and stuff. Advice Needed. is different. Now, you don't say to your dad, hey, dad, could you do my taxes for me? No. no. You don't say, dad, could you come fix my lawnmower for me? The blade, the blade's stuck. You might, if your dad knew, I don't know if your dad is a lawnmower guy, but you, you might call him, hey, I've, the bearings went out on my lawnmower. Is that something I could do myself? Do I need a press to, to, to put the new bearings in? Or I just buy them at Home Depot, right? It's the 65R bearings. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to go do that now. <laughs> That's what Wings could do with his mom. He could be like, all right, so I call there and I ask for the the uh, scheduling department, right? All right, I'm writing that down. Scheduling department, ask for them first. Um, and, and then I you know, give them my name, my information. What other documentation will I need with me, mom? Okay, I'll need my social security number. And a credit card, so they can immediately charge me five thousand. Okay, mm -hmm. and 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 the dates. I want to specify the date. Okay, okay. This is this is literally what he could do. You know, yeah. Like, he, Chiz like, just mentioned he could probably do this via email, <laughs> and like you could send an email at you know two a.m. and they'll get it as soon as they come to the office the next morning. Of course they can. Of course probably. they can. Probably. Yeah. It, 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 it's complete non-issue. I wonder if Wings understands that they're not on the same time zone as him. It, it wouldn't shock me to be like, you know, here we are, it's June 2nd, I made the big call, but surprise, surprise, it wasn't the same time there, <laughs> and we yeah. need to wait till July. <laughs> this could take They're a while. They're behind, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Wings, just just really, I, I really feel like it's, it's a courage problem, not a scheduling problem. It's not about your sleep schedule. It's not about having your mom around. It, it, it's just for some reason you're not picking up that phone and getting it done. Just do it. Just just yeah. press the numbers on the phone. They'll answer it, and it will flow from there. They do it every day. They'll guide you through it. Yeah, I understand he's very stressed about it, but like I bet this seems like one of those situations where the stress is just compounding the longer you put it off. Like I bet as soon as you make that call and it's set in stone – and it kind of internalizes that, like, all right, this this change in my life is going to happen. I bet you're you're going to feel better, actually. Like, some of that anxiety is going to go away. You're going to be like, well, it's kind of set in stone. This is going to happen. My life's changing. Yeah, it, it's for the better. The thing about surgery, and you talked to I don't, I've had so many surgeries. I don't know how many surgeries I had. I had two last year. I know that. Um, it's not that big a deal because it's not your job, right? All you do is show up and fall asleep. Someone else takes care of everything for you. He's good at that. And he said, Chiz says he's anxious about the skin surgery. I didn't know the skin surgery was riskier than the weight loss surgery. And that's interesting. Uh, that or you go into, um, I, I, uh, what's, 
See, as a non-surgeon, I just would imagine they kind of just have a nurse hold it out, and then you get some clipping shears, uh-huh, and uh-huh. you go across the way. Oh, get with the, it. They use the, the belly button out, electric obviously. hedge trimmers now. <laughs> You're so out of date, Taylor. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can't do that one in Mexico. It's going to look like a fucking, you know, uh, a square hedge or oh, something. Oh, dude, Mexicans are the oh, best landscapers. What's nice. wrong with you, Taylor? Listen right there, we put a... We put a peacock on your sternum. Yeah, no, dude, I, I, I think differently of that. So he's worried he's going to have a meat apron, right? That, that somehow after he loses 250 pounds, he'll be less attractive to women because of the loose skin. Right, so <laughs> I bet you could fuck that meat apron. Like, imagine right? you got yourself a fistful of that stomach skin, and you just jerked off with it. I bet it's like a pocket pussy. That is. Imagine, wild. I just remember. You don't even have <laughs> anyway, to clean up. So just the thing it. about the skin surgery is that's not a problem. That's a prize. That is a, 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 a that is an issue you deal with when you've had success, and it's free weight loss. When you have that loose skin, it's like thirty pounds of skin they're gonna cut off you. It's great news. That you don't. You don't feel bad that that's on the schedule. You feel accomplished when it's your turn to do that. Yeah, and you can look. Like, I, I guarantee Wings has spent time going through Google Images or, like, those surgeon sites and seeing the before and after of the skin pics. And they look. some of them look pretty good. Yeah. You know? like, it's or not like, yeah. he could use it as a squirrel suit and, and, and have an incredible career in that, right? Like, imagine him. You see those videos of the guys jumping off the mountains and then like gliding down at like 150 miles an hour. But yeah. they have those One fancy suits. Time. They have wing right? suits. He, yeah. he, he is. Still has a wings <laughs> suit. <laughs> I like what you did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't well, imagine. I, I hope he just goes ahead and schedules it. If, if wings, if you see this, just make the call. Force yourself to do it. It'll be a rough few minutes because you'll be so stressed. But as soon as you hang up and it's set in stone, you're going to feel better. Then, yeah. Like, I bet you could even ask a boogie, and I bet that's how he felt, too. Wings, you have the money. So first make the phone call, schedule the surgery. When that's locked in, schedule the hotel and the airplane, and you've done it. You've changed your life. It, it, I, I already scheduled the airplane. But the thing about that is it's a lie. <laughs> but the thing about that is he doubled down yesterday. He said, you know, you just you just move those tickets around however you want, willy-nilly. When I heard him say that. What are you that, talking about where you can just be like, ah, fuck that, move it. And they're like, no. no. Like, <laughs> do you remember, I hate to bring up this poor thing to pick on wings, but when he thought you needed a passport to go to like Chicago or something. No, did he say that? Yeah, he did. And, and, and that combined with the whole, he was on like the U S Starcraft Olympic team. You just get forced a real disconnect on what he knows about travel. And, and it all sort of came to light. That happens again in my head when he talks about readjusting. If you want to change the dates on your airplane ticket, if you get a cheap ticket, they just fuck you. They're like, oh, no, no, you can't just change it. If you get like a full price expensive tickets, they fuck you less. But there is no way you could just change the dates willy nilly. And I feel like Wings doesn't have enough experience with airline travel to know that. And, and to know that when he tells that lie, all of us who have traveled many times, I don't know, I'm not bragging because I'm sure there's somebody out there who has like a, a business where they literally fly every weekend and they've been mm. on hundreds of flights. But I don't know. I'm like a platinum medallion member for Delta. Like I've been on 80 something flights. Like I've flown first class and and, and like co- like like the gambit, you know, from the best seats to the most shitty seats. 
every airline virtually, though mostly Delta, because I, I really like Delta a lot. Those of us who know what airline travel is like hear that, and we're just like, you're lying to us. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to. You can be real with us on this part. This is just a, a senseless lie you're telling that doesn't even benefit you. It just makes you look silly. Yeah, yeah, that's one where the, the huge swaths of the population immediately see through it. And when you lie, when people lie and then you get caught in these lies and things go wrong, they start to question all the other things you've said. And, and that's the spot he's in. And he, he just recently, he's like, look, people know me as this liar, but I haven't lied in years. And then he told a lie on that call that we all saw right through. Yeah. Don't do that. All right. Another topic. Mm. And mm. this th- same thing I said before the wings topic. There are some people, and this is even more foolish than the Wings people, who think there's too much ice talk. Now, here's the thing about Ice Poseidon. He does a new thing every week. We're not just harping on how Ice is, like, weaponized autism and how he's a silly, goofy guy. Like, it's not just beating a dead horse. We're covering the insane, entertaining, ridiculous things that he has done this week. Now, if that doesn't entertain you, then you, I believe, are, again, in a very small minority. Those of you who are... if not, speak up. Those of you who absolutely hate ice talk, but here we go. I, he's not doing his uh, his RV thing. Any, that's over. That's over. Um, they charged them several thousand dollars extra for the damages that were incurred. Uh, they charged his car $10,000 on day two of that trip, and he had a standoff, basically, with the owner of the entire uh, RV business who ended up calling Sam Pepper. They had this video conference on live stream where, uh, where the, he's like, we were watching the whole time. We were, you know, you know, when you had that guy drive who was uninsured, we were all biting our nails, you know, but it was really entertaining. And we just want to sort all this. Any any amount that's less than the ten thousand dollars, of course, you'll get that back. But we took an enhanced security deposit when we saw the brake checks, the accidents and stuff like that. So they got all that square. That's old news Hmm. this week. Who's Sam Pepper? I know this name. He, he's, he, he's the uh, British guy who currently has red hair, who was, oh, uh, he's a YouTuber. He was like hated on the internet like three years ago, right? With the social I'm sure experiment. He, he still is, you know, I, you know. Okay, I'm out of date. Carry on. He, he's, he's, he's one of ISIS buddies. They, they do shit together. They went halvesies on the, uh, on the RV. So he was <clears> part of the conversation due to the fact that his name was on the contract. So this week, ICE did CX Fear Factor. Now, he ended up calling, or CX Factor. Because Fear Factor contacted him and said, stop calling this shit Fear Factor or we'll sue you. <laughs> I love that they Is there just one dude sitting in an old warehouse that used to, like, a, a rotted Fear With Factor With some cockroaches sign? and bull semen. <laughs> so we do not want to be associated with you, sir. We are the donkey-cum-drinking TV show. We don't want to be associated with this Ice Poseidon fellas. Dude, he had contestants come in from all around the country and in fact the world to compete in CX Factor in which the contestants undergo five or six terribly devised highly disgusting and absolutely ridiculous challenges okay now we could skip around in that video if you'd like but let me just kind of lay out some of what I saw I didn't watch it all because it's dozens of hours of content dozens of hours is it really 24 hours of content yeah, I, I think so. It went on for days. Uh, four hours? Really? It seemed like it was going on for days that this thing was happening. Here's what I saw. All right? They started by making them all get on their knees and sign a, uh, a, a, um, an ND, not an NDA, but uh, a release. Uh-huh. It's like, sign that fucking release. I don't want to get sued. They all signed mm-hmm. the release. 
he black bags them like ISIS and leads them outside and puts them in a van and drives them away. Then they all get those, you know, Friar Tut from um, yeah, Robin Hood, sure. you know, the haircut that he's got where he's just like all like a male bald. pattern baldness thing. Yeah. yeah, but really accentuated. He gives it to every one of the contestants, including the blonde girl. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he has a black homeless man as a contestant. Now, while they're shaving their heads, the man with the clippers with no guard, he isn't doing that thing. Like, it, this is the end of the clippers, right? My fingers. And, like, this is the head. You would kind of go at an angle, right? And sort sure. of scoop away there. He's like, That's not how clippers work. No, it's not. <laughs> and that's why he's getting them all bloody on this scary homeless man's head before he moves on to the others. And they're like, is there <laughs> blood on that? And he's like, ah, I washed it up with some water. And they just <laughs> <laughs> they continue shaving the head. All right. <laughs> At one point, they were bobbing for monkey placenta, fried monkey placenta, mm, that's better, and I bowls think. of blood. Where do you and get that? And bowls of pig's blood. All right? They're, Where do you get monkey placenta? The zoo? Oh, yeah. he's, eh, he's, sounds like a Whole he's Foods got a, thing. He's Amazon? Got <laughs> he's, like, he's like Kramer. He, he's got a monkey placenta guy. It's, it's <laughs> no five, five second minute. He, he's got monkey placentas. He deep fries it. They, they're walking down the street with leeches attached to their face, begging people to take them off, and he'll give them $5. You, you got to see who can get the leeches removed by strangers the fastest, right? So they're strangers tearing leeches off of people? Yeah. yeah and in I, the middle of now, I'm no Steve Irwin, <laughs> but the way you're supposed to get leeches off isn't having strangers pull them in a time-based event. Well, I will say, as far as time-based events go, the rules weren't really set out very well because... <laughs> When it came down to the end, and, and of course there was uh, oh then there was then there was cockroach sushi. Now you may be wondering, what the fuck is cockroach sushi? Well, it's sushi that you stuff cockroaches into and then soak in pepper spray. I mean, honestly, I think it'd be worse to eat it without the pepper spray, because then oh, you have wrong. to taste the cockroach. Right? No, my friend, you are very wrong. They were the the the, the pepper spray made things much much worse. They were gagging and their throats were on fire, but they got most of it down. Then it came down to only two people. There was the homeless man who just looked a fright. And uh, there I, was, what do they call it? There was Shy Andy, uh, a.k.a. Gay Andy. How many Andys are there? You, what you have to keep in mind here is their name isn't actually Andy. Okay? <laughs> I didn't know that. I really thought they were all... <laughs> they just oh. take their funniest or most uh, silly attribute they put it in front of Andy, and then you've got gay Andy, Asian Andy, Mexican Andy, Andy. Handy I wonder, Andy. I wonder what Andy's we'd Andy. be. If, if we participated on, would I be old Andy? I, I don't know which Andy. Like it, it, anyway. So, <laughs> they get down to these final two contestants who, uh, they, they had had their heads in these bags with pepper spray in them for long periods of time. So when that comes <laughs> up, Shy Andy is crying. Cheyenne's crying, and he sort of vomited all over his shirt, and he's looking real fucked up. And they say, all right, Cheyenne, we're going to sequester you. You go in the other room, and we're going to shoot homeless Andy with a paintball gun, and we're going to time it until he gives up, till he yells uncle. And <laughs> time it, right? It's stupid. Why not just count the shots? 
It's absurd. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. And, and, <laughs> it's absurd. I like it's your absurd. little sides it here. That's it made no sense. It made they no need sense Kyle when they were doing as executive it. producer on this. Carry on. Our only love... idea seems to be to put them through as many as much pain as possible under the the guise of we're, we're seeing who's the toughest. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is all happening. It looks like the set of a Saw movie. They're in an abandoned factory basement with big exposed. Uh, stone walls and pillars. The floor is has like a drop cloth, like like rubber drop cloth thing on it, covered in vomit and roaches and pepper spray and saliva and li- other all sorts of illicit I- liquids. It's disgusting. And they 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 send shy Andy into the other room and they start shooting homeless Andy. Yeah, uh, Woody, if you would open this video up and just start skipping around through it, maybe with it muted, just to just like you know give an idea. Okay. It, it's it, and. So they start shooting homeless Andy, but the CO2 keeps running out and they keep like arguing over the rules. Like, oh, he moved. He moved. And they're like, we'll give him another shot. Let's do it again. And he's just like, oh, shit, not again. And they just keep putting this homeless man up and shooting him with more and more paintballs. The paintball guns getting pointed everywhere. There's people not wearing masks like it's absurd. In the end, shy Andy wins it all. He got the uh, you might be wondering. What was the grand prize, right? Because they won like $8,000 that time. Someone like spent a night in his closet, right? Just, mm-hmm. just surviving in a closet. Only $1,000. Really? $1,000. He's like, uh, Shy Andy, what are you going to do with all this money? He's got the money. He's like, save it. <laughs> I'm just going to save it. Uh, you're just going to save it, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to save it. And then they're like, ah, well, it turns out uh, someone donated $500 to you, homeless Andy. And homeless Andy fell to his knees and started crying with gratitude. And it was real sad. And then, like, a lot of people started donating more money. They're like, hey, give this to homeless fucker over there. This is my five bucks to him. I, I'm sure you didn't get any of it. But it, it was <laughs> a nice gesture nonetheless. It was so entertaining, dude. It was so entertaining to see, like, this half-assed fear factor thing with disgusting challenges and people actually being injured and violated. It was, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And the girl with that Friar Tut haircut, I, I, I don't know. I, I, Ice is very entertaining. We watched him for four or five hours last night. He decided he was going to build a house in his backyard. And by backyard, I mean like one of those little walled-in patios that's like 40 square feet. Or something like that. Like, so so small. So small. He time-stamped it for her hair, if you want to show the audience her, her fucked-up hair. So wait, he's building a house in the back of his rented He's property? building a, a giant doghouse on his patio. That's what it boils down to, honestly. Um, it's, it's, it's real ridiculous. Uh, scuff Jim Carrey, who apparently uh, beats <laughs> his... <laughs> dude, he looks like Jim Carrey. He does he, look like Jim Carrey. Dude, he dyed his hair purple and then gave himself a fryer tut, and he wasn't even on Fear Factor. And I don't mean he like trimmed it with a trimmer. He got a razor out and made it shiny bald in the bald spot. And uh, and they're giving him a hard time right now because I guess he beats his wife. Uh, his wife posted you some know, sort of clip of him. You know, who amongst us has no flaws? Right. That's what I said. The man's funny. To, just to look at him. The <laughs> funniest that we, we were watching last night, and every time the camera would go to scuff Jim Carrey, and like he was down on his knees, like working on the little doghouse streamer house. ICE is talking about making people pay him like 50 bucks to stay in it. Like, like, like that's the power of ICE at this point, I guess, that people will pay him money to live in a cardboard, in a plywood box on his patio with no accoutrements, just, just out there in the elements. Um, I'm trying to get a good view of ICE. 
because I, I want to see the eyebrows not quite back yet, is it? No, no. <laughs> Those That's, take a it's while. It's going to be a hot second. I don't think yeah. your eyebrows grow quick. Mine do. Oh, but. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> has a superpower. It's like Wolverine eyebrows. I just, I just, <laughs> <laughs> just puff out. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, Mr. Anthony is ready. You want to hit him? Hit him with one of our fine sponsors, and then we can get Andy Kumi in here. I like that idea. Yes. This episode of PK is brought to you by Casper Mattresses, and our listeners are invited to take advantage of Casper's competitive, limited-time uh, Memorial Day sale offer. Uh, Casper is the place to shop for Memorial Day mattress savings this year. They sell directly to you, eliminating the added cost and saving you money. You can be sure of, their, of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial, and returns are hassle-free if you're not completely satisfied. Casper has three mattress lines to choose from, the original Casper, the Innovative Wave, and the Streamlined Essential. So for a limited time, visit casper.com savings and receive 10% off your first order uh, with any mattress purchase. This special offer expires May 29th, 2018. Terms and conditions apply. You spend over a third of your life sleeping, so make sure you're doing it right and uh, getting a good night's rest. Again, get started on the path of righteous sleep, you want to head on over to casper.com slash savings and receive 10% off your order with any mattress purchase. This offer expires uh, May 29th, so don't miss out. Casper is the sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves. Oh, well, it just keeps going, man. It just keeps going. You link me the ad reads, and I read them. If it keeps going, I keep reading. Oh, I'm making this up. I'm making it up. You think this is coming off the hey, top of my there's head? there's like no reason to make up anything about Casper because it's such an excellent Yeah, I deleted product. your spaces. I didn't know why they were there. There were spaces in the middle of the ad read. Well, this has nothing to do with Chiz's oh, formatting please. and everything to do with Casper mattresses, <laughs> which are an excellent product that I sleep on every night. I get excellent sleep. You can put wine on it and jump around. Nothing's going to happen, which means you can have you know, a nice... Uh, nice lady friend on there and get up and slink out in the morning and not have to worry about it. But you could have two lady friends home. and one <laughs> would sleep undisturbed. Or if a young lady is sleeping you on can a fuck while the other one's sleeping. You can sneak in. Yeah, these, these are all options. So, <laughs> so check them out. Uh, Casper mattresses, they're excellent. Give me shit about my... You, you, I, I, you put it in front of me and I read it. I'm like Ron Burgundy over here. It can... It can <laughs> It could be all about the Jews or anything. I'd be reading it. Well, isn't that well, something? I... <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, Anthony? Hello there. Uh-oh. Are, you come, are we coming in for you? Of course I can't hear anything. <laughs> those oh, those glasses. <laughs> oh, you hear me? Good. Yeah. Uh, oh, those of you not on video are missing yeah. out. How was bingo? Wacky, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was working for everything else. I love that he can't for... hear you while you're busting balls. <laughs> <laughs> everything sucks. <laughs> oh, that's Hold okay. <laughs> this is a new look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you. it's... um. Ah, fuck. I can't plug in my stupid... Uh... So you still can't hear us? No, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can hear you now, but uh, it's just like hearing you on on uh, coming out of my uh, laptop over here. Well, you're bad. coming in fine for us, yeah. Yeah, well, okay. Well, screw these then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think it uh... might be funnier if you can't hear us. We got tons of material. <laughs> I know, right? Just... Put the glasses back on. 
I know. <laughs> it really is like Uncle Junior from <laughs> Oh my god, those are some junior glasses from the Sopranos. <laughs> my 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 eyesight is great at a distance, but reading or looking at stuff, I'm gone. It just I it's a blur. So getting old is not for sissies, you go, huh? You go to restaurants, you have to like hold the menu like out here. I'm beyond that. I have to take glasses with me. I have to uh, let me let me see. Oh, the veal parmesan looks good. <laughs> I, I'm shopping for phones. Like, who among you will make an even bigger phone? <laughs> do, do they sell iPads with cellular? Yeah. Have you gone to a to a jitterbug yet? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I was. You never have the making of a varsity athlete. <laughs> <laughs> the Arnie and Anthony show brought to you by Life Alert. <laughs> let me, let, wait a minute, I have to call. <laughs> uh, so what's oh. new with you? It's been a hot second. I know you had, uh, since we, you had, we had you on last, Artie wasn't even a part of the show. And that, my understanding, has really blown up Compound Media in a pretty big way, which is great. Well, well, <laughs> that, the funny thing is, in between the last time I spoke to you guys and right now, uh, Artie has come and gone. <laughs> so, so that's, uh, yeah, that's the news. We had Artie for about eight, nine months, I guess. Um, and uh, now um, Artie has to take care of Artie. Yes. I knew it was going to, I knew it was going to blow up into, you know, the guy, uh, he's, got, he's got his issues. It's no secret. The guy's had uh, problems with drugs uh, for years. So at this point now, we, we have to, he's in the hospital. So we have to just, you know, the idea of him, he needs 24 hours a day, seven days a week for like a year at least to take care of this. So we're in a position where he can't every day at 4 p.m. <laughs> take two hours out of, living his life and and surviving what, uh what's his drug of show. choice heroin and cocaine oh yeah, yeah it's the old those uh, are very good ones i'm told yeah it's yeah. the old china white yes <laughs> I, I watched one clip i think it was on youtube where you were sitting there uh with with someone it might have been voss but then uh Artie was just sitting there you know, clearly in one of, you know, his, his funks and his nose just started bleeding <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the show. And it's like, Jesus Christ. It was, Dude, I it love that. was so bizarre. Yeah. He's sitting there and you just start seeing this trickle of blood coming down. Uh, really creepy, but boy, interesting as, as That's good content right there. His nose is always running. His hands are all shaky. He's knocking shit over left and right. I watched a compilation of water spilling. Someone made a compilation, <laughs> you know, and you can see like with the episode numbers, like it happened over the course of like a month. Where he spilled like you know a half gallon of water. Oh, you know? sorry. Oh, you know water there already. Oh, yeah, I had one here for you. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I love Artie too. I I I watched him since. I, I love his comedy special. I, lo I love that awful movie he made, right? Like, I loved him on Stern. Like, I like fucking Artie. Like, when Artie left that show, like, that show went to shit for me. Oh, in my yeah. Life. Like, like, and I followed Artie after that. You know, I, I, I want the best for that guy, but he just seems like one of those characters that just really struggles to get that problem in line. I feel bad for him. I, I wish him the best, man. I really That's do. Everybody. So I mean, if it wasn't Artie, Everyone would be saying about this person, uh, I wish the person would die already. He, it's just, <laughs> he's such a pain in the ass, fuck him, all that shit. But 
Everyone loves the guy. He's so funny. He's the nicest guy. Just that big, lovable, lunk kind of a guy. And he happens to constantly be on a mission to kill himself. Yeah. So, you know, as a friend, it, it makes it very difficult to, to be his friend. Not because he isn't a great guy, but because it's just, you know, you're watching someone destruct right in front of you. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there were a few people that wouldn't do the show uh, since Artie came on board uh, my show. Just wouldn't do it just for that reason. Not because Artie's an asshole or you don't like Artie. It's because they loved him. And someone, you know, like Colin Quinn, as a matter of fact, said he could not sit there and look at Artie in that condition and do the show. So, you know, the, it, it, it caused some rifts. Um, I remember another one, uh, David Tell um, is, is a very good friend of Artie's and has been through all kinds of shit with Artie. Yeah. And when I first hired him, he, uh, I was at the Comedy Cellar and he says, uh, Anthony, so you got uh, Artie on board. And I'm like, yeah, he goes, well, welcome to the wonderful world of Artie. The phone calls at 3 a.m., bailing him out, lending money that you'll never get back. <laughs> hey, welcome. We, we embrace you. I'm like, oh, it can't be that bad. Oh, boy. It <laughs> was. <laughs> All right. So, Chiz, Taylor, you just linked that image there of Artie's nose. Now, it's fair to keep in mind that he did get punched in that nose, and that is at least 30% of why it looks like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. he, uh, he he got punched that night in the nose. But I think he got punched because it was already a good target. <laughs> <laughs> like a bullseye. That's a rough look. Jeez, that fucking I, uh, I saw, I, I think another thing that's happened, I think since the last time we had Yawn, is uh, Opie got fired. Yeah, and yeah. I wondered, uh, I, I see the smile there, <laughs> and I was wondering, like, uh, man, I wonder if it's crossed either of their minds to get something back together, or if Anthony is just so, like, fuck this dude, never again. I'm not going to get, you know, 20 minutes into that first show back and be like, oh, no, I'm back on Greg shells. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking on Greg shells again. It was, uh, it, we, we had actually thought about it. Uh, Keith who takes care of all my business um, over there at Compound Media, he spoke with Opie about it. Um, we kind of had this plan that we wouldn't do a show together. He would have a, his show on Compound Media. I would have my show. And maybe if anything ever happened on a Friday or something, we kind of cross paths and do something. Uh, he, of course, did what he always does. Never got back to us. I don't know, dude, I'm thinking about it, dude, maybe, dude. And, and then just would leave us hanging. So we finally just said, fuck it, you know, we're done, deal's off the table. And um, he went and uh, walked around with a, an iPhone for eight months in, in the city. Uh, <laughs> oh, those were doing... uncomfortable. I, could, I only watched like two minutes of one, and I'm like, all these poor people on the streets of New York just getting accosted, basically. Yeah. Like, I'd rather yeah. see a Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon walk up to me. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was just, it really was this. It was him walking around going, dude, look, a newsstand. Dude, <laughs> this is crazy. A guy selling pretzels. Dude, are you homeless? Dude, it's New York. These, yeah. it, Do you have any property I could destroy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a while. Pastries nearby. <laughs> No, I, that guy always ruined the show, man. I, I, I love going and listening to the old uh, O&A shows. 
and it's very little O uh, that, that I care about. It's, yeah, it's when you got Jimmy on there and you guys are, are riffing on like the two-headed girl or, <laughs> or that lady with all the dead cats in her fucking house or, or like the Canadian PSA commercials with kids getting crushed by cars. Oh, and it's stuff. fucking gold. And then he'll say something. And hold I just, on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, Snowy from Michigan. Snowy's on the phone. What do you got? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Snowy doesn't have shit. This is gold hey, yeah. we're rolling with over here. Shut the fuck up. I just, it just, someone needed a mute button for him and just not tell him that it was on. Just, 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 just let him go a whole show without saying a word. Yeah, people, uh, people took a bunch of shows and edited everything he, he said out of them, and they're called Nopey Shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I've literally gone on <laughs> and watched clips of old O&A, and like, he'll go on a tangent, and I'll be like, God damn it, like, you know, Jim and Ant were just riffing on something really funny, and then I found the Nopey Shows, I'm like, oh, these are, these are great. You know, they're you get, shorter. You know, yeah. you'd get, you'd get a, a show where we would have, like Patrice O'Neill, Rich Voss, Colin Quinn would be in the studio, all these Louis C.K. And, and just bullshitting back and forth, and it's brilliant. Just shut the fuck up at that point. You really don't need to chime in or or say that we got to go to a phone call. Uh, and he would do it because I think he felt so powerless in that studio and with those people that he had nothing to contribute. Yeah. So he contributed fucking it up. Like, like the kid that has to kick over the sandcastle that someone built because they didn't build one. So, mm, yeah. you know, I, I, and dealing with that for 20 years was quite enough for uh, your friend Anthony. Yeah, his brand of comedy <laughs> was completely different. Everybody else is riffing and just being spontaneously funny, which is such a difficult thing to do. And he is completely inept at that. He just wants to go, let's go, uh, let's go smash somebody's guitar. Let's go, uh, let's, let's go yeah. break something and get a reaction. Yeah, oh. it was always some kind of, um, he tried to be shocking. Yeah, and if it's organic, it's hilarious and uncomfortable and funny. Uh, but if you just do something like, "Hey, look, I'm going to do something outrageous," you're kind of looking like, "Oh, really? It, are you?" So, <laughs> you know, to throw a monkey wrench into a great conversation just to be outrageous or to to fuck with somebody's personal property just to be outrageous, it it came off as um, really lame. So. You know, I we as I said in Spinal Tap, no, no, we we shan't work together again. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good uh, a good decision. There, there was one, uh, I don't recall the exact details of it, but someone at one point like brought in poker chips to give to Opie, yeah. and that's a clip that I can't even re-listen to because it makes I actually feel bad for the yeah. person that gave them. Like there was another clip, like I know a lot about the old show where Jimmy got a drill that showed up there. And, yeah. you know, Jimmy took a funny route where he's like, I'm a fancy man and you will send me <laughs> fine new cordless drills. You will not send me used product. And it's like, he's clearly <laughs> fucking around. He's joking. But Opie, like he took that guy's uh, or that lady, that guy, I don't recall his, their poker chips. And I think he just threw them out the window, like a gift he, that he just received just out the window into he New like York. He like threw them at the, the person that brought them in and, and they <laughs> went flying. And I remember just going like, oh my God, what? What is he doing? Why, why would you do this? But that was what he, that's all he had. And when you get, you know how some fans can be also, they're like, all right, that was awesome, Opie. And they, they like get him going for the next time. So he'll, he'll want to do it again. And 
you know, it, the times I sat there with amazing comics, great personalities. Jim Norton, thank God, was on board at that point. I wouldn't have lasted as long as I did. Yeah. Uh, those are the moments that I just remember as uh, some of the funniest things uh, that I was ever part of on, on the show. Jimmy's the fastest uh, mind I've ever seen. He's, he's, he's so quick with, with, with anything that you throw at him. He'll, he'll come up with a punchline. He's, he's fucking brilliant. I, I love yeah, watching him there, do anything. There's so many times I would be sitting there and I'd be the one, like the wrath of, of Jim's humor and goofing on me about something. And I'm the one laughing the hardest because it's brilliant it's cutting, it's hilarious, it's true. Like, like <laughs> all that shit Jimmy's able to throw at you. And you, you only love him. Like, there's no way you'd look at Jimmy bashing the shit out of you and go, ah, oh, that son of a bitch, I can't stand him. <laughs> you, you just laugh your ass off because it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I, I really, I, he, you and Jimmy made those shows what they were. I, I fucking love them. I still love doing a Chip Chipperson show with him over at uh, Riotcast. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah hilariously infuriating to have him play a character during the whole show. Uh, and I fall for the same dumb jokes and things that I'll be sitting there and I'll go, so, uh, Anthony, how was your vacation? And I'll be like, oh, it was great. I went down to Florida. I went there once, too. Um, I went with my <laughs> mother. And I'm like, he never means for me to finish <laughs> conversation. But I go into it like I'm actually going to be able to convey a story. And he gets me with it every time, and I laugh my ass off. <laughs> he's just a, he's brilliant, man. I love him. So what's the deal with Sirius? Because I thought you were allowed back, and I was very happy. Then apparently you're not allowed back. I, I have no idea. I was, I was uh, banned from the building for a couple of years. Yeah. And then uh, I was finally allowed back in, uh, went on Jimmy and Sam's show, had a great time, uh, went on a few more. Uh, went went on um, uh, Nick DiPaolo's show on Sirius. He he did a show over there. He's recently been fired too. Yeah, he's gone too. I uh, saw that. Yeah. But uh, and then out of nowhere, for no reason, no one was told why or anything. Uh, I was just not allowed back in. Now, were you ever yeah. allowed back in for sure? Like, did you get a letter saying your your expulsion is over, or did you just slide in a couple times and, and assume you're allowed in? No, they. I was allowed in by the higher ups, and I saw the bosses in the hallway walking to the studio, okay. and you know, hey, how you doing? But they just decided, um, for some reason, uh, that I wasn't allowed back in. They told Jimmy this. They said, no, he's he's yeah. not allowed in the building. Yeah, and, I remember hearing Jimmy talk about that uh, on, on his show. I, I listen to their show a lot. Jim and Sam's show is great. Yeah. Can we blame Stern for this somehow? Or is there some way to like reach around and find it and make him the villain? I don't know if I'm blaming Stern as much. Uh, I actually, I don't think so. I, I would blame Opie. Ah, <laughs> that'll work. We can work with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Opie, we don't like him. Uh, and Opie you... was talking about some lawsuit that he has against Sirius for um, firing him without cause. Now, Opie went into the the public bathroom at Sirius. <laughs> the, the the public bathroom at Sirius. Uh, took out his camera. And recorded Roland on the toilet over one of the stalls. As you and uh, thought it was hilariously funny and talked that he was going to put it online and stuff. He showed it to a couple of people um, in the studio that day. Uh, and Roland was pissed about it. Yeah. Uh, it, the, the complaint made it to management. 
uh, management was, you know, in this day and age, you don't fool around with cameras in a fucking bathroom. What are you <laughs> out of your mind? So uh, they fired him. And he honestly believes he has some kind of a case to not have been fired. Now, that is insanity only Greg Opie Hughes could, could uh, conjure up. Uh, now, I think if he does have some kind of lawsuit going or he's threatening or, or lawyers had contacted Sirius, they might be thinking, well, what good does it do us to have his partner in there who might say, do something and then sue us uh, also? He could slip on the floor, crack his head on a desk and say, oh, I'm suing you. So I think legal might have gotten in there and, um, and put the kibosh on me going in. Uh, yeah, Opie's full of shit, by the way, with a lawsuit. He's... <laughs> Yeah, he's the biggest, obviously. I don't know if he thinks he's doing a bit or he's actually a compulsive liar. Because uh, everything he says and does has this just thread of either dishonesty or just complete outright lying in it. The, the reason you got fired is here is a couple of bad tweets, right? Is that... It was yeah, they, they had actually... The reason they gave, because it's always racially charged tweets, mm -hmm. Anthony's racist tirade, Anthony's this, that, the other thing. The reason they gave me was that my tweets had a violent undertone to them <clears throat> that they couldn't allow, and that's why I was fired. Because the truth of the matter is, there wasn't any racial slurs or any racist diatribe going on in my tweets. I was assaulted in Times Square by a black woman. I, I talked about how uh, she acted like a savage. I used the word savage because it was a savage attack. And I talked about how there's this weird jump to violence that came up that evening that I don't understand. And it seems to be an issue in certain communities. And so, so I, I, like I said, my biggest problem I think was trying, was being so angry at what happened and then trying to mix it with social commentary. I should have <laughs> just, you know, been angry and left it alone. So, uh, but I didn't use racial slurs. I didn't do anything like that. Uh, and they said, oh, because I, I had added one tweet that because I was armed that night. And I said, uh, someday she's going to walk up to somebody and pull that shit and they're going to shoot her in the face. Unlike me, who, you know, walked away and, and wrote some angry words on Twitter. And they said that that was um, violent uh, undertones in the tweet and that uh, I was fired for that. So Let me ask you this because I'm curious. Uh, we had Titus on the show a little while ago and Titus had his own sitcom. And if I remember right, executive producer wanted him to cheat on his wife in the sitcom. And he talked down to her in a real negative way like she was three years old and laid out all the reasons it wouldn't work. He calls it his $30 million mistake. Do you feel like you have a multi-million dollar mistake? Like if you just not made a couple of tweets, alternative life? Um, I, I think I think maybe uh, my life would have been on a kind of different, maybe a parallel highway uh -huh. or something. Because at this point, honestly, I'd have been fired five more fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, you've, you've gone through, was... what, five Twitter accounts since then? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with each Twitter account, it would have been another job. <laughs> like, I completely, I knew that our days were numbered there, whether it was the lack of any kind of rapport with Opie or uh, butting heads with management, them getting tired of uh, what, what we were doing on the show or what I was doing on the show. I don't know. But the bottom line was I didn't think that would have lasted anyway. Now, uh, the 
the fact that I got Compound Media up and running so quickly, um, and now we have so many shows and subscribers have come aboard, I'm I'm fine. Like I don't think that I've uh, lost um, much revenue because of it. So it's not like I blew millions of dollars doing that. The company, Knocked Wood, is is doing really good. Um, That's exciting. And like I said, I don't know if I would have just been fired and. Maybe the timing wouldn't have worked out as well uh, with starting Compound Media. Like the everything worked out perfectly for the time it happened. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, have you and uh, Jimmy tossed around the idea of doing anything after his contract with? Uh, I don't know if they're going to get renewed or not. I don't know how well their show's doing. I haven't listened to it much. Uh, like unless Colin Good. or someone goes in, uh, yeah. I just don't have serious. Um, oh. Have you bounced that around with them at all? Because that would be yes, a great absolutely. show to get you two back together. Oh hell yeah, we've we've talked about uh, that. If not doing a show together, at least uh, having um, segments where we do something together, or just you know some kind of presence where it's uh, us doing something. That's why I enjoy doing his show uh, when he does Chip. Uh, I enjoy doing that so much because it's you know I'm working with Jimmy. You uh, guys are excellent together. It's it's, it, it's it's so good. It's easy. I mean the rapport that we have back and forth. We know. We know how to make each other laugh, and that makes everybody laugh. It's just one of those uh, kind of really good uh, chemistry uh, things that we have. Yeah, in a perfect world, I'd like to see Artie get well, and and you, Artie, and Jimmy do do something oh. together. That that to me, that's like a dream team, especially it, with the guests that you guys could pull. It really is. We, me and Artie, <laughs> not Colin Quinn, really quickly. We we clicked so fast. <laughs> yeah, see, you know, he fixes the nose up. You can't Colin, pull Colin. Gonna, can, <laughs> Colin will be on PKA. The, <laughs> we'll come back to see the rejuvenated Artie, right? Like, we want Artie to. Yeah, we want to see him succeed. And forget the heroin. Like, like he can do all the heroin he wants. He needs to lose a little, lose a little weight while he's at it too. Like, like I, yeah, yeah. I remember. Well, nobody remembers Slim Artie, but I remember just chubby Artie that that looked like he could hit a softball. Like it's yeah, yeah. That, you know that that um, somebody that was athletic in high school and then kind of let themselves go a little. That yeah, was yeah. that was what Artie was. Now he looks like someone where I don't know. It'd be hard for me to guess his age. Like somewhere yeah. between forty and ninety-one. Yeah. Like <laughs> we had uh, we we had uh, Martin Cove on yesterday. Uh, you know the sensei from. Uh, from Cobra Kai. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. And the guy's in his seventies and, and he looked great. Like he, he's active and, and he still looked good, you know, and he, he's 25 years older than Artie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like, he just looked so much healthier. And you know, obviously it's when you put uh, enough drugs in you over the course of a lifetime, uh, it's going to take its toll. So he's got to find some weight loss drugs, right? Some of them must make it crack. Could he not do crack? Those guys are thin. Well, he's, he's already I, doing I cocaine. Is that he can do cocaine and not lose weight? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to eat a lot of meatball parmesan to outweigh that cocaine. Uh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, already... Can he take up smoking? He smokes. Uh, he does smoke. Yeah. Man, oh, he man. smokes and does cocaine, and he's still gaining weight. The man yeah, has a talent. A He's so talented. Like, have you ever, I'm sure you have, but like for the audience, like he can recite the Godfather. It's, oh, I know. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's yeah. so impressive to hear him. Like, like he'll go from part to part to part to part. Just, it's like, he's got the screenplay in front of him. It's, it's that's, it's, 
you know, that's so much fun when, when we would sit there and me and him would just go off on movies and start doing lines to movies and and talking about TV shows from our childhood. And if we had a guest in the guest seat, they're sitting there like a deer, like in headlights. <laughs> they don't know what to do. Me and Artie are laughing our balls off talking about <laughs> shit that no one knows about, like like obscure TV shows or movies. And it, it would be hilariously funny, but the guest would just be shell-shocked, not get a word. There were some guests that literally spoke for maybe eight minutes over the entire two-hour period because it, me and Artie would get going on something and you can't fit yourself in there. Yeah, they're just sitting there like, I don't know any quotes from all these fucking WAP movies they're talking yeah. about. <laughs> there were only a few people that could, could do that. One was Dave Landau, who he's uh, co-hosting the show with me now. Uh, and he's really fast. He knows how to get in there, but he also knows when to hold back if a conversation's going on because you could easily just, you guys know, could be stepping all over each other, uh, and that doesn't make a, a, a good show. So, you, you know, how you guys know talking, it's a conversation. Uh, he knows that, so it works out well. Some people just got shell-shocked, though. <laughs> One of my... Uh... My favorite old, like, it wasn't a very regular bit that you did back on ONA, uh, but I think I've only done it once or twice here, totally ripping you off and joking around, <laughs> is when uh, neither Opie nor Jim watched Seinfeld, and you would tell stories <laughs> of a Seinfeld episode, and Dude. they would, and you would get through, like, scenes and scenes and scenes, and, and then they tell me, I can't deliver to this treat across from me. Why would they tell you that? Didn't you tell them? I'm just right there. And, like, Jimmy's, is it, like, sincere Jimmy? You know, all, all worried sincere about it. Sincere Jimmy's like... What do you mean they wouldn't deliver? I'm like, I was on the wrong side of the street. The street was the border and they wouldn't come up. Like all that shit. <laughs> I loved doing it because I've been just a huge Seinfeld fan. So I know every little nuance to the stories. And to tell the story like it's really happened to you isn't yeah. that hard to do if you're a yeah. fan. The hardest part of it was watching Travis in the booth because Travis <laughs> is another just insane Seinfeld fan who knew exactly what I was doing. And he couldn't look at me. Like, if I made <laughs> eye contact with him, I'd start laughing. But to see Jimmy so sincerely getting getting annoyed by what had happened to me uh, was, yeah. was just insanely funny. He would be like, oh, fucking assholes. Who, yeah. Who's going to keep a business alive with that kind of customer service? Oh, yeah. People these days. And you're like, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I would leave it. And then they'd be like, wait, that was a Seinfeld story, wasn't it? <laughs> like an hour later. <laughs> oh, that was great. We should we should try to do that to Woody later. Think try try thinking of a good one. Oh, well, Anthony'd be the one to do it. He oh, he doesn't he he doesn't uh, watch the Seinfeld. Well, he he doesn't remember the details. Like like he may have like skimmed it. Like he multitasked. But whereas I've watched every episode like eight or nine times. Like oh I watched God, it when yeah. I was a kid. Like like I, I I fucking live live and breathe that show. We we were joking about Mr. Marbles earlier. Like every time we hear like a noise in the house, like uh, Mr. Uh, Marbles, Mr. Marbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that show just never gets old. I I probably rewatch that entire series at least once a year. Yeah, that, uh, and it, it's always sunny has become for me like the new Seinfeld, just a dirtier one. You know that would have been an okay show, but Devito in there makes it spectacular. Yesterday was the twentieth uh, anniversary of the final episode of Seinfeld. Twenty oh, doesn't seem like I watched that. The I final watched, episode. Like like I, I'm only thirty two, but I I remember watching that shit. Like, 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 it was a big deal. We were all like, yeah, it's the last one. Isn't that crazy? You were 12 years yeah. old when the freaking show started. Yeah. <laughs> the last show. 
My parents oh my let me watch God. anything. I, I can remember, like, in the fifth grade, I watched X-Files growing up a lot, and I remember going into my fifth grade classroom, and, like, I sat next to the teacher, and I was like, did you see that episode last night? And it was the Peacock episode called Home, where there's this, uh, this band of incestuous freaks who are, like, fucking their mother and, like, pro- trying to produce offspring. Oh, that was fucked up, right? They're in that, yeah. like, cabin, and yeah. uh, they were all deformed and shit. Yeah, they, the mother had no legs from a car accident. Yeah. So, so she was on like a creeper that you get on to go under a car. And what they'd, a sick episode. they'd wheel her out from under the bed and they'd take turns each fucking her and uh, trying to create a new baby. And then like the episode begins with her like giving birth and they're like cutting the umbilical cord with rusty <laughs> scissors and then like the baby dies. So they like, it's, it doesn't die actually. It's so malformed that they're just like, eh. And they just bury <laughs> it alive in the baseball field out back. It's, and and I, I'm, I'm what ten years old in, in in class. Like, did you see that shit last night, Miss Harrison? She's like, yeah, that was awful. Was like, there was some twisted episodes of X Files, but that one I think is the weirdest, like sickest, because yeah. of, of that incestuous angle they took with it. It was the only one rated TV MA, you know, mature, and they oh, only really? aired it twice that I can remember. They aired it twice. <laughs> And uh, and but but to this day, like that's the one that I I show people like if they've never seen the X Files before. Right, right, yeah. Let's watch this one because they've got like this Andy Griffith angle at the beginning where like there's a the sheriff is this like kindly black guy who I think maybe is named Andy, and like you think that he's gonna make it right until these three dudes show up at his house one night with baseball bats and beat him to death in cold (laughs) blood. And you're like, oh, well, at least his wife hid under the bed sufficiently well. And then they drag her ass out and beat her to death with the bats as well. So it's, well, it's a come back to, to the X-Files. I didn't, I've never really watched the X-Files. I thought it was a show about, like, looking for goblins or something. Uh, Mostly. I mean. Yeah, there was, there was that storyline, that, that continuing storyline, and then the separate stories that yeah. kind of interwove through the yeah. – you know, Mulder's sister and the UFO thing and all that stuff. This but. huge government conspiracy where, like, the the shadow organization has made a backhanded deal with the aliens to, like, so that some of them survive and we and they become, like, the slaves to the alien race and they're, they're, there's a virus. And that's the overarching storyline. Right. But there's Monster of the Week shit. That yeah, there were, like, plan- like, like, standalone episodes that you could just watch as a, kind of a, a weird thriller, yeah. Yeah, very good show. I, I, liked, I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I always want to fuck Gillian Anderson so bad. <laughs> I, that's every so often there is a Hollywood celebrity that is obviously hot, but I don't get why she got singled out as super hot. Right? She's just regular hot to me. Scarlett Johansson, Johansson, Johansson. I think Scarlett Johansson, Johansson is. Yeah. Are you gonna say that she's just kind of regular hot? Regular Hollywood hot, right? I don't see why she's not as hot, or I'll why she's hotter than disagree. like all the other chicks on the I must, files. I must also uh, yeah. strongly disagree. This happens to me all the time, right? Like, like, it, like even like most girls when they get that pixie haircut that only other women tell them looks good, so they look better <laughs> in comparison. Uh-huh. So that when they're out to brunch, they're the one getting <laughs> stares. Like, yeah. she even looks great with that. Who's she's the got chick her long from hair? She looks Twilight? Kirsten something maybe. Twilight. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Thank you. Yeah. To me, Kristen Stewart is, is hotter than Scarlett. Bullshit. Kristen Stewart oh, is like is... is average at best. Kristen Stewart is the Hollywood chick who I'm just like, what the fuck? Like she's all yeah. flat chested. She's got resting bitch face. She looks <laughs> like she should be like a milkmaid somewhere. She's she should be at Cracker Barrel Old Country Store getting mediocre tips. 
She should be working the front no. counter at really? a, Marriott, a courtyard Marriott. Roger Hansen has, I've, I've seen her naked multiple times. She's got fucking perfect titties, Amazing. big old ass, beautiful face, and she's a black widow. That's a, that's, that's a lethal uh, combination. Look, I recognize I'm in the minority here, but I think Kristen Stewart is way hotter. She's just tight everywhere. That chick is in shape. If, I mean, yeah, like a like a like a young supple boy. Yeah, if you like young boys, that's. A... <laughs> you know, now you're all being judgy. That's. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2018. Guys. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, she, oh man, you're. I leave a comment. Who's hotter between Scarlett Johansson and the Twilight gal, uh, Stewart? I, because I I'm gonna I, I I'm anticipating a torrent. Yeah, I, I, look, I recognize Jennifer Lawrence, right? To me, Jennifer Lawrence is hot, but I don't get why she's super hot. And worse yet, Amelia Clark, I think that's her name from uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, thank you. Uh, Amelia Clark is below Hollywood average, I would say. I would say most of the women in Hollywood are better looking than her. Oh, that's the perfect picture of Scarlett. That's the one that was on Reddit the other day, and the guy was like, 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 I spent my teenage years dreaming about tit-fucking Scarlett Johansson. Like, like that's the picture that, that he would jerk off to. Why would that fantasy stop in your teens? <laughs> yeah. I, it hasn't for me yet, no. It, well, it, this is just, just a gorgeous, fucking, almost perfect woman. And, and Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Kristen she's, Stewart. She's carrying this, this, too much body fat, Kyle. You're... Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's judgy. Yeah. Chris... That's not very fat accepting of you. Uh, it's... Oh, you just call body her fat. <laughs> body shaming. Yeah, that, I, that's why I, I think I like a, a fitter girl. Yeah, here's here's the pick. Here's the one that really gets Woody going. Yeah, look at look at Kristen Stewart there. Oh, so fit. <laughs> this is a terrible oh, yeah. picture. With, with her but I'll head show shaved it. And that ball cap <laughs> on backwards. Oh, she uh, looks like she's about to go hang out with the boys. I can't format her very well to show everyone this picture. There we go. That's a little better. Um, yeah, that is not her best picture. But have you seen her titties? She's got like an A cup and an A and a half cup. Oh, here's a full. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but you have me curious now. Nothing wrong with A cups. A cups are the new D's, baby. Like I, I, I forget. What does that even mean? Uh, it was some porn star talking about it. It might have been Stormy Daniels. I'm not sure. Oh, but God. she was like, you know, I had these implants. To oh, it was a YouTuber who was a porn star. Anyway, um, and she's like, now all the porn stars have little A cups. I wish I had little A cups. That's what she was saying. That's just kind of the direction that, that boobs have gone. I, I, I disagree. Uh, everyone else would. No one likes those big, fake, nasty titties that are looking in different directions oh. like a retarded person. But... I think That's everyone terrible. likes a medium to large size natural titty, you know? And there are many kinds of titties, of course. I like our torpedo tits, for example. They're, they're, they're very tits. much straight. Oh, you've talked about this before tits. multiple times. Yeah, I love yeah, torpedo I, tits. But those are natural, and they're both pointing in the right direction. You don't want, you know, that, uh, what's, what the fuck is that guy's name? With uh, You don't want, like, a, the Forrest Whitaker nipples. You know? <laughs> 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 just looking in the other direction. <laughs> He's got a lazy eye tit. Bill yeah. eyeball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, he looks terrible. Oh, we were talking about him recently. Got... Like he, he, I think we were saying he's got the eyes of like a 19-year-old Labrador. Like totally <laughs> milky white. Like can't like his cataracts yeah. are awful. But doesn't even want to see the world to see all the his grimaces. Eye, of his eyes look to... like when you go to a uh, a store to buy fish. 
And you're like, yeah, not that one. It's not. It can't. It does that film over the eye. Scaled over. Yeah. Um, He's been in the tank too long, boys. Let's. uh... I can't get any pictures of his eyes. He's wearing glasses now. Uh, I I would too. He should wear some dark, dark glasses. Yeah, no shit. Uh, He's getting what's coming to him. Uh, You know, late, late, like. Did he do something? Yeah, he raped 50 women. Did you just make no, that up? No, what he's talking about. Uh, oh, I can't count uh, as well. What are you still talking about, Forrest Whitaker? <laughs> no. Forrest Whitaker's cool. He's a great fucking actor. He won an Oscar. Fucking, when he's that African. Thank you, dictator. Taylor. I was still talking about Forrest Whitaker. I was, I was trying to show pictures of his, his eyes to the audience. And I, yeah, now imagine those are titties. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. You wouldn't want that. Yeah, but yes, to get back to Kyle's point, Bill Cosby did rape many a gal. Women. He's women. Mm. He's like, I don't, he's been declared like ruled guilty now right the bicentennial rapist yeah he just lost his case recently and i don't think they're finished sentencing yet he's claiming that he's blind his lawyer was falling asleep in the in the court proceedings the day before he was sentenced someone sent me he's like he's a fucking nodding off like Hmm. you know that guy's getting paid well too if he's cosby's lawyer he's got that pudding money he's Mm -hmm. still got it Mm -hmm. yeah cosby i i don't think he i don't think he's gonna see uh jail though or prison uh i think this is gonna be a thing. <laughs> they are gonna pour out the oh my god how many years does he have left he's blind he's crippled he, i think they'll slap something around his ankle and shove him in, into his house and tell him to drop dead <laughs> maybe, maybe he kills punishment, himself though, i feel like i feel like he deserves some sort of punishment because like when there were 10 women accusing him, I was I had some hope for Dr. Huxtable. I was like, he, they might, this might be a conspiracy yeah. to try to take another powerful black man down, just like they did to OJ, right? Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like they did to Michael Vick. Strong okay? points. <laughs> you know, two strong, wealthy, innocent black men in their prime just cut down by, by racism and lies. And I, I thought, they're coming for Cosby now. They're coming for yeah. Cosby now. That's what this is. Then 30, 40, and then 50 women came out, and it's not just like Janice Dickinson. It's just it's not just like dirty old Hollywood whores. It's just like it's like women who are like in their later years who are chunky and probably don't want to go in front of the camera and talk about being raped by Bill Cosby, and they're just yeah. all teary eyed, like he, he slipped me the lewds and my pudding pops. Did you see a mod? Did you see a mod Rashad's uh, wedding picture? From years yeah. ago, it's a modern shot. He ma- he wound up marrying the the one woman that plays uh, Mrs. Huxtable, um, years ago. And their groomsman is Bill Cosby and OJ. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. So Bill Cosby and OJ are standing right beside them as he's ready to get married. <laughs> if you can't pick two worse fucking people, <laughs> is Amara oh, shot the dead dude? Two. Is he the one that died? The ESPN dude. Who am I mixing uh, them up with? UNC grad? I don't think so. No. Wow, that's hilarious, that photo. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says he was a, or is a sportscaster. And yeah, but imagine that. You, every one of your wedding photos, that's either a murderer or a rapist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, seen the, uh, have you seen the OJ interview where he's like speaking in the third person about, well, you know, <laughs> and, and then they was... And today was blood everywhere and, and stuff. And they're like, but the other person saw the blood. Yeah, yeah, he saw it, not me. Yeah. 
There was so much blood <laughs> all over. It was just shocking how much blood. It's like, OJ, wake up. You're, you're, confess you're confessing to murder. <laughs> oh, man. OJ, but like, if he, like, he got so big for his britches with all that shit, writing a book. You know, if I did it, this yeah. is how I would have. That's a. T I doubt Cosby's releasing that. Well, I did do it, and here's my tales of the right. <laughs> like, no, he's. No, he wouldn't. That's that serious balls to murder someone and have a, so many, or allegedly murder someone and have so many people believe it and then write a book detailing your, your strat. He, 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 he knows, right? That we all know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he must, right? Is OJ like, out of jail now? Or is he... OJ? Yeah. Oh, the juice is loose, baby. He's oh, in yeah. Vegas he, right now. He, he's out in Vegas uh, tearing mm. it up, having fun at night. He's taking pictures with blondes, and, you know, he's back out. He's OJ. What kind I, of daddy issues must they have if they're hooking up with fucking OJ Simpson? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> That's a, oh, here's, here's what OJ really needs to worry about. The day OJ really needs to watch his back every second of the day a Fred Goldman cancer diagnosis. Oh, shit. Like, if Fred <laughs> Goldman ever hears that he's got a terminal disease, OJ better watch his ass. OJ's gonna that's be on when that... he's going to sneak up behind him and blow his head off. OJ's fucking lining that putt up on the fucking <laughs> golf course. And, hey, who's that? Is that, is that Fred Goldman? That looks like Fred <laughs> Goldman. That looks like Fred Goldman over there. What's he got that gun for? Oh, shit. <laughs> And just, yeah, I, and I'm so hobbling away on those bad knees. I'm <laughs> so surprised over the course of the years, Fred Goldman hasn't tried in some way to uh, have OJ eliminated. Yeah, Fuck, he may have had something to do with that whole setup job that sent OJ to fucking jail, that, right? Like that. And if that had happened to anyone else, we'd have, we'd have been like, you know, this is a fucking conspiracy to take down a a, a, a rich, that's, wealthy black man, right? It was Yo, a harsh man. sentence for uh, oh. take it, stealing your own shit back. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard the... Uh, they had audio running. Of course, it was a setup. It was a fucking conspiracy, con conspiratorial setup against O.J. Simpson, and nobody cared. The no. judge didn't care. His, his O.J.'s lawyer didn't care. O.J.'s like, you ain't gonna say nothing about that? Just let it go, man. Just let it slide. It's yeah. not going to be a big deal. What do you mean? It's out of you on me saying everybody sit fucking down. Nobody's going nowhere. If OJ came to you and was really wanting to get into you know, podcasting and online broadcast, <laughs> would you make a little corner of compound media for him? Or would the fact that you know he's, he's kind of a loose cannon he, say he no? cordially welcome yes. <laughs> compound media I, it's uh, the it, no one is denied put it this way we sat i had two meetings uh with anthony weiner about doing a show on compound media so and then you know he was put in prison for um soliciting a 15 year old for uh sex so uh, um, I'm glad this was before that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You well, can just be a call-in show. You know, you only get 30 minutes a day. That, it's perfect that, for the segment. Yeah. You know, when, when every other place says no, we say yes. Yeah. Dude, if OJ Simpson had a podcast, a radio show, any sort of, oh. if he, if he had some sort of like ESPN show, like after fucking football games, it was the OJ show. And he was going to have like some, some guy from the old days and they were going to like, Talk about the games of the past Sunday. I'd watch every fucking of minute course, of that. Because you're to. waiting on him to slip up and, and be like, oh, he took her out like 
like Nicole. You know, I cut Nicole's head clean the fuck off. Y'all know that, right? Oh, shit. I'm saying it out loud. We ain't rolling, right? Yeah, live. yeah. This ain't on. Live. <laughs> I would watch every second of O.J. Simpson doing any fucking thing. I'm, yeah. I'm fascinated by that guy. I'm absolutely fascinated by him. I mean, I don't OJ's... think I'd want to hang out with him. Is he living oh, a I good would, life? Like, how, how is he living the good life? I don't know. I wouldn't want to constantly be under. Like, everyone knows I'm a murderer. A lot, most people don't like him. We're sitting here making fun of him right now. Dude, see, that's not the experience that he has, though. Mm-hmm. He walks around, and everybody wants to meet him. Everybody wants their yeah. picture taken with him. They want to buy him a drink. They want to have a meal with him. They want to do stuff with OJ. Like, everywhere he yeah. goes, every, he's a celebrity. He's, he's walking around LA, uh, Vegas right now, having a good old fucking time. I think, I think so. Yeah, he's you know, he was supposed to like a condition of his um, his uh, probation was that he moved to Florida and he's just stayed in Vegas. <laughs> and and I don't know about uh, uh, I don't know how he's allowed to go to bars and drink and stuff. The guy is on parole. He was paroled. So how the hell does, does he get away with doing all this shit uh, on film? And nothing happens to him. What about uh, Cosby? Is Cosby living the life? That I mean, no, no. See, no, no. Look, I think I would take Cosby's life over wow. OJ's life. Well, wow. Hear me out. Hear me what? out. Cosby lived the life of his dreams. Lots of lewds, lots of rape. Good old time. All the way until the last like two, three years, and then the last two, three years are lousy and stressful. <laughs> OJ, on the other hand. I mean, he was like what forty when, like, yeah. when he, when his trouble started coming up, and he's had the last thirty years, twenty years. Nah, um, he did like nine. Dude. Yeah, but think oh, about his but that controversy bothered him. It made him. It elevated his. Now he wouldn't get any more car car rental commercials. All right, he wasn't Nordberg anymore. Anymore, Leslie Nielsen would not return his phone calls. Mm-hmm. But he was still slaying pussy. He was still on the golf course every week, and he was still think, having a I, great. I think life. that. The whole murder thing put a real crimp in his style, and he would have lived slaying a nicer pussy. life. Uh, slaying pussy? Cosby was slaying pussy. Slaying it. I mean, there were some pills involved, and the pussy didn't know, but he was having a dandy of a time. If anyone's a bigger pussy slayer, it's O.J. fucking Simpson. He <laughs> cut her head off. He That's cut it true. off. But I don't, Woody, I don't think you're thinking about the legacy of all this. Like, oh, legacy you know, doesn't 50, affect dead people. It affects oh, living it, people. It does, it does for famous people who kind of want their memory to live on. Oh. Like 50 years from now, people will remember Cosby as the rapist. Mm-hmm. Like, like everybody And what will they rape. remember it's OJ It's kind of as. a societal thing. They'll remember OJ as like an eccentric maybe murderer. You know, like that's what they're gonna think no because they're gonna way. look back on his. They're gonna look back at his Instagram and see after his <laughs> his murders, uh, alleged murders, when he's standing there like at bars doing pickle shots with people. Dude, there Whereas are they're gonna see pictures of Cosby in yeah. his jumpsuit with his guilty as sin looking, you know, hollow doll I, eyes. The, I, here, my argument is. OJ had to live with his legacy. He spent half of his life. With people calling him a murderer, joking about what a murderer he is, Not accusing him face. of being a murderer. Oh, Not to his face. <laughs> well, he's a murderer. you got to be careful. But, but mostly, it's out there, right? Whereas Bill Cosby spent his whole life as America's hero, right? People think Bill Cosby was Cliff Huxtable. I thought he was one of them. He didn't curse in his stand-up routine. Cosby lived his whole life. With only two or three years at the end of knowing his legacy. All right, so let me let me say, it seems like you're saying 
would you rather have one life or the other, like their entire life? Yeah. Like having lived the life of Cosby or um, OJ, right. or would you rather have their life right now? Closer like, to like this. You have to step into who their en- body right now. Who enjoyed their life more is the question I'm really asking, right? And who I- is enjoying their life more right now? Well, no, I would see- say the OJ. But yeah, on, yeah. On, uh, all right, I'm with you on there, right? Right now, Cosby's a little stressed, a little blind, a little old, <laughs> stuff like that. But oh. if you take the entirety of their life experiences, right. I think Cosby's got it I all think you're over. Right there, yeah. Cosby has had a much longer uh, period a good of time run. Loved him and. He was drugging chicks and having sex with them. Yeah. Uh, That's a blast. I assume. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would probably uh I would probably pick OJ because I feel like I feel like the life experience of being like a star athlete must have been incredible for him. And like, you know, he was in the movies. He was he, he was That is true. But... He was making tons of money. And he was rich, famous, and and there's it must have felt great to like get away. Get away with murder. Get away with that whole thing, right? I remember, that's another thing that, like, I was a kid, but I remember, like, going to my grandma's house and sitting there watching the fucking O.J. Simpson trial and and just watching Marsha Clark run around with her perm and and, and just thought, if the glove don't fit, you must have quit. The whole fucking thing. Judge Ito up there just buying all this shit. Like, it was yesterday, man. It it was incredible. It it really was the trial. They say the trial of the century, or they say the blank of the century all the time and it's horseshit. That really was the trial of the century. Huge. That was that was crazy. That was huge. And then when they went like, we the jury find the defendant Arnthal James Simpson not guilty. And, and you just saw Robert Kardashian actually went <laughs> not guilty. This motherfucker killed two people. Like Robert <laughs> Kardashian knew that he was guilty and he's like, did I just hear not guilty? He's Dude. a murderer, you dumb fucks. <laughs> that was amazing. I worked at a call center at the time, right? So picture a cube farm with those like rib cage high cubes as far as the eye can see. Everyone stops taking calls. The phones are ringing. They all uh, gather yeah. towards this one. This is the 90s. One boom box playing FM radio where we listened to the to the like uh, the verdict get read. And we were all shocked. Everyone was shocked that he got off. And it was like, that's it? Yeah. They, there was a... The court TV, like news channels were spawned by just playing. That, yeah, they came from that trial. Uh, court TV, mm-hmm. uh, no one watched court TV. And then all <laughs> of a sudden you didn't not watch court TV and it turned into something else. And, and now, you know, people are a little more uh, legal savvy, I guess. I don't know. Some people, unless you're in a car and you get pulled over and think you're a, a a car window lawyer. <laughs> I'm a sovereign Am American. I being detained? Those are the worst people. Uh, Am I being detained? Are you detaining me? Why have you pulled me over? And then he says why, and why have you pulled me over? I'm a sovereign citizen under maritime uh, law. Yeah. Under maritime law. Under sea <laughs> law. This is my <laughs> ship. This vessel. <laughs> it's a Toyota Corolla, sir. <laughs> I am a sovereign citizen of That's a real thing. People say Yeah, that's it. a real thing. There, there are like maniacs if you go on YouTube and look up the sovereign citizen thing. Oh, I've seen like, them. Yeah. They really think you can do whatever you want. And like when they do get pulled over and start getting arrested and you just get like the side footage, the audio footage when their iPhone yeah. falls to the ground, <laughs> you know, they're, they're actually shocked. You no, can't sir, remove me from my, my vessel. <laughs> I have freedom to travel and 
you cannot uh, take that away from me. And uh, uh, they wind up breaking the window, <laughs> dragging them out. And the best thing to do when a cop is trying to cuff you is uh, fight and yell, don't touch me, don't touch <laughs> <laughs> me. A lot of times they'll just anyone. go, all right. <laughs> that yeah, don't touch me thing is especially infuriating. Like, 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 like people will do terrible things, maybe hit each other, hit the cop or whatever. But the minute the cop tries to like force cuffs on them, it's like they're the victim. You know, get it's your hands women. off of me. Don't yeah. you touch me. It's always like, women. It's it always is. women who are like, don't oh, touch me. Don't you put you. your hand. They get all indignant. Don't you put your hands on me. Yeah. Now, oh, this I'm sorry. Bubble. Did you want to get out that baton? the other handcuffs? So we have a lovely pair here. Like, no, you're going to jail at that point. <laughs> no one has ever gotten out of an arrest. Like, if Never. if they if they tell you to put your hands behind your back, you, you just put your hands behind if your you back. If you act indignant gone. enough, maybe the cop will second guess himself and Never stop. Never happens. No? Never happens. <laughs> No cop has ha ever had his mind changed. You, no yeah. cop's ever been like, oh, I'm here to arrest you. Well, let me tell you this first mm, off. Don't you touch me. <laughs> You'll have to do it without touching me. a pound of oregano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not the stolen property you're looking for. <laughs> it doesn't work. No, never. Those are some funny YouTube compilations, though, of people going from confident as fuck to just that boulder of reality rolling downhill and eventually hitting them when they're like, oh, no, you can't just berate Officer Friendly until he oh, lets you yeah, leave. Because yeah. you can tell the more they do it, like what would have been just a standard, you know, uh, stop a becomes stop. more. Yeah, what was I doing? What was I? Uh, you were speeding. I'm going to flip the fuck out and then get arrested <laughs> because I'm going to, like, throw my wallet at you or something, you know, because. Yeah. On the other hand. I, and I don't know what happens when it goes to court and everything, but sometimes I see people who are going to get charged with assaulting an officer when they didn't really assault an officer, right? Like, like I, I don't know, a, a shoulder brushes or, or they you know, accidentally step on a foot and all of a sudden they add assault to the charge. And, and that can be bullshit. Probably... I've seen ones, though, where, like, like I, I, I feel like if, a reasonable cop. You know, there are unreasonable cops out there that, like, maybe if you get out and you step on their foot accidentally, they'll charge you with that. But I feel like most of them would get it. I have seen the ones, though, where, like, you know, everything's going pretty smooth. And then, you know, usually a woman or some will, like, give them just, like, a, a five-star, like, a slap on the back, oh, like, yeah, as they're turned that, away. And it's not cool. enough to hurt them at all. But it's, like, that that is assault. You can't just go slapping police officers. Now you've turned this busted taillight, you know, and speeding into, you know, a trip to county. Now you're going to jail. It's so ridiculous. I completely enjoy the compliance that only a taser can deliver. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like when there's people that just are not going, screw you, bad-mouthing the cops, fuck off, I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> oh, it's so great. They're like, you know, hey, hey. I want us all to be on the same page right now. You, know? <laughs> you shout right, instructions and I... They're behind my back. They're behind my back. Please, please. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, on the other hand, like the, the, the bad cops can just not notice compliance sometimes, you know, stop resisting, stop resisting hands behind your back. I am. Um, I, I trained paramotors with a guy who was a cop. They are trained to say stop resisting as they beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was surprised by that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are definitely times where you see it like it was recent in Vegas where that one cop was like, crawl towards me. No, lay down. No, hands oh, behind your back. God, no, God. stand up. 
do the hokey pokey. Simon and, uh, says. Yeah. And then that guy, like that and guy's clearly like all up. fucking Ow. panic. <laughs> like, I think it was guy down. pretty clear that guy was trying to comply. He was just, I think, drunk and confused and had no idea what was happening. But uh, yeah, that one didn't work out well. Uh, <laughs> I never want it to get to the point where I, he has to even say stop resisting. Like there, that, that that's it. If, if if you're being placed under arrest, there's nothing you're gonna do that's gonna stop it from happening. So put the fucking hands behind your back, and don't turn around to try to. Like I love when they do that. But I uh, to turn around. Now you're getting that. Like like and, what are you, Jason Bourne? You're gonna like break the cuffs, assault these two cops, storm oh, yeah. away in their cruiser, and make your way to Belgium? No. No, you're going to the county jail. You'll be out in two days. Just chill the fuck out, you <laughs> maniac. <laughs> like, That's yeah, it. Don't, don't risk getting shot. I know, uh, I know Chiz, Chiz watches live PD all the time, and I, I know, Anthony, it. you're a huge fan of that. I love it. It's uh, It really makes you feel better about your life when you watch things like live PD, where it's like, well... I may not have all my ducks in a row, but I'm certainly not a mass offending crack addict who assaults I'm not cops this with guy. Uh, cinder blocks. My favorite uh, game to play in that one is try to guess uh, who's committing the crime or who they're going to see when they pull up to the call based on what the call is. If it's a domestic, it's always white people with the wife beater and the drunk with the Molly Hatchet. T-shirt yeah. on and the beer yelling at each yeah. other. Uh, a knife, an, anything with a knife is usually Hispanic people, <laughs> and uh, you gotta give uh, African Americans the gun. You gotta yeah. give them the gunfire. Or uh, don't. Problem. Yeah, Mexicans are very stab friendly, and, and it, it, the the excuses that come out of the white guy are always terrible because he can tell <laughs> he's never dealt with the cops before. He's like, "Well, she broke <laughs> my Leonard Skinner CD." <laughs> <laughs> Not an excuse, sir. We we want the black guy. Like everybody's quiet when you when they get there. Oh, uh, I don't know nothing. I don't yes. know nothing. <laughs> yeah, He's been through this shit before. I don't know. Not my car. It's not and my the, pants. The yeah, Mexican guy. <laughs> you're wearing. <laughs> the Mexican guy. No habla. No habla. No habla. They don't own anything. They don't fess up to anything. We found a. Uh, we found this brick of cocaine under the front seat. I don't know. Ain't my front seat. <laughs> You know, there's very few Asians on those shows. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's a good, very good observation. That's so racist. I think Jewish people are underrepresented as well. That's probably that's, true, too, yeah. They're never like, there's a domestic at Fifth and Broadway, head over there, and there's some like, why you no listen, yeah? You, you get out, you get back in the house. Like, it, it's never that. Never, <laughs> never a Vietnamese guy with a pan in his hand or some shit. Always. You know that's intentional, right? Over over at Cops. I, I love Cops. Longest running run drama, I think, it's out there, maybe. Oh, yeah. They intentionally, they, they were like, guys, black people are way overrepresented on this show. You're going to have to put in a clip every episode of some white people doing some stupid shit, or we're going to be we're gonna be looked at as racist. So they're just like, ah, fuck, I, maybe we could frame one? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> They're not as fun. Um, I, it's just what it is. Like, I know if I see a white guy getting arrested, uh, it's probably just going to be a, a, your normal run-of-the-mill arrest. Uh, a black dude might run at any moment. That's always fun. 
They're wily too. You'll think everything's cool. Wily. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're sneaky. Must be wary like, of them. <laughs> be wary of the black, because at any moment he can turn and produce oh, a weapon. <laughs> this happened in my hometown, right? Like, like the footage is on mm -hmm. YouTube mm -hmm. right now. If you want to, if you search uh, like Livonia police shooting, L A V O N I A, tiny town, Georgia, you'll find this shooting right there at the Zaxby's Chicken Restaurant, which I love, delicious fried chicken. And they uh, they pull this 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 black guy is in the parking spot. That two two cops, I know, I knew both the cops talking to him. They're uh, they're like, uh, keep your hands out of your pockets, though, sir. Keep 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 your hands out of your pockets. He's like, oh, what? I am. I got nothing in my. Pocket. He pulls his hands out of his pockets. And he's like, what? I ain't got nothing on my hands. As if there'd be paint on his like like gun residue would be on them, staining them yeah. red or something like that. And then sure enough, like a few seconds later, he's just like, they're like, oh, would you just step over here? And he just pulls a gun out of his fucking pocket and starts shooting them up right there. And uh, I, I, they ended up catching him. And uh, I. I know the cops there, so like I was texting with one of the cops, and I, I was like, "What happened?" He's like, "Well, he caught quite the beating later oh, on." Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet. It's uh, I, I don't understand. Like they, people will run from the cops, and then it's like, "Why? Why'd you run? Why'd you run from the police?" And, and the guy would be like, "Well, my my tire pressure was a couple of pounds low. <laughs> I was scared that you know you guys were gonna." It's like it's the dumbest thing. Oh, I, I had a, a ticket already, a speeding ticket, and I let it lapse, and you were pulling me over. Yeah, now you're going to jail for evading the police. Yeah, if, if you have a speeding ticket that lapsed, they're probably going to go, are you aware you have another ticket out? And right. then you're, you're going to go, oh, ticket. I didn't realize that. And they're going to go, well, there's another fine added. You're going to have to pay that right away. And the then you're not going to go to prison. The yeah. opposite of that, of course, and Chiz and I like, have been up, like, L.A. is riddled with these scenarios right the late night high-speed chases like sometimes there'll be a rash of them three or four in a weekend and there'll be the guy the who's like the, yeah oh yeah the guy the, there'll be the guy who's like bank robber or like this is his third strike or something and he knows like when they catch him it's game over he's going away for like 20 to 40 years or something like that so he's gonna have some fun he's, <laughs> he's doing he's doing donuts in the middle of the highway like we literally see him Lighten a joint up, like like the cop. His his car has like exploded, right? It's not working anymore. He's stopped. The cops are surrounding him, guns drawn. He's in the he's in the fucking car, lighting a joint up and getting sufficiently stoned before he like gets out with his hands up. Last I've seen it multiple times. Yeah, what's one more charge? Yeah, at that point, <laughs> <laughs> it's L.A. He's fine. That's uh, the only thing he's done that isn't illegal. My favorite ones are when. Uh, the guy will get out and play the innocent routine, but he has like a like a Latin king's tattoo <laughs> like right on his whole neck, and it's like I know you don't work, you know, at the local Seven yeah. Eleven or at a you know social services. Like you're clearly you know a bit of a ruffian. So. Yeah. Uh. So what do you do? Um, MS Thirteen is tattooed yes. on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Like I work with the just kids more yeah, volunteer yeah, work. <laughs> I don't understand that. You realize how um, how intuitive they are and how how instinct. Like they know when they pull someone over, they go right up to the door and it's like that. There's something going on here. They just know something's going on, and usually, you know, they're either something stupid like smoking weed. Or they got a gun in the car or something. Like they, cops are pretty. Uh, they, they they have that sixth sense thing that goes on when they pull cars over. 
Yeah, that or they just treat everybody like that, right? And you only seen the video of the ones when like somebody had the gun or the, like, like. I always feel bad for like some people. You'll see them try to keep up the front of like, oh yeah, we're not doing anything. Can we search the car? Yeah, search oh. it. Go ahead. And they're like, we we found this giant bag of methamphetamine. Ah, fuck. <laughs> like, like, what do you think they're the worst hide and seek players of all time? <laughs> like, it's a big bag of meth under your seat. It's not like in a hidden compartment, like something from fucking The Wire, right? Yeah. It's just right there under the seat. And then there's the argument between the three people in the car about. Whose meth is it? <laughs> you didn't tell yeah. them it was my meth. I absolutely did tell them it was your meth. And you're all going. <laughs> yeah, there's it that. It says other property of say. Pablo on the bag. <laughs> <laughs> when they when they ask him, uh, you know, can I search the vehicle? And they go, no. And he goes, well, then we're going to get canine down here. Uh, and what does that mean? Well, my dog will sniff around, and I will determine based on what my dog does. <laughs> I love that. The dog has taken a shit. That's a signal to us. <laughs> that it smells I, something. I would ask, have you ever not searched the vehicle your dog is <laughs> Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, look at him. You see that there? That means, yeah, that yeah. means it's drugs. He's breathing through his nose. Busted. I would say really fuck with him. Like, I'm going to get out the uh, drug detection device. He comes out with a hair dryer. It's like, me, 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 me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sir. Find it. I'm detecting like, drugs in your car. If you if you come forth with him right now, things will go. But ah, oh, shit, he got me. Like that scene in The Wire. You ever see The Wire where they've oh, got the guy and they hook him up to like a copy machine <laughs> and tell him it's a lie detector and they like print out lie or something. I like the way Anthony explained it. Like, I will determine based on what my dog says. Yeah, yeah. I should it's search like your my car. Dog, me. <laughs> And the fucked up thing is, like, the cop and the dog are the only ones that understand each other. So I'm supposed to sit there and take the cop's word for it that the fucking dog is telling him something? Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, well, a, a July in Vegas, you know, with a dog that's worked all day. Oh, he sat down next to your car. It couldn't be that he's throwing pounds of equipment and he's a fucking dog. It's no, he sat man. down. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the way they really do it. I was watching something like yeah, a couple yeah. days ago. Like oh, the yeah. dog just sits down next yeah. to the car. I've worked like, with those dogs, dogs sit before. Down all the time. I've seen many a dog sit down. Uh, no, but these honestly, like these <laughs> dogs dog are good at what they like, like, I've been to the the place where they train those dogs, and they would like put like fake marijuana on me, fake marijuana, and they had like eight holes in the wall, and one of the holes has the drugs in it, right? And the dog comes in, he sniffs each hole, and then he sits down in front of the right hole, and they, they reward the dog with like a tennis ball popping out of the hole or whatever. Like, right. it's pretty legit, but they can right, make whatever the fuck they want. But it's the first thing you teach your fucking dog to do. Yes. Sit, boy, sit. Every yeah. dog does it. Sometimes there's yeah. no dog involved. Sometimes the cop just says, I smelled marijuana. Yeah. How, do you, how do I prove in court that he didn't? Nuh-uh. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's using the nuh-uh defense. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> We've talked about it before. Are you familiar with the shaggy defense? I think that's what it's called. Oh, the shaggy defense. Yeah. No. It, it's that song. Like, oh, I don't know the lyrics, but it's like, my wife, 
caught me Did cheating on her in the bathroom. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. Yeah, wasn't me. It wasn't me. Wasn't you know? me. But she got me on camera. It wasn't me. It just keeps wasn't doing me. that. That's oh, you're right. A shaggy defense is a legal strategy in which the defendant flatly denies guilt despite overwhelming evidence against them, particularly <laughs> yeah. a recording of them committing the act just by denying that they were the one witness to recording the committed act. And it's got I a picture of Shaggy actually, there. And it, <laughs> it, if you really dig deep, I think it's actually the Eddie Murphy defense. Because that was an old bit of his where it just deny everything. And if your girl says, you know, I saw I saw you walking out of the hotel with another girl. You looked right at me. I saw you. And he goes, wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Eddie Murphy actually did it before Shaggy, but... No, we saw you with a transvestite parked in your car at 4.30 in the morning, Mr. Murphy. With your penis what? in her mouth. What me? What me? What me? I'm the donkey from Shrek. I wouldn't be doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Spurless charges. Spurless. Oh, that's an interesting legal defense. I, I doubt it. Uh, not a lot of sections on here on successful, you know, uses <laughs> of, of this strategy. shaggy defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shaggy defense uh, and forensics. Yeah, kind of difficult to beat uh, forensics. Unless you're uh, Johnny Cochran. Maybe Johnny Cochran. But, yeah. you know, even Let me that. do this quick ad read here. Uh, we'd like to thank our, our we'd like to thank Stitch Fix for sponsoring tonight's episode of PKA Style. Some of us have us, some of us don't. But just because a sense of style seems elusive to some doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. There's no time like the present to discover that style you never knew you had, and you can with a little help from our friends over at Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy clothes. Just answer some basic questions about your sizes, favorite styles, and budget right, on, right from your laptop, smartphone, or tablet, and your personal stylist then springs into action, hand-selecting five brand-new clothing items just for you. I know, I know, personal stylist sounds like something only the rich and famous can afford, but you can too. Stitch, fix, stitch, blah, stitch Fix's styling style uh, is only styling fee. I'm a little drunk. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is waived if you keep all five items. And since your personal stylist only uses your uh, preferences to, uh, to pick your clothes, you're still in complete control. Uh, once your items arrive, try them on, and you only pay for what you keep. Don't like something? Need another size? Just send the items back. No questions asked. And shipping is always free both ways. Get your fix whenever you want or sign up to receive scheduled shipments. The choice is yours. I love Stitch Fix, and I know you will too. Hurry to stitchfix.com PKA to get started right now. Keep all five items in your box, and you get 25% off the entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash PKA, stitchfix.com slash PKA. Link in the description. Very cool. Check them out. Get your style together. Between that and Casper, you'll get laid. Chris Pratt is under heat right now for earning $2 million more than Bryce Dallas Howard, his co-star in Jurassic World. I don't know who the fuck Bryce Dallas Howard is. It's a hot redhead. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, her picture's in front of me. I'm going to actually show it to the people so they know. It's his co-star in Jurassic World. I, how, who is upset about this? Who the fuck doesn't understand that he's the draw to that movie? It's very frustrating for me. Now, if you told me that that spy dude got paid more than Wonder Woman in Wonder Woman... I would be on your team. I get it. You know, why is he <laughs> earning so much more than her? She's the star here. That What's her name? Godot or something? Who plays Gal Godot. More? Gal Godot, thanks. But Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard? I have to look up her name to be sure. That's ridiculous. People are upset at him. I don't think they understand that the name 
that brings the people into the theaters to see these movies should and does make more money than the other people. It's not a sexist thing. It's not a, it, it has nothing else to do with anything but putting asses in the movie theater seats and the name that does that makes more money. There you go. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. I, I, nah. And Chris Pratt's name. Yeah, he's going to draw more people than Bryce. Who? What? <laughs> exactly. Everybody everybody knows this by now, though. Like, I, I, pretty, I believe that 90% of the people who are getting outraged about this, like, they know the reason. They just want to be outraged. They just want to feel righteous and indignant. And it's like, you know exactly the reason for it. Uh, the same reason that, like, both of these shirts cover me the same way, but I pay more for this one because it says Armani. It's like, no shit. We all understand name brands and the value that things, uh, you know, bring to a production. Like, you're just pretending because you like the brownie points. Chris yeah. Pratt. Outrage. Outrage is the drug of the 20 teens. <laughs> Chris Pratt earned much less than Jennifer Lawrence in the movie Passengers. Yeah. Oh. I guess. Well, there you go then. Right? Yeah. So it's all bullshit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I will say that in general, women earn less. But when I think of the big Hollywood stars that get me into the theater, they're mostly guys. Mostly dudes. Yeah. And it's also because of the movies you're going to watch. Like, you're probably not going to go watch some, you know, no-name chick flick, yeah. rom-com that has a well-known woman and some just like cute guy that they know they can if coax she some wasn't women if with. she wasn't comfortable with the pay scale then why she take the fucking job there you go hmm. right like 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 go act in some other movie go go do go, go do something else where they'll pay you what you think you're worth she's because... saying that she's not even complaining uh, SJWs yeah. are complaining on her behalf. That yeah, is like my least favorite attribute of social justice warriors, right? Like, like I'm offended on behalf of what you did to this Indian oh, or black person or whatever, you know? Like, it, it, it's like I'm upset for them. Yeah. To be offended on behalf of someone. That yeah. is brilliant. That <laughs> is what is happening in this day and age. People actually have to have to sublet other people's out. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. there's not enough to go around. Wow. <laughs> pretty good in the U.S. for the most part, you know? Like, you got to be mad about something. And I guess how much money you get paid to be in a dinosaur movie comes into question. <laughs> yeah. Did you, uh, did you see Rob Schneider's take on this? Look at this tweet he made later. Oh, I haven't thought about that dude in a while. He said, I, Rob Schneider, will no longer take uh, projects that do not pay women equally even if that means lowering the woman's salary substantially. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's pretty good. Good for him. But it's, you know, the, the, it, it's the, the thing now is for other people to get outraged over stuff and make it seem like it's, um, it's the popular point of view, uh, the squeaky wheel, you know? I don't think many people really care if Chris Pratt is making the most money during one of his movies, making one of his movies, because he's Chris fucking Pratt. Mm -hmm. He's earned that name and the ability to draw people into the theater, and the other people haven't. So he gets paid accordingly. Where's the, where's the problem? There well, isn't. I would like to be paid as much as Chris Pratt. So it's not fair. Mm -hmm. It's a lot well, of sour grapes. What's the he does? Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. She said that's uh that that chick is Ron Howard's daughter. Oh. Ah. 
That's cool. Oh, right. She's pretty hot yeah. for being Ron Howard's Ron daughter. Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah. That apple you ever fell see? off the tree hey. and rolled far downhill. <laughs> you want to talk about the apple that rolled into the shit pond? You ever see fucking uh, Ron Howard's brother? You know who that guy is? No. Oh, yeah. That's the guy from Spaceballs. Uh, who, who's got that big helmet on and he's just hideous and everything. No, 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 no. That's, um, no. Clint Howard is Ron Howard's brother. Uh, yeah, Clint Howard. And Ron puts him in everything. He put him in, uh, Apollo 13. He always gives him like this little role, uh, in, in all of his movies. And he was a child actor too. He was in something called Gentle Ben when Ron Howard was in like, uh, Andy Griffith's show. And he was he was cute for like three seconds when he was eight <laughs> or something. Yeah. And then he just turned into a, a living monster. <laughs> oh. oh man, this is not a good, <laughs> a good Google result. Oh. Yeah. It, that, that's so when it, Ron Howard is counting his blessings that he didn't turn into this guy. Yeah, did Ron Howard's just like Jesus. All all that happened is I lost my hair. I'm honestly not. Did Clint Howard play the Ferengi in Star Trek? Absolutely not. They could have saved a lot of ma- money on makeup <laughs> <laughs> had he done that. Jesus. Oh, uh, he played the uh, serial killer in uh, Seinfeld. Yeah, he did. In L.A. Oh, oh yeah, he did. I don't remember that. He's yeah, got that book yeah, yeah. about him. Plays remember a, the, a good serial killer. Remember the episode with the lopper in, back in New yeah, York? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's carrying the battery. <laughs> the lopper? <laughs> That and uh, I love the episode where Kramer ends up like uh, looking like a pimp. He's got the hat and the, oh, yes. the robe. He's got the, the cane. Color dream coat. Yeah. <laughs> Going down the the sidewalk with the cane. <laughs> he, apparently, Kramer was a lot funnier than Michael Richards. Yes. <laughs> yes, he was a lot more accepting of uh, of uh, right. people from different. A lot different... more tolerant. Yes, a lot more tolerant. <laughs> yeah. Poor Michael Richards, man. Oh. That happened. Like if you're, I would love to like, I would love to hear Seinfeld talk on that like, honestly, because I know what he'd say. He'd be like, the DVD was about to come out. Yeah. The DVDs were about to come out. Hey man, what's the matter with you? <laughs> the end bomb. When I got a whole DVD coming out. <laughs> oh man, that does suck for him. I didn't realize it was right when the DVDs were coming yeah. out. Yeah. It just, and more. just disappeared from the face of the earth after that. Michael Richards, you are a person no more. Poor Michael Richards. <laughs> Poor I, I, Michael Richards. Oh, he's sitting on so much Seinfeld money. You yeah, hope so, right? Like, I know he... Oh, I, I they, know so. I, that I, only I, gets you so far. You go around with money. Hey, how you doing, home? Uh, you want to hang out? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know Jason Alexander must be doing well, because, like, every time I see him, he's fucking playing poker, right? Like, he's playing some <laughs> $10,000, like, entry uh, poker poker game or something like that, doing some sort yeah. of celebrity event or something like that like he's just having fun yeah he's one of those celebrities that love uh love poker I mean, would that that would be great if he blows every bit of his seinfeld money playing poker yeah ray romano too and uh and the guy that played <laughs> romano's uh brother back on um uh that fucking sick everybody loves raymond that guy with like the oddly like deep, deep voice brad uh, garrett voice. brad garrett yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Brad Garrett's got a hot, uh, I don't know if he's married now, but he had a super hot girlfriend. I saw them do an interview before. I was like, wow, Jesus, that's it. Everybody loves Raymond money. He's got a comedy club in uh, at the MGM in Vegas that does really well. So 
Huh. Oh yeah, I think I've seen yeah. him on billboards out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Brad Garrett's uh, comedy club. I, yeah. A lot of guys that play it. Yeah, he's doing fine. A lot of those guys doing just fine. <laughs> that syndication money. That would be the best way to be famous is just be a guy who does a really well-known show like Seinfeld. Your legacy will just be that show. That everybody it. loves it, you know, and then you just fade away. Right. And you're just that guy with money who has to occasionally do like, George is getting upset, like for people in public <laughs> and that kind of shit. Like, and everyone that, that sees just... you loves you like they do the characters. So exactly. You're yeah, unless you're like Michael Richards and you goal. can't, you know, keep your racism behind closed doors you know, and just be the most lovable character on the show. Like, do you know how bad you have to fuck up to just to, like, to, to, make to not Kramer be loved as Kramer hated. anymore? <laughs> like, to overshadow how loved Kramer was, you really have to fuck yeah. up. That, yeah, that's, that that's character would come into the room and the fun. studio audience would just, whoa, yeah, Kramer's yeah. here, fuck yeah. Yeah, he was the guy that came in a room and the place would go great. Like when the Fonz walked in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that guy. And now he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, Michael Richards. Can... <laughs> you really got to fuck up. Did you see him talk with Seinfeld about it and how he had like regrets about on the show, how he was too high strung and focused too much? How no? Seinfeld was or, or Richards? Really? Richards was, yeah. Apparently his process involved a lot of like, kind of a short fuse took it super seriously studied and studied and studied knew all his lines didn't have a high tolerance for other people laughing or breaking character oh right yeah yeah because there were a lot of some of the outtakes to seinfeld are (laughs) just as funny as the show it's hilarious to watch what they were laughing at and uh he would get pissed off and be like come on everyone yeah. What are, what are you doing here? Shakespeare? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. That, so Seinfeld was, had a different take. He's like, you know what? That's just your process. You did a great job, and that's the way that you got that product out. So he's like, don't, don't second guess how you did it. You did great. Oh, but, was that in Comedians uh, in Cars Drinking Coffee? It, it might be that. It's, it was in one of those, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I just thought it was really cool to hear. I didn't. It's not who I would have guessed Kramer was. Yeah, Comedians in Cars Yelling N-Bombs. Yeah. <laughs> that was that episode. Yeah. They they should be comedians in cars drinking bourbon. We'll see. We'll see how well yeah. that goes out. That'd be a much more entertaining show. That I want to see some collisions and some end bombs. That that's what I want to see out of you, Michael Richards. I want you to fucking lose it again. I mean, I nobody's heard actually, I would love that. <laughs> that would be pretty no, great. Heard of them yeah. Since that outburst, have they? Dude, like, he should he should do like like book a gig way in advance. Do a whole tour of how he's going to get up there and and redeem himself and shit. And then go in there, and the first thing he does is just start yelling and boxing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that'd be awesome. I, I feel he like he's done his time now, right? Has, hasn't he served his penance? Aren't people over his frustration? How long has it been? OJ because Mel, Mel Gibson got 10 years, right, of, of blacklisting mm-hmm. from, the, uh, from the cabal. We know who I'm talking about, right? Those people. Yeah. They kept Those old me- people. Those yes. people, they control it all. The Southern. 2006. Entertainment. So, uh, 12 years ago was, was when Michael Richards did that. Time's up. Ready to Time's go. Up. Yeah, Time's hit up. the club. Mel's making fine. movies. Mel's making movies again. But like, to be right? fair, Mel, the Mel Gibson tapes are independently hilarious. So you can go back and listen to those and laugh. And every man in America, when he's like, you were supposed to blow me before the jacuzzi. <laughs> like, every guy's like, oh, there's nothing as frustrating as a blowjob gone, a promised, gone undone. Mm. And like, so you get it. But like Richards, it was like, just uncomfortable. 
Like it wasn't he wasn't making jokes. It wasn't it wasn't funny the way Mel He had lost it. I've never had that temptation. Like there are people who are like I got so mad, I started calling everyone the N bomb. I was frustrated. I was angry. Like it, I, some YouTube streamers do it sometimes, and, and it, or Twitch streamers, they just blow up in the wrong way. What do you got, Kyle? What about when those African American gentlemen pressed the wrong buttons on the elevator and made you take the long ride with them? You weren't thinking a few N bombs. <laughs> That's not when what happened. Were, when they- what what they actually? So I had swim practice and I was really exhausted. Right, and and. A, a level of exhaustion after a workout that most people have, have yeah, <laughs> honest, that most people have never experienced. Anyway, I took the elevator to get to my floor, and they wouldn't let me off at my floor. They blocked the door and just they told me I wasn't allowed off because they what? Yeah, they didn't want to like wait the time it would take, I guess, to walk through doors. So they blocked me and just started like hammering the closed door button so that that process would go faster. That's what happened. It was a uh, kind of bullying based on race. It, that is it, certainly. Well, you weren't. You weren't. You weren't like thinking a few n bombs. I might have been. Actually, <laughs> I, I've talked about this before. <laughs> I, I, uh, if there was, and think, you know, yeah. you might think them every so often if something goes awry. I, I, and I don't know if it was literally n bombs, but but and I've talked about this on the show. Like in high school, Coon. no racism in this in the slightest, right? In college. There were enough misbehaved black people that, like, the pattern recognition starts kicking in, and I was, you know, I would have frustrations. You know, I told you before, I've, I've told the story before, at the arcade, they would, like, dominate the jukebox. We used to go to the arcade, I'd play Street Fighter and play pool or whatever, and I liked it there. And if you so much as, like, put on a song that, that they didn't like, then oh. they'd be like, who the fuck put this on? It's like, I thought we all liked ACDC, right? Like, it's cool, right? But no, <laughs> apparently not. Uh, you know, it had to be, I, I want to say Tupac. That sounds racist, but that's like what it would be, you know, what they were yeah. listening to at the time. And uh, yeah, so I, it was just like race-based bullying that I felt frequently. And mm. uh, if there was... Was the a, elevator the worst of those incidents? It was the most direct. It was the most like, you know, standing chest to chest, blocking my way kind of thing. There were a million like, I don't know, taking more than their allocated amount of space on the sidewalk as you go by kind of thing. <laughs> you know, like, like what? I have to go to the fucking grass? Like, it, I'm a person. And, uh, uh, but... Yeah, I don't know. That, that's like that's the whole story. Nothing really ever Nothing super happened, anything. but I just felt it, every so often outnumbered and bullied because I'm white. Mm-hmm. And you look like a slave owner. You look like your ancestors, definitely. <laughs> <sighs> they don't know about my slaves, right? They, like they, either, they, they, e- that's not, not something owner, they were privy like, to. Since you, your roots go back to New Jersey, maybe like importer, exporter. You were the art <laughs> vandalay. Uh, <laughs> uh, my grandparents were immigrants. So we weren't really here during that. Middle uh, hey, it wasn't just an American affair. Maybe you were the, the person over in, uh, in England or Portugal, uh, you know, that's shipping them over here. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That, that, that well, we of... have you to thank for our wonderfully diverse country. I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah. Welcome. Our greatest welcome. strength. Our greatest strength. Uh, <laughs> That's not very believable coming from you, Anthony. <laughs> I, I, I tweet that constantly. I'll just link some horrible story uh, of something that happened, a murder, or rape, or whatever, and I'll, I'll just put our greatest strength. <laughs> Sometimes I'll see, uh, 
you know, because I follow enough people on Twitter, I don't spend all all day on there, but like I'll see some that you post, and I'll be like, God, he's turned it into a game to see how fast he can get this account taken down. No, I'm learning though. <laughs> I, I I'm really starting to uh, now. I'm putting a description of the word I want to use in parentheses. So I'm like, you know, Sarah Silverman is a real fucking, and then I'll put most horrid word for a woman. And, and I'll write most hard word for women in parentheses. And it seems like I'm okay doing that. Everyone knows what I mean. It's like we were just talking, like the word can pop in your head. You don't need to say it, but it pops in your head. So if I could get the word to pop in people's heads, uh, that seems to work. Sarah Silverman, more, uh, the one that dated Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Oh, I like her. We don't like her? You ever, you ever see that movie, uh, Take This Waltz? No. no. Oh, let me, let me help you. Well, Sarah Silverman was great back in what they called the day. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now she's one of these social justice warriors that just has no no time or patience for any other thought but her own. Uh, yeah, I'm really not up to date. Is she on the Twitter, <laughs> maybe? Because <laughs> I'm not. She is on Twitter. She is on the Twitter. Yeah. She's yeah. Oh, there's a movie now that... Uh, oh, is that the one? Yeah, she's getting like railed from behind by some dude, and oh, that's my favorite. It. Do we have any clips? Of that? Yeah. <laughs> Let me just make sure I'm not screen sharing. She's got just a crazy bush going on here. Oh yeah, it's like an insane what? bush. This is a JPEG. It's not even moving. Where, where's? Are you? Uh, what are you seeing that I'm not? Well, I've got all the Google images. That's like she was auditioning for Schindler's List Bush. (laughs) (laughs) That is just me. I think I gotta find these now. The little girl in red. She. How did I not know she was Jewish? I always thought she was Italian. Silverman? Silverman? Yeah, that's I just put it together. She's got that big old honker. <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Relatively. I, I, yeah. Yeah, she is. I mean, I mean in hindsight, I, I, I see it now, but I, I thought of her as Italian. Was it the I movie Way the of the Gun? Was it the movie Way of the Gun, I think, where she's at the beginning and the guy goes, um, Tell your girlfriend to shut up before I fuck start her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before <laughs> and then, I fuck start and then he her goes mouth. up and just belts her right in the face. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's fucking it's a that's great a, that's a, opening scene to a movie. That scene is like made it into this YouTube compilation of like best trash talking or best movie insults oh, of all great. time before I fuck start her mouth or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And she's shit talking him and they got. And then it, it looks like he's going to fight the boyfriend, and she's standing there going, go ahead, punch him. And he just hauls up and punches her square in the face. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not for 2018 great, but. No. That, it, no. That's we like that sort of thing around here. If we can, we can find a woman getting belted, that's, that makes our night. Yeah. Pussy pass denied. We used to do a pussy pass denied segment. Like every week for months until we got really misogynist and decided we should back off a little. <laughs> Is it time to bring it back? <laughs> I'm looking uh, on it as we speak. Uh, federal court overturns ban on sports gambling. I uh, if I gambled, I'd like that. Well, there's a thing you might like about it. I've heard that it will impact hockey. In that they will stop doing vague injury descriptions like upper body injury and start saying like, you know, this guy's L5 is bruised or whatever's wrong with him. 
oh shit, you can't do that in the NHL where you're going 30 miles an hour and some six five Canadians flying at you. Like they can't be like, all right, his left knee's a little rickety. Yeah. Like, I wonder where you're gonna get smashed that game over and over. Oh like, shit, right? There's yeah. no way they're gonna they're gonna do oh. that. Like the players association will revolt. Like, you know, we're all for getting beat up sometimes, you know, but <laughs> this is too far. Like, <laughs> uh, but do they not know? Like, like, I mean, do, do I not just look at the game and say, well, you got injured last game? Like, you know. I mean, they wouldn't oftentimes, be able to always tell, though. Okay, not always. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. But I think oftentimes it's like, clearly this guy hurt his wrist. You know, yeah, like when that guy got the tip of his finger chopped off, like they knew, all right, that guy's <laughs> missing the tip of his finger. Yeah, but like, sometimes brutal. it just collapse into the, uh, into the boards and you don't really know. But, hmm, okay. Yeah. yeah I got one. You have a pussy pass denied already. I got a good one. This 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 brings this is so many callbacks in one clip, right? Let me know when you're ready to click it because it's you know it's a gif. So as soon as you click it, it'll start playing. Oh, okay, let me know when to click it and I'll click it. Uh, yeah. So um, okay. Gotta line it up. Ready, set, go. So there's a heavy set African American lady. She is uh. She's doing the bring it on kind of thing. She's standing in traffic, sort of like spinning around. The police officer is clearly trying to negotiate with her while wielding she's a dancing. baton. She's dancing and in the middle of the intersection. Now she's coming at him like... She's trying to grab the baton. <laughs> yeah. And he's coming at her with the baton. Ooh, he hit like her she's once. Trying out, like he's trying out for the fucking MLB. He's oh, my God. <laughs> Whack! He's struggling to hit her, I oh, think. He's, he got her. He got her. Uh, eh, mission accomplished. He poked her in the... No, he's not done yet. He's still, yeah. She is oh, He put a knee on her hair. Yeah, he's got her down now. She is still struggling. A bystander has come <laughs> by. He's like, fuck this bitch. And they have completely restrained her now. She is docile. Oh, that was nice. That's worth that his rewatch, in my uh, opinion. Well, she, we can talk, but I think I need to see it again. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She deserves that. Like, oh, of course she did. And I, think I, of how many people, like, one of my main big thoughts is, like, rudeness in public I don't care for. Like, all the people there who are inconvenienced, like, just trying to go about their day, get to the airport, whatever the fuck, and this asshole, you know, traipsing about in the middle of an intersection. Well, there was there was the story about the um, the woman at, at, on uh, Spirit Air Flight. You hear about that one? <laughs> no. Uh, I may have. What happened? She, uh... She was going to Vegas. Uh, she gets there, and Spirit Air closes the doors like 20 minutes before the plane, plane leaves. You know, they, 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 it's called boarding and then pushback. Uh, you can't jump in while the plane's pushing back. So she thinks since the flight's leaving at noon or whatever that she could get there at noon. And she started uh, bitching that uh, the door was closed. She just ran onto another plane. A she different plane? She went onto plane? another aircraft that was going to Vegas took a seat and wouldn't leave and said, I, no, you, you got, and, 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 and people were losing their minds. I wish it was and United. Comes, we are asking everyone to deplane at this time while we, everyone had to leave the plane. She's laughing at everyone that's walking by. I don't know how she lived. <laughs> and, uh, and then they took her off and arrested her. Of course. United would but not have put up with that shit. They drug the bloody doctor off for holding his ground. Yeah, exactly. Ground. Why? Well, they should have just dragged her off. But she's like, I know your tricks. Uh, she was telling me. <laughs> I know your tricks, damn, you goddamn airlines. <laughs> I know your tricks. I unbuckled. You dragged me out. I'm not unbuckling my seatbelt. Mm -hmm. It's like, ma'am, do you realize we're not, we're not going to be like rats? 
She's got us. Uh, she knows the unbuckle clause. She must be a sovereign citizen. Every Wednesday. Got screwed up because she thought it was a, a taxi and you could jump out of one. If you miss one, you jump in another. What an asshole. Mm. That is so fucking rude. There's a uh, lot of people uh, entitled, I guess. Yeah. I, uh, just yeah. hop on another plane. How could you think? How did she get on the other plane? You don't, you don't have to show your boarding pass. She just sprinted I, onto it, it? It's spirit air, you know. <laughs> Who knows what's come going on, come on. There. Both of their employees were already occupied. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Never flown Spirit, but I guess I probably won't now. Although, like United, they did that that shitty thing uh, to the the doctor guy. Again, but I'll still fly United because it. it's like if they come to me and go, "Hey, you you did buy that, but we double sold it. You're gonna have to get off." I'm not gonna be like, "Harumph!" No, I'm not getting. It's like no. I have no choice. They're not going to take off with me on this. They're going to give you a fucking I would have, voucher. I would have asked about. Like, I, right. I don't think I would have accepted the first no, right? Because because I don't. Uh, they'd have been like, "All right, Woody, we sold you this ticket. We've seated you. Now you're here. You're buckled in. You have to go. The other guy's going to have this seat." And they'd be like, "Why him? They'd be like, what what makes him better than me? Like, why why if you've oversold this seat and two of us have the same seat?" Yeah, and I'm already it? here. Like, why? Why do I have to get up and give him my seat? What? Do, like, I would have tried to get something. I, I don't think I'd just be. Oh, they get, they're going to give him a voucher. Yeah, you voucher. Get a ticket. Yeah, you yeah. know, like. But he was like, "Oh no, got to get back home. Pull some teeth. Like, just get on the fucking plane." <laughs> people, yeah, I mean, he's the one missing the teeth. People don't seem to understand. I wonder what that he got. An aircraft is the furthest thing from a democracy you will ever find. It is a dictatorship. Yeah. The pilot is the Fuhrer, and everyone else that works on the plane are his minion and, and cronies. That's fucking SS. And, and that's <laughs> it. And if he says, you go, there's no fair, there's no uh, why me, there's no conversation. The pilot says go. That is the closest thing to maritime law. <laughs> that's what we were talking about before. The captain is the head muckety-muck, and you must obey him, period. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're right. But I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like well, it, but like... Where is you... the game attack? Enjoy your bus trip. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, hop on a Greyhound, asshole. Now, whatever like, happened uh, to the United guy? Maybe is Chiz writing in here? D did they, like... He got paid. Did he get paid? Did, did oh, he? Sure he if paid. he ended up with, like, 3.9 million, bust no. out a tooth. No, nothing like that. They get, they, like, thousands of dollars. Oh. There's always a settlement they're not allowed to talk about, you know? Yeah. yeah. If it was, like, a million-plus dollars... Yeah, United, they could beat me up on a flight. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I, I would fight actual fighters for a million dollars. I would even make the same noise as that guy did I, to make sure it got media attention. Just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Chiz said they paid him, but it's a private settlement. So the, the numbers Yeah, they never known. tell you. Yeah, they don't want you going, wow, that's pretty good. I, yeah. I think I'll do that. Right? I wouldn't would beat up on a you know, Spirit Airlines. I wonder what Spirit Airlines would give you. Like oh, six bags of nuts. <laughs> A free taxi ride home and a fuck you. Taxi <laughs> to get your baggage. <laughs> I heard it from an inside source. This guy likes Cheez-Its. <laughs> Hook Man, him up. I, but Woody, if, if they told you that, you know, you got to go. And the, even if the answer wasn't to your satisfaction, mm. where they said like, well, he's a rewards member and we give priority to rewards, whatever the fuck it was, you would at that point get up and exit the plane. I'm positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point... And I feel like there'd be a, 
a peer pressure too, which you want to say you're invulnerable to, but when the whole uh, plane thinks you're an asshole, it's real tempting to be like, I'd rather be somewhere else. You know, I don't want to be here for the next two and a half hours on this flight. Like the asshole. The asshole guy. Wouldn't yeah. you be so tempted to turn around and go, I hope this fucker goes down. <laughs> go to you go to actual jail for that. Yeah, <laughs> My yeah, bomb's still bomb. underneath, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be the same if someone yelled bomb and you all had to deplane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure you like the little gift I left you on this aircraft. <laughs> what? what? What'd I do? Yeah, <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> That's all you have to say. <laughs> hey, cool black guy, man. Did come to the White House? <laughs> I don't think that would happen. You can't <sighs> fuck around anymore, man. No. It, uh, I wish you could. Plane, they are. It used to be so fucking. I, I, I remember when I was a kid, at least. Like, people went on planes and it was an occasion. <laughs> Not like, you know, the old DC-9 with the propellers and the suits and ties on everyone. <laughs> but, like, you respected the fact that you were on this miracle machine and you didn't really fuck around, you know? Now it's just people bare feet on the ceiling. They're fucking, you know, just pigs. Uh, no respect for uh, the fact that you're miraculously careening through the air at 500 miles an hour yeah pay 700 dollars for your ticket and they give you a little pissy look when you're like i'll just take the whole can of diet coke and it's like <laughs> oh a whole can motherfucker what he wants his whole can <laughs> see like, that's I'm all about year old man as a flight attendant i hope life continues to go bad for you that's all about <laughs> how you request the drink by the way you ask for a can of coke not a coke you ask for a coke they're gonna pour you a little shot of Coca-Cola in those have plastic have fucking cups. Not, not in class, but in coach, you know, because I'm not, I'm not a fancy man like you. Is that you. what it's like back there? That, that is what it's like. I've never flown first class. I'm not... Here you are, sir. You may smell this Coca-Cola before we serve to the first class part. Breathe deep, peasant. <laughs> While the bubbles are still going. Oh, it's effervescent. What if the bubbles touch me? Yeah. <laughs> it tickles my nose. Uh. Yeah, if you ask for the can, they they keep it. it seems. Yeah, man. So, uh, Chiz is letting us know, and I'd heard nothing about this. That you are in the middle of writing a book. Is that right? Oh yeah, more than in the middle. We're past that. It's um, we're pretty much on um, just editing, uh, cover cover shot, and then it goes into uh, pre-sale on Amazon and everywhere else. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm very excited about it. We've, we've been working on it for about six months now, and it's uh, it entails everything from kind of childhood in order to get a kind of a bearing on why I am like I am <laughs> and growing up in California and some of the stories I've told on the air and other new ones, uh, and then the, the, the radio years, working with Opie and, and all that behind-the-scenes shit that everybody kind of wants to to know about Holy, i'm sure a lot um, of i'm curious about that i'll have to pick it up is there uh are there going to be some maybe chapters that opie won't appreciate flipping through oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no there's I, I i'm brutally honest about everything i so you know when i talk about what it was like uh on a daily basis uh working with somebody that uh you feel d had zero respect for you for uh, the people you cared about, um, 
for any talent that anyone else has, just resentment uh, from for, for for all the comics that were in there. Uh, yeah, I, I I talk about it. <laughs> That's good. It's 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 really cool. I'm 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 really psyched about it. I I'm more excited that I was the first one to write one before he did. <laughs> <laughs> what's the word in there? What's the title and, and release date of it? Uh, I I haven't said the title yet, but I will on your show. Why oh. not? Right. Let's do it. It's uh it, it ties into everything that um, has gone on with uh, my career and social media and and working. Uh, for companies and, and everything. It's called uh, Permanently Suspended. Nice. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a tweet that's, too far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's every aspect of either my job, Twitter, Facebook, all that. I'm constantly suspended. And uh, so Permanently Suspended seems uh, like it was the right right choice there. Uh, and, yeah, it's just kind of a uh, – it's, it's fun. It's definitely a fun, funny book. It's not – all serious uh, shit. Uh, talking about my childhood, my years with my dad out in California are just, you know, doing that part of the book brought back so much shit that was just hilarious. Like like any child would have been taken away from a parent back uh, if it was now happening back then. You know, my dad's throwing me whores and... Um, Buzz, right? Wasn't that the one? Driving doom buggies with rifles and, and just... It, it was out in the middle of the Mojave Desert. It was great. I was like 12 years old. So um, it, it's just a, a fun little little autobiography. Pretty pretty uh, cool. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely pick that up. It seems like it'll be fun. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, come back on when, when it's released. Uh, if you get Chip Chipperson to do the audio book, I'll definitely download that. Oh, I could not yeah. handle more than a minute of that. Imagine. <laughs> He, he would start and then go, uh, wait, I'm, I'm going to add some of my own stuff in here. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Chip, you, you have to do it verbatim. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but Jim, Jimmy did do the forward to it. Oh, that's cool. Because he's, uh, uh, he really, as far as personal, some people know me better personally. I don't think anyone knows me better professionally. But Jimmy knows me best in both of those worlds, like he knows who I am and he knows uh, how I operate um, when I'm when I'm working. So uh, he was a great choice for that. He's a funny motherfucker. We've talked about that. So him doing the forward was uh, a no brainer. Nice. Yes, I, cool. I, I didn't have to back out, guys. I, I hate it, but it's uh, 10 o'clock and I got some shit to do. He turns <laughs> into a pumpkin. Right. I yeah, know. Thanks for coming on, man. <laughs> always a always a good time shooting the shit. <laughs> yeah, we love having you, man. Uh, Guys, for- it's been too long. We'll do it again soon. And, uh, yeah, I'll uh, plug the shit out of it when uh, when you put it on the, uh, what, recorded version? Yeah, I know this, Saturday. Yeah. When, yeah, just let me know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just <laughs> let me know. Roger that. All right, see you later. All right. My goddamn nice. stress ball just busted, and, and now there's sand all over my desk. Muscles. My, my counter. <laughs> let me like, wipe this up because it's getting all over my arms and elbows. Oh, what a first world problem. Yeah. I, I, that's a feat of strength. It must be really. What are you so stressed about? That you're mm. crushing stress balls until they explode. Right. We'll get to that after this ad read. Hmm. Tell everyone about Audible. This episode of PK is brought to you by Audible. Audible is a leading provider of premium, dig, premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Audible's content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows 
uh, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazines, and news newspaper pu publishers, as well as business information providers. Audiobooks are, gr are great for helping you be a better you. Whether you want to feel healthier, get motivated, or learn something new, we recommend books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Power of Habit, and The 4-Hour Work Week. Especially if you're looking to better yourself financially or help you along a path to entrepreneurship. Audible helps you listen to more books by letting you switch seamlessly between devices, picking up exactly where you left off, whether it's on your phone, through your car, from a tablet, or at home on an Amazon Echo. You can get through tons of books, hands and eyes free while doing almost anything. Audible members get a credit every month, good for, uh, good for any audiobook in their store regardless of price, and unused credits roll over to the next month. Didn't like your audiobook, you can exchange it, no questions asked. Uh, plus, your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Audible is offering our listeners here a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com PKA and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title free, and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash PKA or listen, or excuse me, or text PKA to 500-500 to get started today. There's uh, links in the description and uh, the text numbers there and all that stuff. Yeah, I got to recommend Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is coming around again very soon. Uh, it's very sad, but Roy Detrice, of course, passed away uh, either this year or late last year or whatever, so I guess he won't be doing the future audiobooks, but... You know, if you want to get caught up with uh, Game of Thrones, get get uh, at least on the book side of things, because you're never getting another book. Uh, make sure you have to make that happen, and uh, in preparation for the next season, which I'm very excited about. Taylor, what are you so stressed about that you're crushing stress balls, buddy? Oh, it was just an old one. Like it was starting to get that uh, crisp. You know, like old stress balls where they like start to dry out and they get that like crispier exterior. No, you know? I've never worn out a stress ball. Mm. No, just like sitting around for like a year. Like mm -hmm. they just get old. Like you remember uh, uh, Stretch Armstrong? Yeah. yeah. So like, it, it was like basically that exact same thing. If you ever had a Stretch Armstrong as a kid, you know if you ever left it in the sun or in your car, forgot about it, all that rubber that you used to be able to stretch would just become brittle. And if you stretch it, it would go And then like all that shit would leak out of its, of its arms or legs. Yeah. That's okay. what happened to, to that one. Just a Stretch Armstrong situation. I'm going to face the situation very differently. You what? Yeah, you could tie girls up with it. It was great. He Didn't that come out when we were both children? Absolutely it did. He started early. Oh, fair enough. You're only, you know, four and a half, five years older than me. <laughs> Kyle so was you a must pedo have. at 11 years old. They, That's they a were my... Not if they're my age. <laughs> they're my age. <laughs> <laughs> my age. Then it's all A-okay. Uh, Just ask Wings. Wings has a whole guidebook for how to do this the right way mm, as he puts ask it. them to drive slowly. I just I just put my phone on my counter to you know have it here of my pocket and there are so many of these little fucking beads now <laughs> that it just slid on the counter just like it's a <laughs> shuffleboard <laughs> oh this is going to be a this is going to be a bitch to clean up you this need a dustbuster i do and i don't have a dustbuster mm, you I have sound, a vacuum though you sound single yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true uh. like i've I've had, you know, you know, girls will come over and be like, I'll, I'll clean some of your dishes or whatever. Like, no, I'll do it. And they're like, oh, where's your scrubber? And it's like, well, I have two and they're my hands. You know, mm -hmm. I don't I don't have a Brillo pad or whatever the fuck you use. Okay, I, so. I, look, I want to do fitness talk. I've held back for six weeks. Yeah. Where, where are you at? How's it going? I have not even been weighing myself. Uh, I, I, you know what? I got on creatine for a little bit and this weight went up and I'm like, fuck it. I'm not looking anymore. But when's the last time you weighed? I bet it's been three weeks. 
Okay. But I bet it's been pretty stable. Um, I'm lifting more. I'm, I'm still pretty reliable with that. Uh, I'm pretty good on diet. I do sometimes have trail mix, and it is my nemesis. Uh, it, it's just where we are. And, uh, yeah, Colin's moving along. He's getting to, like, less and less helpful bands on his pull-ups and such. He's right there uh, to being able to do pull-ups. And, uh, yeah, he's 15 now. He has braces. Uh, he has clear braces. But you can't really see them, but they're kind of there. Like and, Invisalign or? Uh, yeah, they're called clear braces, um, but they're like a, I guess like Invi- Invisalign. They're like a, a shell that goes over your teeth. Um, oh, yeah. In his case, they we didn't know they were going to, but they glued on like little nubs so that they can yank them around or something better. I don't know. But uh, you don't see him very well. But anyway, yeah, Colin's 15, which is old. <laughs> and uh, Hope's almost 19. So they, her birthday's next month. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, fitness is still going well. I am having the emergence of abs, which I'm kind of excited about. It's funny, though. My left is showing up better than my right. So I have a two-pack, but it's vertical. It's fucking stupid. Um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the lighting in my gym. So we often swim right after we lift because we have a pool. And uh, the lighting in the gym is terrible. But I'll like, I, I work out in a bathing suit, rip off the shirt, and jump in the pool. And uh, this one overhead light shows abs better than like any other environment on Earth. And it's like, hey, look at me. Because I'm all like yeah. swole at the moment. That but, kind of lighting is great. Just like uh, when you go to someone's house in their bathroom and like you're like, washing your hands and you see yourself in the mirror and you're like where the hell <laughs> who's, who's this stranger and then you realize like oh damn it this is like a thinning mirror that you'd see at macy's because <laughs> those uh, are real i didn't know that was a thing oh yeah yeah like uh if you go to buy clothes like those mirrors a lot of the time they'll be thinning mirrors unless they're like those totally flat ones that are like on the pillars in the middle of the mall or whatever that's but, brilliant i didn't think of that yeah, like, yeah. This Very shirt smart. makes me look great. But yeah. really, you're just as fat as ever. <laughs> <laughs> My bathroom does. It's not the um the mirrors. They're just regular mirrors, I'm sure. But the lighting in my bathroom is very flattering. So that's when I feel my best. Well, I'm uh still doing about <laughs> the same with fitness. Although the working out's fine. That's I, I like doing that. So it's not that hard to stick to that. Uh, every once in a while, I'll get like some weird like twinge in my forearm or something and i'll be like all right i'm gonna take a break i don't want to be one of those guys who's like i thought i could just keep going and then now i'm actually hurt and so i'll do that but uh yeah diet this month has been much better than Mm. previous months like i'll still fuck up and like you know go to a restaurant and like gorge myself Mm -hmm. and then you know be a little angry about it but as long as you know that's only once every you know once a week thing at most it's not too bad so yeah it's going well i had wendy's and i don't i i I know i've talked about wendy's a lot on the show i've literally had it once this year so far and i entered it in my fitness pal it is like i i what do you get at wendy's um it was a spicy chicken sandwich medium so it had the medium fry and a, a high c fruit punch to drink this is like that's what did you in right there uh it was a lot of it. It was like like the whole thing was like eleven hundred calories. The drink was like four hundred and eighty of them, and I was just like like I knew it was a cheat meal. I didn't know like I eat that some days. Like a light day for me might be eleven hundred calories. To have a meal that was that and not like even that much food, you know. I, I when I eat veggies and chicken and George Foreman chicken or something, I'll fill a plate. You know, it's a bundle of food, but it's still five hundred calories. This is eleven hundred. Anyway, 
I it was that's what my fitness pal does. I know I've talked about this, but it's the eye opening like, oh yeah, you know, you knew this wasn't good for you, but you didn't understand the magnitude of what you were doing, and uh, yeah. it opens your eyes to like where you're fucking up. And so that, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. In general, I just feel good. Then there are parts of me that are like the with the lifting. I'm doing better, with, I think, with the lifting than the diet. Um, I'm just like thicker and more solid, and like uh, I don't know. I, I yeah, I feel good about that um if there is a down it my joints it's shoulders in particular i feel like my ability to lift weights has improved faster than like my joints ability to handle those weights so sometimes i'll just like back off and add reps or something like that and squat that's probably the smart thing to do i do that in a couple like my sometimes what will happen is like pull-ups for example i work my way up to doing three sets of eight which I don't know. I'm kind of proud of. And it's like, yeah, you did three sets of eight. But on the third set, like three of them were, had kips involved and you kind of blasted them out fast. So I'll drop down to like three sets of six and really just lock in perfect form and slow down and have more time under tension. And uh, but mostly I'm just kind of proud of me because I've been at it. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Kyle, uh, where, where's your weight at right now? Are you cutting with one of those diets or are you just kind of living it up? Doing the normal eating? Yeah, just kind of normal eating. Nothing too crazy. Like, like still just eating one meal a day. I've, uh, I've had filet mignon and, uh, and fries pretty much like, like maybe three, four nights a week, something like that, and crab cakes. I've been cooking a lot of crab cakes and filet. Um, there's, a, there's a nice grocery store right by me, so I, I go and get ultimate lump crab cakes and uh, a couple of filets and a couple of potatoes and uh, make a delicious dinner every night. Pretty much the same dinner, you know? I've, I've been reverse searing the filet mignons. I... Uh, I I bake them. I get them to room temperature. Then I bake them at 275 for about half an hour. Then I sear them in a pan that's about to burst into flames for uh, like a minute per side with butter, uh, rosemary, and uh, garlic. You know, spooning it over them continuously like Gordon Ramsay style. And uh, they're really fucking good. And then I, you know, I make my meticulously prepared French fries that take like an hour to make, but they're really fucking good. Yeah, your fries, when you text us pictures, they look like <laughs> thick cut quality fries. Perfect Absolutely. Kyle good. sends pictures of some good-looking food, like wowzers. I, I, I'm gonna start texting pictures of George Foreman chicken and microwave vegetables just to oh. let him know how the other oh. side lives. <laughs> That's gonna make me sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm about to go on a trip. Unseasoned steamed broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> That's not far from the truth. I'm uh, where am I going? So I'm, I'm in North Carolina. And tomorrow morning we drive to Arkansas. Might take two days, and then we're free flying there off some mountains for a while. Then we're driving to Kansas, flying the paramotors, and then coming back. It'll be about ten days. I'm kind of excited about it. There's a Patreon hangout coming up, so check your emails for that. Uh, I don't know if it's been sent out already or if it will be soon, but I've set up all the equipment to do it from the sky. And I'm not sure if that idea is like lame and you don't get my full attention and bad audio or if it's awesome and a neat change of pace where maybe like, you know, for 30 or 40 minutes, I'm in the sky, literally flying. No, no, I love that idea. In fact, I've taken it to heart. I'm going to be doing the Patreon hangout from the movie theater. I'll be watching uh, the new (laughs) Avengers movie. I'll be whispering a lot. And I'm pretty sure it's going to make everybody furious in the theater. But you guys will get to see a little of the the movie and, and and I'll still be there. No, I actually oh, scheduled so a I dentist hear... appointment for the same time, and I'll just have my computer set up in the corner of the room. 
So I hear what you guys are going with, right? I hear you. But I, I, I was actually not sure because, like, sometimes we'll have a, a person attendant attend it from, like, a train or something like that. Yeah. And it's really neat to, like, see the environment that is that. And I was like, oh, you know, I could just not do it. Like, I'm fine with that, too. But I was like, you know, like, if I was watching, it might be fucking cool to have someone actually do something as opposed to just sit in their chair and talk. I don't know. Well, and it probably wouldn't be that hard to... If it doesn't work, you just land, yeah, right? And then exactly. go. Do Even it if it from... does work, I don't tend to go that long. Maybe just half an hour out of the four hours. But uh, yeah, I was like, where would I be if I was watching this? I think it might be kind of interesting to see a guy run into the sky and converse with me. So. I hope our uh, the patrons who hang out with us see this beforehand. I'm sure they will. And that they all call into our chat from odd places. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'd, a guy in a car wash. <laughs> I'd have to mute myself because it's noisy, but uh, it's a thing that we could maybe do or not. It might be bad weather or something. And the idea just gets killed. It's a very fair yeah, weather be... thing to do, but yeah, I, I love the Patreon hangouts. I'm looking forward to it. I think we're doing two this month because somehow last month's got overlooked. So we're we're doubling up this month. Like doing we doing two of those. It got we overlooked two months ago. So last month we did the months before. Ah. And so this month we're doing last month's, which we, we did kind of. But yeah, now we'll be caught up. Fair enough. Mistakes uh, were made. But I but yeah, I, I, I like really those. enjoy it. I like Just meeting relaxing, the, uh, shooting the shit. Yeah, I like meeting those fans. They're all they're all from such weird like backgrounds a couple of them like i play video games and stuff with now uh xbox pc man is a real fucking character he posts the most retarded photographs of himself he uh he did a chiz cosplay the other day where he drew like a chiz <laughs> beard on his face with marker and put on a paperboy cap and then he's like fake smoking the marker that he used to draw the beard on himself um and and then like he kept sending he's he, he like posts a pic a, a, a picture in our discord of him posing with a, a, a lawn flamingo, right? And we're just like, that's weird. And then like 30 seconds later, he posts another one. He's got two lawn flamingos. We're like, where, where's he getting lawn flamingos? And then, and then there's three. It's like, where are you getting these flamingos? What the fuck is wrong with you? He's, he's, he's a unique fella. He's a unique... Sounds like a hoot. Which one is this? Yeah. Um, is it the dude shit, with one I'm, arm? The dude with the named, beard? No, 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 no. That's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's Anthony is his real name. Um... He's a he's a younger yeah. guy, kind of fresh faced. He was the security guard at that um, uh, community college or something like that. And okay. We always ask, like, do you have a gun? He's like, no, I don't have a gun. I don't really do shit. You know, I think he, I think he lost that job. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a flamingo thief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he bought those flamingos. I was reassured. I was assured. Hmm. But 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 well, yeah, uh, they're they're all a bunch of fucking uh, characters in there. I, I like seeing those guys every uh, every so often. That's the thing, and I. Hate to be classist, but I think something about the ability to pay fifty dollars a month to hang out with us jackasses leads to interesting people. Yeah, I think yeah. he's scrimping and saving. To be fair, some do. Some did something that makes it easy for him. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Some of them, you know, don't give a shit about that fifty bucks. But they're like, oh, I, I might just forget about this someday and just leave it going. It's like because <laughs> they're just loaded. You know, yeah, very successful the, people. Yeah, we that. need to up the price on some of those people. That that uh, that selective price. We're gonna up build by yeah. ability to pay. <laughs> All right, now we're doing the Patreon hangouts by percentage of income. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that hedge fund guy who's like, yeah, I'm just buying an Audi R8, you know, just by just by you know, this and that. I, was like, I don't know if I should get the Ferrari or the Lambo. Was like, 
we're not charging you enough. <laughs> we're not yeah. charging you enough. Uh, <laughs> it's like, man, dude, you're, you're deciding between an R8 and a Lambo. If you want, you can just hire me to come hang out with you for a while. Won't be that much more expensive. Fly me out, do whatever, you know, God, that'd be more like a trip for me. What do you want to do? Go to the strip club? It's on me. What do you want to do? Go gamble? Here's 10 grand. You know, like, it'd be great. Uh, break stress balls. No, I'm a great pick, Chiz. I'm not, <laughs> I didn't break the stress ball because I'm just so strong. I did, I did yes, you did. That's the story we're going with. Yeah, I'm just, just powerful hands. You know, I could, I could tear a, a gaming controller in twain. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I believe that... Between Taylor's strength and Chiz's gaming ability, we might take on the king. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I, man, I I just don't play games anymore. Collectively, like, I, though, I like we could outrage him and. Well, if you want to come play with me, I've been playing a bit of uh, Total War Warhammer 2 lately. I've been oh. uh, trying to get people to play that with me. Um, they fear me, so they 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 won't. Um, obviously, I'm still playing a good bit of PUBG and uh, playing Civ 5. So if you wanna you wanna jump in on uh, some of that Warhammer, uh, there's been a, there's been a new DLC. The Tomb Kings are, have been out for quite some time. Uh, Tomb so, Kings. Yes, it's the you might imagine it's the uh, Egyptian uh, like like race or civilization or whatever. They've got like all kinds of Egyptian based monsters and shit. That sounds pretty cool. So there are they like plentiful soldiers like low armor and then a lot of like fast chariots and shit like that. They've got some of that. They've got like mummies Haley. and stuff like that. But they've also got like these gigantic sphinxes with scorpion tails that are just enormous, like like bigger than uh, the 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 shagaths and stuff like that. The really fucking big units, uh, and like they've got like like co like hooded cobras that uh, that are like uh, running around. They get a lot of cool cool troops. Yeah, that's an interesting game. I'm trying to get changed into it. It's a very aesthetically it. pleasing game. Like yeah, all the units are so cool. I can't imagine what it looks like on your your setup. It's it looks really good. Chiz refuses to play. He, he says he's too competitive and that he, he knows that if he gets into it, he will devote far, far too much time into it. So I'm left playing randoms on the internet. When he, he, see, he left. Couldn't take it. So Ice competitive, guy. he had to leave. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's one of the... I, I bet Chiz would like that game. Yeah, oh, I know he would. He thought it was like a battle simulator where you just like picked an army and then turned them loose and then watched it go. But it's, it's real time... Oh, you were trolling me. Well, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> fucking asshole. Yeah. You let me go on for like 10 minutes describing it? <laughs> you let me go on forever. Like, no, here's how it works. You start out with a set amount of gold. <sighs> no, it's not funny. <laughs> it kind of is now. <laughs> <laughs> I went on for like five minutes legitimately breaking it down. Was he asking additional questions? Like, but what you're saying really is you set it up and then it's just click and go. Like, yeah, just like, like, intentionally not getting it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he was like, well, that, that doesn't sound like RTS. That sounds like uh, like turn-based. I'm like, no, there are no turns. Yeah, it sounds like there's turns. Like, Fuck you. I was like, he's so thick. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> he has 80,000 gamer score. Yeah. He, he knows I, I, all the I genres. Think, man, I, I've never completed a game 100% ever. I want Chiz to do that a lot. It's like be baffled at platformers and just keep it going. So you're saying you jump timing. I don't get it. Can't do it now. Cause the, you oh. know, that cat's out of the bag. The jig is up. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to see if, uh, 
I have one of these stories that Chiz linked about a baby having its head torn off during like a botched birth, and then they sew the head back on to let the mom hold it. But uh, <laughs> that seems like a bit of a downer. <laughs> the old yeah, I'll, cabbage I'll... patch doll technique. <laughs> let me see. So Here was the is. head left inside of her pussy? Like when they did they just like were they like pulling the legs like boop and then I like it came out and it was just like. The, everything but the head, right? Yeah, all, 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 everything out. squirts out the neck, and the baby loses like half of its body weight as it deflates like a. They balloon. have to use like a they use like a oversized wine corkscrew to like <laughs> to get the head out. Poop. It says <laughs> it was alleged that tragedy hit when the forty-one-year-old doctor called to the patient to push herself, uh, applying tra traction to the baby's legs. Or. Asked for the woman to push while he was applying traction to the baby's legs. The movement caused the infant's legs, arms, and torso to become detached, leaving the head still in the mother's womb. Shit! Two other doctors consequently carried out a C-section on the woman to remove the infant's head. It was, in quotes in the article, reattached, which makes me believe, like, was it actually reattached? Or they just tape it? Looks like, like Frankenstein with the staples yeah. going around the neck. You sewed it back on backwards. It's already dead! <laughs> just take your picture and, and remember this horrible traumatic event that's horrible hopefully she makes millions and millions from this because uh, that guy that's inexcusable you're the reason healthcare is so high you and your litigious suits me yeah i'm very <laughs> litigious with uh, <laughs> your baby lost its head <laughs> you should be able to do it you know, you know things it's... happen yeah man that's but anyway what a dark like <laughs> Maybe this isn't the way you're supposed to think, but like, wow, if the head didn't fit through, maybe she's tight. Maybe she's like a really good fuck. But the body came out. Yeah. Smaller though, right? You kind of curl up. Maybe the, the girth. I don't know. But how big in a rush was that doctor that he was pulling that hard, you know? Like this, he's 41. This wasn't his first rodeo. He had a tea time coming up. He had a tea time coming <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Now he's, now he's got... No tea time, no career. Hmm. Hopefully. I wouldn't want to, you know, have my wife with some OBGYN who's like, you know, I've, uh, I've delivered 167 babies, 166 of which very successful. It's like, <laughs> what, did it, did it, what happened? Well, there was a decapitation Are you incident. a little bit less comfortable if your wife or girlfriend or significant other goes to a guy OBGYN? No, no, I don't give a shit. Not in the slightest. No, no. not at all. Why, do you? Uh, less now, but like younger me, I was like, yeah, I'd rather her be with a chick. I don't know. No, that's that's Woody's playground. Available? That, dude, that dude is looking at clam all day. He doesn't even see it as sexual there. You know, like he's not, he's like, I think like the, the just normal straight guy's perception of an OB is like some hot fox with a perfectly shaved you know, uh, crotch, you know, coming in for her just, oh, I just want to make sure everything's working good. And he's like, oh, well, you know, no weird smells, no weird fungal infections. Like, no, he's getting Actually, some, yes, some both. fat individuals, some disgusting individuals who come in with horrible muffs, with <laughs> disease-ridden, just uh, just a cesspool of nastiness. Like, that's what I had a friend. every day. I had a friend whose mom was an OBGYN, and she used to make this joke, like, whenever the, she was serving tacos at his house. Too much cheese on the taco. And then everyone would laugh, and I didn't know what it meant, but it was a reference to disgusting <laughs> pussies that she had to work on at work. Oh. Yeah. 
Man, I, that what a terrible job. I would not want to be an OBGYN. No. At all. That would be one of my least favorite. If I had to go into the medical field, I would. That would be my last one. Hmm. I don't want that ruined for me. Hmm. Right? Don't you kind of like? Yeah. What would you go into you now that you say it, yeah. I mean, I like I. I used to play video games for a living, and when you make your hobby your job, then your hobby becomes a job. So yeah. that must happen to OBGYNs. Yeah, I, I would definitely rather be a podiatrist. It's like, right? will you, you know, finger me tonight? And he's like, ah, <laughs> I've been at work all day. Uh, <laughs> my come hither muscle is so tired. Yeah, he's got one enormous forearm. <laughs> really, like, oh, God damn it. I've dilated so many women today. <laughs> Pimple popper MD. Oh, would you be a, uh, a dermatologist? Kind of yeah. like in that Seinfeld episode? Yeah, yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Saving lives? Bullshit. Pimple popper, MD. I had skin cancer. Ah, skin cancer. That's a great episode. What would your go-to one be? You, oh, you man. Well, if I were qualified, I suppose is is the is the real thing. But but you know, I feel like if you're a heart surgeon or something like that, like a cardiologist demands so much respect, right? Mm -hmm. Like like I I feel like, and and I mean, if you're a brain surgeon, I mean that's like a a cliche, right? Like uh, I I can't remember what that bit is from, where the guy comes in and he's like, uh, yeah, I'm a uh, rocket. He's like, I'm a brain surgeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and the other guy's like. Oh, and, and like like every couple he meets, he starts bragging like I'm actually a uh, brain surgeon, and they're like, oh really? I, I do. Uh, I, I'm an accountant. Oh, oh, that's a that's a difficult profession. I mean, it's not brain surgery. <laughs> and like he does that in succession to like three couples, and and they all like turn away in disgust. And then finally he meets the last guy. And he's like, he, he's like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a rocket scientist. And he's like, oh really? I'm a I'm a brain surgeon. Oh. A respectable profession, but it's uh, not rocket science. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Those so are the you, two. So you go, you go brain surgeon. No, I go cardiologist. I feel cardiologist. like I like that one. Like, and if you mess up, they probably fix it. You know, they just, oh, you, you cut his heart a little there. Oh, we'll stitch it back up real quick. But if you like poke the brain wrong, like you, you get the you get a little uh, and like, I think it's game over. That now that now that person's retarded. Yeah. Now their left half doesn't work or something. They got, or they forget like all of grade school. They've ah, got Forrest Whitaker eyes or something bizarre. <laughs> like you don't know what happens when you poke the brain wrong. No, no, no. You've always looked like that. Just tell him he's got brain damage anyway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my left side always was like this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> can't sue me if he doesn't know he was ever here. <laughs> my wife said I was normal. That's not your wife. That's, <laughs> that's your sister. My God, worse than we thought. <laughs> yeah, something uh, like that. You know, a heart heart surgeon, something like that. And obviously, that that, that pays well. You know, it's a respected profession, and you're you're definitely saving people's lives. Like like the the old Seinfeld joke kind of rings true in a lot of the like. If you're a podiatrist, I mean, how many like impactful appointments are you actually seeing that aren't like athletes' feet or like I don't know horns. Yeah, corns or ingrown toenails or, or something kind of gross and also mediocre work, right? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to do that one. I feel like orthopedic surgeon would be good because mm. not as much pressure as the heart or the brain. They still make a fuck ton of money, 
and it's like real deal difficult as shit surgery. So like everybody still knows like that's respectable. I would want to be a surgeon that works with mostly healthy people, which sounds crazy, but orthopedic surgeon, like there's a lot of sports medicine type guys. You have highly motivated patients who want to get better. Like that to me would mean a lot, you know, like the the type of patient I have is determines the type of doctor I want to be. OBGYN, you know, delivering babies, at least you're dealing mostly with happy days, good times, younger patients. When most of your patients die, like an oncologist, maybe that's the case, or someone who works with a lot of older patients, geriatrics and stuff, that would really suck. That, that, that wouldn't like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe you could be like Dr. Death. You could be the guy who like... Uh, Ooh, Kevorkian. Yeah, assisted suicide doctor. What? Yes, and you could have like a whole menu of the different ways you offered it. Kevorkian didn't go far enough. It was just one way you could do it. Like Kyle's Killing Factory... You know, name in progress is going <laughs> to have so many options. You're going to walk in and it's going to look like Rob Deerdeck's Fantasy Factory, which is like a really tall thing to jump off of. You know, there's a, a <laughs> bunch of punji sticks, you know, and a spike at the bottom. There's there's tons of things. We call what this we- the Mortal Kombat. Basically, you fall 14 stories down below onto a bunch of steel spikes, and then a voice screams, Mortal Kombat! It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's, it's, this is my nurse practitioner, Igor. He doesn't actually have the qualifications, but he takes care of it. You're going to fight him. Never look. <laughs> oh, that would be... What would... If you were, you know... Getting assisted suicide? Getting assisted suicide. Mm. What method would you want to take out? I don't need any help, right? Like, I feel like if you do need help... It, like, like, I get it if you do. Like, like maybe you're, like bedridden or like like you know you just can't you're just like kill me like typing it with your pinky or like your tongue or something like that Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. did you need help but like as long as you can like are like 20 percent there like you don't need any help like like hang yourself shoot yourself one or the other park yourself get wasted blackout drunk park your car in the garage right you'll never wake up go out listening to some easy listening some easy listening yeah and, like, how shitty would it be if, like, your last memory was, like, I hate this song. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you put your own mix on there, right? Like, like, like that's the real question is what's the mixtape that you want to slowly die to? Oh, man. Hmm. I don't know. What was the song they played in Please Walking Dead to, to torture people? Please allow me to myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Come on. Yeah, that, that would, that, that's the way to go. Do you think that one? Yeah, it's a song about the devil, right? Oh, you want to be thinking about where you're headed? Yeah, well, welcome me, welcome me into the gates. What are you gonna do, Kyle? If if when you die, turns out all that shit with Jesus was real, and like yeah. you show up in hell, like are you gonna like try and make a make a deal with the devil to send you back or something? You're gonna just like immediately spawn. walk and be like, it's what I do. Yeah, well, if I could make a deal with the devil, I certainly would, right? You know, like if you could do some sort of thing like Spawn and, uh, and come back <laughs> Is and... Is it like Spawn, Lucifer? It's nothing like Spawn. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> My favorite Marvel character. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I, I think I would attempt to get a Spawn deal, right? Right? Um, c- come back as, a, you know, a, a superhero or villain. Either way, I'd do his bidding. Whatever he needed me to do, right? Like, like, like if... If God sends me to hell, then I'm Team Devil at that point. Like, he's given up on me. The devil sees some worth in me, right? Is this or, like, some sort of weird rape 
box or, or, or something like that, that, you know, for all eternity, I'll definitely come back and do some evil. Yeah. The devil can't read your mind the way God and Jesus can. It's true. I read so that. So you're going to have to, like, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, we can get, you know, Woody's mom to clarify on that. <laughs> but it's, it sounds right to me. Uh, like, you'd have to show up in hell, like, already brown-nosing your ass off. Like, oh, thank God I'm here. I was worried I was going to end up with that asshole God. I mean, am I right? <laughs> Man, why would he kick you out? You're you're a great looking dude. You're you're awesome, man. I'm so psyched to be here. What are we starting on first? The Morning Star himself, the <laughs> Lucifer. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you better be as above. Oh, I've been looking for it. Could I have your? Can we get a selfie? Do, do you have phones here? No. We only have Sprint. No. <laughs> <laughs> T-Mobile. <laughs> this is hell. <laughs> Uh, this to me, it, it, you know how Taylor gets irrationally upset when we talk about like which superhero can beat the other superhero. That's what we're doing right now in my head. Like this is, uh, yeah. How would you deal with the devil? Keep it up. Same this way I deal word. with the Flash. This, this, this conversation word. right here will be replayed on a cloud-style big screen outside <laughs> the pearly gates. I don't Jesus think it will. Big, Jesus is gonna be. <laughs> Yeah, see right here where you denied me for the 479th time? Turns out that's the magic number. 470, 478 I can put up with. 479. It's not my fault. I wasn't given the gift of faith. And really, I hold Jesus responsible. He could have done anything, just something, to prove his existence sometime in my entire life thus far. Yeah, that's not what faith is. Yeah, you need need to, you, you can't ask for evidence if it's faith. But yeah. there have been times where, like, I'll walk into my, you know, kitchen late at night, like, after in college, like, after drinking, and I'll be like, oh, if there's, like, just one more slice of pizza in there, I'll <laughs> believe in God. And then it is there, and it's like, nah. <laughs> 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 we have to do more than that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have put the box back if there was no pizza in there. God, you've been foiled. This was me not eating it all, not you. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. Uh. Uh, but, yeah, this is way different than Marvel. Because uh, this, the Marvel's all made up by mm. people just trying to make money. I'm this is Christianity. This. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, touche. Completely different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marvel's How many Marvel crazy. superheroes would it take to beat Jesus? Oh, please. Some of them are gods. I, I think Thor might take him straight up. First well, of all, know, like those are the weak tier gods. Like they have like a whole bunch of them. Like none of them are omnipotent. Thor's a yeah. straight up god. And look at the two of them next to each other. Unless you're some oddball buff Jesus. Well, Thor's Thor- just an alien. They, you know, if you, oh, he's a god. They mentioned it several times in the last episode. They've changed that sort of in the lore. He's an alien. He's a god. And Loki's right. a god. They say they're gods. They're, they're not. They are. Right, here, this. It's a made-up thing, so I'm right, I, I can't be proven wrong. <laughs> I could find I <laughs> source material that says you're wrong. They're, they're aliens. She agrees. Right. This not profile right. picture, this guy's profile picture of Jesus. That's the Jesus we're looking at. Oh shit! Lucky. Jesus is yoked out of his mind. Wow, that's this is a, savior this is right a there. Good Jesus. Oh, that's buffer than Thor, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And he's not even showing his full power. God, the only reason he's or Jesus isn't always walking around like that is because he's humble. Right? Mm. Like, he, he's fine just with a great core. He doesn't need to be showing off <laughs> playing muscles on the beach. He's got that swimmer's and, you know, body. 
Yeah, I, <laughs> there's I, so um, many pictures of Buff Jesus like on the cross, like breaking the two things, like the the. I know. The, the beam. I know the devil's in the Marvel comic books. I was watching this whole video series the other day about the most powerful beings in the Marvel universe and the DC universe. Like, um, um, the devil uh, is. Yeah, yeah, he's in there somewhere. Uh, but oh, but, but the um, devil, that's strong than. Yeah, no Doctor, Doctor uh, Doctor Manhattan was uh, was one of the most powerful characters because he sort of can rebuild matter and manipulate time and and the whole nine. Doctor Manhattan's an interesting character. If they made a Marvel movie about them having to assault heaven to get get Jesus, you know, because they were tired of whatever whatever Jesus was doing. Who knows? Uh, I'd I'd go see that one if it was like Hulk. And all of them trying to assault Jesus, and it's like two hours of them planning, and then like right before they're about to do it, it like shows Jesus, and he just gives them all brain aneurysm, all dead. Oh, Thanos can do that even more. He snaps his fingers and kills half the universe. Yeah, but Thanos didn't even build the universe. Jesus did. It says that in the first chapter. I, wow, this is quite. Jesus wasn't around in the first chapter. You can't <laughs> beat me. I got all the facts on my side. But I can make up more because it's fake. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. Well, we will see about that come Judgment Day. We will. Man, I'm gonna be so pissed if any of these religions end up being true. I wonder if your parents will will pay some price for not having instilled faith in you. I like to think that, like one of the values is slightly off and it turns out like chickens are sacrilege or something like, like eating chickens is sacrilege. And that's where like, there's been a huge fuck up. I eat chickens like 360 days a year. If you throw in Turkey, like I, I, that would be, just, that'd be my biggest sin for sure. My father too. He eats chicken all the time. Just about every meal. I would love to him to get the pearly gates, this big fucking dude in a feather suit and be like, dude, you, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're so screwed. St. Chicken Peter says, no way. <laughs> Colonel Sanders is, a, is, in the, is in hell in like the deepest pit. Exactly. The seventh circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colonel Sanders is Satan. Oh, I would like that. Devil Sanders. Mm. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. I, I like, uh, well, I was going to say I like thinking about this, but I'm realizing I never think about going to hell because like I'm not, or heaven. You know, it'd be pretty dope if that was all real and I and I believed it, you know? Like, I think yeah. that, that definitely is a valuable thing that brings people a lot of comfort. Is like, you'll see people like Billy Graham, who just died, who lived to be like 100 and uh, had met like every president since like the fucking, you know, World War II or some shit. And like, as he was dying, you just know that dude was like, I'm coming home, Jesus. Like, I'm totally happy with this. I had a wonderful life you've blessed me with and I'm on the way. And then, poof, he's gone and... In my my view, he didn't go anywhere. He just there's Buddha. Died. And he's just like, oh no. What <laughs> oh, if I if I arrive there and it's one of the you know the, the silly the, religions, the A League gods. Zenu um, is there. He's <laughs> <laughs> you should have listened to Tom Cruise. Yeah, if it's that uh, many armed Indian guy, if it's Buddha. I'll be way happier about that than if it's like Jesus or Allah, because I don't think I'm going to be able to talk around Jesus or Allah. They seem pretty, pretty headstrong and like, oh, you didn't follow the rules. You're not coming in. I think it's Yahweh that you have to be aware of. Jesus, he'd let some shit slide, right? Jesus would be the good cop to Yahweh's bad cop. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is like, come on, dad. He didn't mean it. He did a whole show, a whole show about it. He's got (laughs) to listen to this bit. 
Yeah. No, that was a joke. No. <laughs> I appeared to you thrice as Rufus, and you rebuked me each time. It's like you had a hammer in your hand. I I'm a carpenter. A carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> you were black. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that'd be even more shocking. You show up and Jesus is black. You're like, oh, I'm going to what? 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 You're black? It's like hell yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like four foot eleven, like those little people back then. <laughs> My yeah, mom said you were white. Another elevator, Mr. Game Attack. <laughs> you can't get off no this one either. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, that would be like a form of of hell, right? Being on a perennial elevator that you never arrived at your destination. That would that would suck. But you can't. Can't what? See, you can't piss. See, I, I like the Supernatural, the, the TV show Supernatural, their version of heaven. And basically, like, everyone who dies who actually goes to heaven is in, like, their own little apartment, like a little bubble that's customized to them. They get their own heaven that's just their heaven. They're not in, like, some place called heaven with a bunch of other dudes. Like, Because my heaven is completely different than your heaven. Your heaven is completely different than Chiz's heaven, right? So everyone gets their own version. And the, and the same thing with hell. You, you get customized versions of hell. Like, whatever would be the worst thing for you? Because some people like some weird shit, right? Like, you know, there's some people who have a fetish for, like, bugs crawling on them. Well, you wouldn't want to send that guy to, like, bug hell, right? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, like, some guy with arachnophobia, straight to bug hell. Some guy with like that shit thing's getting introduced to his room, and the walls will be covered with shit. Twenty-four. No, you don't go in yet. You do. No. <laughs> You're supposed to be invaded. <laughs> yeah, that would be shitty. My my hell, it would have nothing on TV, but it would have the full DC and Marvel DVD collection. <laughs> right there. You have all of eternity to be angry at the bow and arrow guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkeye. That would be a shoot. What would your what would your hell be? The, the entertainment that they would bring. I don't want to tempt fate. A this. billion years of baseball, but <laughs> only the first part of the season. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all meaningless. <laughs> They're all spring training games. <laughs> They're not even using the starters. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst. I don't know. Um, that that maybe Wings of Redemption is my roommate, and can't go can't go out, right? And yeah. I'm imagining this like the way you described it. We're all in our little shitty apartment. Like that's what yeah. our hell is. And yeah. what's in that apartment that makes it hell? Wings so your roommate. Wings is there. I, I don't have uh, I don't have any cell phone service. No 4G or anything. I've got just enough. That I can see the the Reddit titles, but when I click it, <laughs> it never loads, right? Like like, and so I'm all, all the NSFW the top few stuff. pixels of each image show in. That's yeah. it. Yeah, so I think it's a redhead. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne's like, how old is she? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we what, uh, Wait, get your own device. What, what entertainment? Is in my hell? It's mine too. It's mine too. You both Have you looked in the refrigerator? <laughs> I think it would be just um, paranormal videos. Is that what it is? Is that the movie series where barely anything happens, but like a hose moves and you know that it's a bad thing? 
Yeah, that was the one where like uh, activity. It's like paranormal the activity. Style. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paranormal activity. Actually, pretty good movie. Like the first time, or maybe even just the first one or two, and then it becomes incredibly boring. Just security cam footage. That false. Mm. See you, my friend. Did you catch that they're all the same family? I mean, I, I, I'd almost, I, to be honest, I didn't until afterwards I read about it and like it sort of tied it together and such for me. But I mostly just find that it becomes too boring to pay attention to by the third or fourth movie. That would be my hellish entertainment. I didn't watch enough of those to, uh, to know it was the same family. I, only, I think I only saw the first one. All right, well, fuck me then. I guess I'm, I'm the one who... No, I think I saw the second one, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen those in forever. Uh, so the one that's in L.A. with some like Mexican guy, that one's fucking stupid. I didn't like that one. Um, the first two films, very much connected and scared the shit out of me. I remember being in a hotel room with a girl in L.A. and, and like being like, hey, you want to watch a scary movie? And she was like, yeah, I guess. I don't really like scary movies. I was like, I don't either. That's why I like watching them. Like, 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 let's watch Paranormal Activity 2, I think it was. And I just remember like, like she's, we're like sitting up in bed and I'm like holding her and she's holding me and we're just holding each other watching it. And every time like something happens, we're just like, ah! <laughs> it was like a roller coaster. That, that, those movies are fucking but Sometimes scary. the something that happens is like, did you put the vacuum robot in the pool? No. Did you put the vac? It's in there for some reason. Yeah, a ghost, I guess. I don't know. This isn't. That... Did you put th- that letter in the mail? No, but it went out. It's like, <laughs> this right? is a pretty handy ghost. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn I pushed all the chairs into the table, but now one I, of them is not pushed in. I don't know. I think the footage, especially in the first one, of them asleep and the door like opens oh, yeah. and something like walks in, and then you all and you you're like staring at that door so just staring at the darkness into the darkness trying to see what it is and then you hear like a loud crash like way downstairs and then the the lady's waking up with bite marks on herself and they put the baby powder on the floor to see what's walking in the room at night right and there's hoof marks in the fucking baby's powder then they hear the noise up in the attic so like when she when he starts going up into the attic i'm just like no no, don't go in the, no, 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 don't go in the, don't go in the attic. No, don't go. And he just like starts, he's like panning his head super slowly. When, when you know in real life, you'd be like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> like, like, like cover 360 degrees in a fraction of a second. Like that, that fucking scared the shit out of me. That was so fucking scary. I, I, yeah. I didn't care for that. I remember, yeah, uh, you're making a good point. A, I, I, it's probably like, a couple of years ago now, but, uh, the other one you recommended that was really scary that didn't get me as much as I thought it, I it would was a uh, Babadook. Babadook scared me so much. I had to stop watching. Uh, that's one of the few, that's the only scary movie I've ever seen that I, 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 I my girlfriend and I were just, were both just like, I was like, ah, 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 that's it. We're done. We're fucking done here. It, she's in bed. The door opens and it just starts crawling in on the ceiling upside fucking down. And she hides under the covers from it. And it's like right above her bed. And when she pulls the covers down, it like flips and falls right down on her, like face to face. And it's got a terrifying face. I, I, I cut it off right there. I turned it off right there. And I know what the Babadook's about. I know the symbolism. I know the meaning of the whole thing and the depression and all that stuff. The monster that was shown on screen fucking scared the fuck out of me. 
I'd much rather be depressed than have that thing skittering about on my ceiling. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll take depression a, a thousand times out of a thousand than that. Chiz and I watched The Conjuring the other night. And when, when those little girls are in bed and like something jerks one of them's foot and she's like, stop pulling my foot. She thinks it's her, girl, her like sister. And then she like sits up and looks over and the sister's still asl sound asleep. And she's like looking around and she like peering into the pitch black darkness and there's something in behind the door, and she's just sobbing. She's, something's behind the door! Something's behind the door! Oh, God. It, that movie is really fucking scary. The first I haven't two seen that acts, one. I've heard it's very scary. The Conjuring is... It's not just a good scary movie. It's a great movie. Like, if you look at, like, best horror movies of all time, it'll be in the top ten list, along with, like, The Exorcist and stuff like that. It's Does it answer me uh, this about it? Is it one of those that is totally high on jump scares? No. Or is it one that, like, cultivates that horrifying, like, aura that you feel? Because those are the ones that, yeah, the creepy feel it's, that permeates everything. Those are the ones that really get you later. Because the, the pop-out ones, you'll go to bed that night, and you're like, whatever. Like, it was all just like, oh, you startled me. But no, those creepy, creepy ones, like, you'll keep thinking about it. It's very yeah, creepy. Yeah, I watched they, Creep 2, Chiz, and Creep 1. It, it was, those they, were very creepy. The Conjuring builds an absolutely terrifying aura of just helplessness because, like, the, the dad... Who's the guy who plays the dad, Chiz? He's from uh, Band of Brothers. Uh, he was um, not the red-headed guy, but Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston is, like, the father, the patriarch of the family, like, five little girls, his wife, and he's a long-haul truck driver, so frequently he has to leave them alone, and it's just the mom to look after the little girls, and then sh just shit... Shit gets scary. Shit gets fucking scary. And, and, and you know, they, there's the team of paranormal investigators who come in, and there's a little bit... All the parts are very well acted. There, there, there's some jump scares, like there are in every horror movie. Even The Exorcist had a couple of jump scares, like when she's in the, the attic with the, uh, the little candle, and the candle, like, explodes in her hand or whatever. But it, uh, it definitely earns its, uh, its scary moments. It's a good movie. The Exorcist, my, the Exorcist is so good. I watched The Exorcist just the other day. The like, original one? Let Jesus fuck you! Let Jesus fuck you! My son likes a, scary it, movies, but he's never seen them. So he goes on YouTube <laughs> and he watches, I think it's called Death Count. Are you guys familiar with this at all? It's how many people die in a movie? Yeah, and I, I think they might show the deaths or something. Like it, Really, it's, I'm, I'm not parenting very well. I should know what he's watching <laughs> on YouTube. But, uh, but yeah, he'll come and he'll be like, you know, Dad, do you like Saw? And I'm like, I, I've seen it. It was, it was pretty good. 13 people died in Saw. <laughs> oh my God. I should be watching what you watch on YouTube more carefully, clearly. But uh, yeah. Well, it's he... a good, family friendly, wholesome channel. <laughs> How many people died in this horrible movie? And he's not, he's not even getting the build up to scary movies. He's just getting the. The brutal part, the climaxes. Yeah. And, and I should say, Woody, I'm not sure if you're aware how many Saw movies have been made. Those Five? those deaths, I, I, I'm out of touch at this point, maybe mm. seven. Those deaths get worse and gorier and more gratuitous as they go. I watched, somehow they got recommended to me just the other day. I was watching Family Guy clips, and all of a sudden it's like, want to watch the laser collar from Saw? <laughs> like, Yeah. And then it's like, you want to watch the bucket head from Saw? And it's like, no, but yeah. But I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Do you want to watch the piano wires pulling the people's legs apart from No. No, I don't. No, I don't. I had... Th those are really gory and traumatizing. They are. The best one of that series is the first one. And I, I guess I'm making a judgment there because I haven't seen all seven. But I'm going to go out on a limb. And I saw the first five, I think. And 
after the first one, they kind of suck. You know, they're they're just not very good. They must be in the back half. Okay. Or did you like them? I don't like them. I liked the first one. Other than, but it's 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 degenerated into um, this sort of like just gore porn, torture, torture porn. Um, I didn't like um, Hostile. I didn't like um, the Emerald. What is it? The Emerald Fury or something like that. What's the one where they they so, that, like they they're dealing with the the natives that are torturing the the, the green inferno. If if you're a real heartless person who's a glutton for torture porn, watch the Green Inferno. Have you? I haven't even heard of that. There's one called. Is it Brazil or the Hostile? Or hostile. Hostile. Is, uh, yeah. Oh, this is the same guy as Hostile. Eli Roth, I think. It's Eli Roth. Is Hostile it's the, the one where they like it starts off on a vacation, kind of a beach party, and then they find themselves running for their lives. They're in Europe and they are drugged and kidnapped, and they go to a place where rich people pay to torture people to death. Yeah. And they're like secured to a chair with a, a bunch of implements in the room. And they and they torture people to death like slowly for fun. I know that one. It's not the one I'm thinking of. The one I'm thinking of it might be called Brazil. They they basically they they were. I think they find themselves like stranded on a beach. You know, they're on vacation at a beach, and then uh, for whatever reason, their ride home isn't there, and they're like, hey, you know, let's just party it up. And by the next morning, they're trying to people are trying to like harvest them their, for their liver and things like that, and they escape and they're on the run. And it's pretty good, but pretty scary. Eli Roth makes uh, made the Green Inferno, I think, as well as Hostile. He is the Jew Bear from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yes, the Jew Bear. The Bear. The bear Jew. Jew. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a Jew Bear. That's just a very frugal forest dweller. <laughs> <laughs> Two berries. I'm not in this climate. <laughs> yeah, Eli Roth is fucked. He's got those black eyes. Oh, he did Cabin Fever, too. That's true, Chiz. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, in a lot of movies. One. Yeah, yeah he seems to really, really like to just push the envelope with with gore, which kind of gets tedious and, after a while, you know? And hopelessness. Like like, like most stories have hap- most stories in, the, in media have happy endings, or at least middle-of-the-road endings. Like, But his films are so often, like, they leap at the end of uh, Cabin Fever, right? You, you think w- the one guy's like, I made it, I made it. The cops finally show up, and he's like, I, I, help me, help me, I'm not infected. And they just gun him down. They just gun him down right there, and they burn him up with a flamethrower. They burn the cabin down with a flamethrower, and then the camera pans, and we realize that like the whole town's water supply has been in- infected with the virus. Not only that, but they're bottling it up and trucking it out on semi-trucks, so the whole Ooh. country will now be infected with it. Ooh. The Green Inferno, I'm pretty sure they all just get torture eaten to death. And there is some gruesome. Oh, it's a cannibalism kind of thing. Yes. Theme. Okay. Yes. There's a vagina sh- sewn shut. There's all kinds of fucking shit that go. Yeah. Sewn How does shut? that help you eat someone? Oh well, that's a. She was a. It's, it's Eli Roth is a sick man. Oh, like a turducken, you know, where they put a duck and a turkey and a, and then something else in there. They yeah, do that they, with. Uh, man, that's grotesque. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 awful. It's awful. It's it 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 it's fucked. They made two more cabin fever movies. The first one was enough. It was enough. People need to stop going to that corner of the woods. Yeah, I don't like. Uh, I don't like the. Uh, the other one is. Um, fuck, what's it called? It's the one where there's mutants out in the like. Oh, hills have eyes. Hills have eyes. That's fucked. Hills have eyes too. The beginning scene. I think it was a rape scene in the beginning. 
like I I think I might have turned that off right in the beginning of it. You know, I watched it like right when it came out and I think like I just stopped it because it was it just came off as creepy because they weren't even just like, you know, some suave guy who's rich, like hostile. Some of those guys where it's like, oh, my God, I would never notice that guy in public. He just looks like a normal businessman. Like they were like that fucking uh, F.E.L.T.'s from 300 where they're just yeah. all, you know, ah, and shitty ah, and they got like ah, FELT's body and then uh, uh, Clint, uh, whatever the fuck the guy we were talking about earlier, his eyes and head, you know, uh, Clint Howard. Yeah, like <laughs> his his head on FELT's body from 300 and they're just like ra- horribly raping and torturing him. Oh, terrible. Are you caught up on... Is it Terror? The Terror? The show we've you know, been watching? No, I haven't watched the most recent episode of The Terror. The last episode mm. of The Terror I saw was when... Um, what well, was the last? It was the eighth episode. I haven't seen the ninth episode. Yeah. Um, I guess it's, I... It's bleak. Bleak is the best word to describe that fucking show. Uh, it is bleak. It is well-made, well-acted, interesting, but bleak. Yeah. Um, bleak is perfect. I, I thought I was caught up now that you mention it. There was a show last night, so I didn't see that. But I'm enjoying it again. There was a moment where I felt like it stalled too much, mm-hmm. and uh, but I'm back on board now. I there's I I guess I'll watch the remaining episode. Then there's the last one. There's only ten, right? Correct, Mundo. We're yes. about to see how this thing ends. And uh, yeah, they're just all gonna die. Nothing goes their way. It's not gonna. They're all gonna die. I think that was that was made clear in the very first episode, like the first minutes of the first episode, when the Eskimo hands them the buttons. They're like, they said not to come, not not to follow, like, or, or like go away or run or something like that. Uh, uh, I, it's funny. So you say they made it clear in the very first episode. I'm wired differently, and that I don't trust it. Right? They're like, oh, they said to say that they're dead and not to follow them. Oh. Well, what made them say that? They said that? That means they're saying things. Like, I, I, I don't know that the ending they told us is going to be the ending. They're all dead. Uh, the, the only thing that might happen is maybe one of them survives and has to cut his tongue out to be like the polar monster's muse or whatever the fuck. Like, one of them might meet that end. But, and it might be the guy who's kind of sweet on the Eskimo chick. Maybe, maybe that gets worked out for With him. But everybody thing. else is a goner. Yeah, the, the half-assed doctor. I've been watching Westworld, and this week's episode of Westworld uh, is one of the best episodes that's ever been made of that fucking show. Last week's episode, one of the worst. Last hmm. week's episode was so bad that I didn't watch this week's episode until yesterday or something like that. And then I watched this week's episode, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm fired up again for Westworld. This, it was fucking excellent. It was William Hurt. How much is out now? Three episodes, I believe. Uh, I'm just waiting for this series to get out so I can just watch it all. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's very good. Big fan. What do you got here, Chiz? You got some fun stuff? Oh, uh, okay. Oh, Ice is putting that annoying... Um, this is a, I should say this is in quotations. Ice is going to put annoying cunt Cassandra in the box house for 12 hours. He's live right now. Oh, that's funny. That's great. Ice built a doghouse on his back porch. He called it a house. It's a doghouse. And uh, Chiz, is Cassandra the one who was masturbating and with the methamphetamine? What? Oh, no, no. That's Aaron. Um, yeah, people say Ice isn't interesting. Uh, so Aaron is the, is, the, 
is the uh, the crazy one who's on lithium, right? Ah, that's Cassandra. Cassandra's on the lithium. So he's putting the girl with lithium in the box. And so... Without her lithium, Is she going to get to take her lithium with her? Hope so, right? <laughs> or are things going to get rough in that box? You well, that's interesting. So or hope she doesn't. I hope it. they give her her drugs so that we don't have a, anything scary happen at Isis' house. So you can see the box now. It's five feet high. The brunette is on lithium. Where okay. did these girls come from? Were they just like fans of the stream and they showed up? Well, Mexican Andy has his ways. <laughs> I would have thought Scuff Jeff Bridges would get it done. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> crowded house of people yeah aaron is the the methed out blonde who fingers herself on periscope yeah i watched all those streams was she also the one who's like rubbing oil on her ass in the kitchen and stuff and like squatting over the camera yeah that's a, those are good those are good videos well yeah. i would think that would get you banned from periscope from nah, oh periscope how long You're is good, this good. gonna last for ice is ice like it could go it, a couple different well, directions it, it could growing. grow yeah i i hear it, it. is growing. yeah and it's funny because he was I feel like big before the first PKA, kind of at a low on his first appearance here and has hit all new heights. That's my perception of it from the outside. But at some point, right, like the maybe YouTube doesn't like what he's doing. He's going to hit a bump in the road, right? You can't just put on like bum fights, hit a bump in the road and kind of got knocked over. Well, that was that, that was, was a step that, further, right? That's. Where's that, Ice headed on this? No, I think he's good. Um, like Chiz is saying there, he, he had nearly 50,000 concurrent viewers the other day on the, for the CX Factor That's 2. That's amazing. Um, he's Wait, averaging 60,000? 50, almost 50,000. 50, Jesus. Um, you know, he's not, no crimes, no nudity. They, 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 watch the, they keep, the, keep the racism kind of In check. Out, uh -huh. In check. You know, um, I don't know. They have a good fucking time, man. I, I think he's going to keep growing. And he's, he's kind of smart about what he's doing. You know, he can make anything fairly interesting. Uh, I'm sure they're going to do another RV trip. Uh, they're looking at getting like party buses and stuff like that. But, uh, he's he made a good bit of money from the RV trip, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. Um, a lot of his things haven't been profitable, but his let, but like the, over the last couple of weeks, he's made maybe 50 grand or 60 grand, something like that. One of the things I admire about his business, cause it takes a certain business bravery is that he spends money to make money. You know, that RV trip costs approaching 10 grand. We'll say, right. Uh, okay, I was going to rent an RV for this trip I'm about to go on. It was 3200 I would guess he's spending at least that. Plus, he has the repairs and the damages and this and that. He, he'll be, if 3200 is what it costs for good behavior, bad behavior must cost over five grand. It was honestly right at 3200 Well, that was the, so it cost him $3,200 worth of security deposit. And then I don't know what the RV actually cost. Um, so... Uh, he, he, he made got like into accidents with it, right? Like they're literally going to repair it. That was fake. He didn't get any accidents. Okay, well that's yeah. cheaper. Fake accidents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just saying right here. They they made about thirty thousand dollars from the RV trip. Uh, that's great. But I guess what I'm saying is, it does seem like he spends a little money. Heck, even just the random, I have Ebola and I'm in a ball and I rented a rider truck and I'm going through the streets was an expense right you know compared to gamer live streams where they just get a capture card like 150 dollars and they've done everything yeah he has expenses of course um 
and and some things are bigger than others. I mean, the 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 CX factory did the other day had its expenses such that they are. He also has an amazing network of people who are there to help him though. Um, mm. they, like like when he decided he was going to build a house, air quotes in his backyard last night. So many people showed up to help him with that. People were, so many people showed up to help with that. He didn't do anything. This other people just showed up and fucking. There were tools and and Mexican Andy and Handy Andy and Honduran Andy and uh, and Jim, Scuff Jim Carrey and and Brandon and, and this is a whole. There, there was pizza out of nowhere. Hey, uh, Man Bun Andy was there. Like like they just got it done. <laughs> I can't believe for this long I thought that he just knew a lot of Andys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. He's he's an entertaining fella. Good for him. I had no idea that kind of money was coming in. Chiz, could you could you find us a picture of Scuff Jim Carrey with his new haircut? Because every time I look at him, I die laughing. Oh, is that uh, when he looks like Friar Tuck? Yeah, yeah, he's got the Friar Tuck fucking haircut, and and he, it's purple, and he looks a lot like Jim Carrey, like 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 dumb and dumber version of Jim Carrey. He's hmm. he's hysterical, and I, I keep saying it because I don't want anyone to be like, oh, but he beats his wife. That's not funny. No, it's not funny that he beats his wife, but he's funny. He's Does he funny. actually? There are other things wife, about that like him that are probably, funny. Probably so. Probably so. But there are other things about him that are funny. Just looking at him. That's what I enjoy. <laughs> Just the haircut. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I saw what What else did Chiz link up there? Oh, um, I think I think it's. Oh, uh, something about Wings. Uh, some, oh, it's Wings Rage quitting. Uh, talked from, about. from uh from. Uh, what do you call it? God of War. Yeah. Oh, is that? Oh yeah, let's watch this timestamp thing for his hair, dude. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I gotta pause. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I opened it and paused it. <laughs> it's the greatest thing. It's uh, so good. Can oh, we click awful. on play together? <laughs> yeah. Ready, yeah. set, play. Oh my God. Look at this guy. Look down does he a even bit. have like a cloak on right now? Like <laughs> <laughs> he is a friar. Yeah, he does. He oh, absolutely does. <laughs> he's not holding the camera high enough. There, he's <laughs> just peeking out. <laughs> I feel like if he's taller than the other people, he could get away with it. <laughs> it doesn't. He was on his knees. Oh, last he's showing night. his head now. It's so flat. I just joined the monastery. Oh. He's, he's giving him his blessings. There's some <laughs> random guy on the street saying he just joined the monastery. Oh, that's really funny. He's just walking around by himself. His eyebrows are purple. I think. Oh, wow. oh yeah, you're right. I didn't notice that. His eyebrows are purple. He's enjoying that ice cream. Huh. Yeah, he is. He chews with his mouth open. Well, this is a multitasker. I like that in my streamers. <laughs> he said, blessings be to you, my brother. Look at this guy. He could be a fucking character himself. He is a weirdo. The monastery allows me to document my life. Who would this guy be in their clan? This guy? Yeah, the redhead. Carrot top? <laughs> Scuffed carrot Scuffed top. Scuffed carrot top. <laughs> That's not bad. 
It's an 11, that's a 12 hour video. 12 hours? <laughs> Man's dedicated to his craft, Woody. That kind of dedication. You ever see Wings do a stream longer than 20 minutes? Not lately. Uh, I just skipped seven hours ahead. <laughs> at 7.05.03, he appears to be sitting at a bar drinking with someone who's head-to-toe covered in tattoos with red clown hair. That's Sam. Maybe, no, maybe. Oh, that is not. not. This oh, is head-to-toe covered in tattoos. His face oh. is the tattoo. Ah, well, that's... Okay. Wowzers. What an interesting character. Oh, wait, wait. Does this say the to the total funding up there? Yeah. he's he's. It looks like he's trying to finance a, Jap a Japan trip. He's $167 in, which appear apparently is 3% <laughs> of the way. Oh, if you skip ahead seven hours, he's $200 in. For oh my god, someone just donated like a dime. <laughs> he went from 4% to 4.04%. They donated 20 cents. This is why they refer to these sort of people, these hanger-ons, hanger as leeches. Because I watched Ice go to Home Depot last night, and every few minutes it was 100 bucks. Gosh darn. I, uh. Wow. Well, hey, they're all making the most of it. Good for them. Yeah, no, I... I'm, this is fascinating to me. It's fascinating to know what happens to Ice in the long run, right? Does he become a multimillionaire or does he like start working for, uh, I'm trying to think of one of like the hanger on non Twitch streaming services, like Ustream or something like that. Like some new startup keck.com pays him minimally. Cause he can't go anywhere else. Like that, that's a possibility. Or I saw the other day, it's bigger uh, and bigger. Start his own websites. I think it was, like, was selling his yeah. own ads. Yeah. He could do that for sure. But I saw something the other day that like uh, all of Twitch live IRL streamers like combined were not getting as many viewers as Ice was, and it wasn't yeah. like oh we were beating them by ten. It was like thousands of people mm -hmm. more. So Twitch fucking hates him. Ice is gonna be uh, DJing at some what's the name of the concert? Chiz EDM or something like that. EDC. EDC. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be uh, Ice is gonna be on stage, I guess, DJing at that at some for some segment of, of time this weekend and uh twitch was going to be live streaming that whole event i guess and then twitch tweets out we'll no longer be live streaming edc now that we've heard that ice poseidon will be on stage like like they're just they, they are not in the ice poseidon business they don't want any part Damn. of that guy why why wouldn't they kind of strike while the iron's hot with him uh he's been banned from twitch for yeah life. but you would you know how giant you know YouTubers and streamers like they can kind of fudge the rules a little bit and get away with it because they provide no. so much value. Twitch bans people who 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 are even associated with Ice. That if if they if they like have Ice on their stream, they get banned. That, that sort of thing. Like they, they really don't like him over there. What did he do on Twitch that that they banned him for? I don't you know. No, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I bet Chiz knows. I bet Chiz has a whole Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> What yeah, did he do? Scary. He wrote, I forget normie shit. What? Like, you guys, did you really forget? Or are you just not saying it? We really I forgot. don't even think I ever knew. So I couldn't have forgotten. Yeah, I, <laughs> Not I, I you. I meant Kyle and Chiz. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, wow. I just don't remember. I don't remember. It's been a while. I don't remember either. Yeah, well, good for him.
It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the show. I'm gonna be watching it later on tonight after this show. I got my uh, enormous box of jerky from from Harley. Oh, he, it was for being swatted on the plane. Hmm. That's for why, ice. Oh. Yeah. Um. It, he, I guess he was just. He got on the plane and they swatted him while he was there. He wasn't even live streaming. I think at the time he was just live streaming like at the gate, and then. Uh, yeah, they they ban him for that. It seems. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got your jerky. Yes. I uh, my, mine showed up the other day. Uh, it's a gargantuan box. Woody has it back there behind him. Uh, Harley's got his own fucking jerky company. Um, they're gonna be in every Walmart in the planet very soon. Right now, I think they're in every Walmart in the United States. Look how big that fucking box is. It's gigantic. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but everyone who's had it says it's really fucking good. Um, mm-hmm. they say yeah. they're like, they're like, it tastes like pizza and it's good. It really does. I like it too. And the, uh, the packs, they look like pizza slices, which is a nice little aesthetic thing. And it's like 200 calories per little container. And so you won't have like, you can just take one with you as a little snack. Yeah. Oh. It's crazy. Yeah. And you got Harley's face up there. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, that promo box that's neat. Yeah, that'll make Harley very, very a couple nice million dollars. Oh, hell yeah. I hope so. Oh my god. It's in every, every Walmart, Walmart in the, US in the country. Yeah. It, it, yeah, he's he's going to be raking it in. You know how those white trash people like that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I, let's not disparage the potential consumers to Jeremy pizza in loves a bag company. Jerky. <laughs> you, Jeremy I, loves it could jerky. make a million. So oh. Walmart doesn't pay for their inventory though, right? You pay to rent on their shelves and then you put your inventory on the shelves and if it moves you make money i think that's how their business model works well it's, uh, more likely than not they would you know it, it seems like he has a special deal with walmart uh, like an exclusivity deal because he's not in any other stores that's kind of mm-hmm. my understanding because the way mm-hmm. he promotes it is i'm in every walmart and so yeah it, it's so early now who knows hopefully it's moving really well off the shelves for him yeah that would be great yeah and i mean if you're going to be in one store Walmart is the one to be in. Yep. So that's great. Good for him. That's imp- I, I like how he parlayed that expertise of making s- big, silly meals into like, yeah, now I'm the sauce boss. I've built up enough of a persona for myself that you'll buy my jerky. Like, really neat. I like I like seeing that. That could be the kind thing. Of non-internet that... success come into fruition. Like it, it. A lot of YouTubers do. It starts off with you make ad money, right? You know, you make your Google ads or whatever, and that. It pays well. It's nice. But, dude, having a product, that's where the money is. Like That's it's a whole nother league. He's going to make more with this than he ever did through Epic Mealtime. As long as it stays times more. in. Yeah. yeah, as long as it stays in the stores and they don't, like, struggle moving products. Like, he's going to make a shit ton of money. Right. Right. Yeah. That, yeah, I hope he does great. He could, mm-hmm. he could enter a new stratosphere of wealth. Oh, yeah. And I guarantee they're not stopping, you know, super snack time at one item. You know, they've already got their three three flavors. They're gonna, I think they have three. Buffalo, pepperoni, and supreme. I'd have to look in the box over there, but I think that sounds right. But, you know, he'll move into like a Slim Jim style product or he'll move into something with cheese in it. Like, who knows? Like, He's good. The limit. That's where I where, like I admire guys. That I might be tempted to stop rolling the dice. You know, it, if I'm Harley... And suddenly I'm worth $15 million because my jerky product went wild at Walmart. I might be like, you know what? I retire. I'm done. 
I have $15 million. I'm good. We don't need to keep rolling the dice, hoping I hit, you know, sevens all night long. I won. I mean, more likely than not, if he starts, if these things start flying off the shelves, like Walmart might even be asking him, like, hey, what other ideas do you have? Do you have anything else? Like, we'd love to put your, you know, smoked cheese or whatever uh, in, in in the same section. Have you thought about that? Yeah. And then all it would take is him setting R&D to it. And, You're you not know, wrong. It could go it both ways. Like the OCC chopper guys, I think they're an interesting story. You know, they... They, they made motorcycles, they had a small little shop, and then it gets bigger and bigger. OCC Chopper becomes like a part of American culture, and, and it's this giant thing. It seemed like the show, every two weeks, they were moving into a bigger facility and going wild. Now they're broke. Now they're out of money. They just kept rolling the dice and you know reinvesting more into the business until the business's overhead was so huge. The show got canceled. It's all wrapped up. It's done. They're broke. That, that's where they are. And I didn't know they were broke. Yeah, I haven't they, even thought about that show in 10 years. So I watched they, the show like 18 months ago. They're on YouTube, like trying to bring it back. And they just film like a where we are. It was kind of sad, really. And uh, I don't know that they ever made an episode two. I know? had to pawn my mustache. <laughs> they, yeah. And uh, he's like trying to pawn his old bikes to the uh, Pawn Stars guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not going to get you anything. Sorry. You're not taking my time slot, asshole. Yeah. She's just saying he thought they were, there were talks of the show coming back. There might be talks of the show coming back. Don't make you rich. It, the thing was a really sad story. The thing I saw on YouTube there, they showed it. And, uh, yeah, that can be one of the outcomes of just keep rolling the dice. You know, if they had stopped, you know, if they were like, you know what? The real money's not in these motorcycles. The motorcycles are kind of a front. We're making money on hats and t-shirts at every shop in the mall in the world. And if they had just sort of pumped that and then stopped selling t-shirts when it was done, they'd have retired with tens of millions. But instead, they just, I don't know, kept going, thinking the ride would never end. And, uh, you know, sometimes you keep going and thinking the ride will never end, and you become a billionaire. And sometimes you you keep rolling the dice, you eventually crap out. Yep. Nothing says douchebag like wearing one of those shirts or hoodies. Now, but there was a time when, when I never wore one, but like there was a time it was popular. It was a part of American culture. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't know, douchebag culture. I always thought <laughs> it, it's like those fucking, um, what's the MMA shirts and all that shit. Oh. Tap out and uh, yeah, affliction. Yeah. Where yeah. Like everybody had like their bedazzled shirt. Yeah, I have a total bedazzled Joe Lozon walkout shirt from Tokyo. And uh, his whole crew, like when they saw the walkout shirts, they're like, oh, my God, what is it with MMA and ugly shirts? Don't make it true. But I still value the shirt because it was from that time. Yeah. But uh, it was true. Did you see any of the fights this week? Only highlights afterwards. I think I feel like I'm less hanging on every word that MMA has to say than I used to. Yeah, there was an interesting thing with Raquel, the Raquel Penn, Pennington mm-hmm. Amanda Nunez fight. Um, Raquel Pennington uh, was just taking a beating all night. Uh, she wasn't getting anything done. Amanda Nunez was just peppering her all night, and she was getting more and more worn down. And at the end of the fourth, uh, her nose was broken, and uh, she was bleeding a little bit, and her, one of her eyes was about to swell shut. It was about halfway gone. And she tells her corner, I- I'm done. I want to be done. You know, She wants to throw in the towel and quit. And he's just like, no, 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 you can't quit. You just got to throw everything you got at her. You just got to like, you just got to get back in there and you got to go. 
and sends her back out there to get her nose completely smashed and just the announcer said pints of blood she which got is ground of course and absurd there was like double handfuls of blood coming out of her nose and like she had to go to the hospital and it took like 5 hours for her to get seen at the at the hospital cuz they're in fucking Brazil and uh, it was just it was a beating that a lot of people that saw that didn't think she should have taken of course she's defended her coaches since and i saw some people like like Misha Tate being like, oh, that's what coaches are supposed to do. They're supposed to send you back out there. And it's like, Jesus, it's not football, though, right? Like, like we're not going to – a Hail Mary doesn't cost you brain cells. It, you know, like, like she might never look the same again. And, a, and whether you like it or not, that might mean something in her game. You know, it, the, the, the prettiest fighter is just Helps. as lucrative sometimes as, the, as the, the fighter with the best hands. It was kind of, kind of, kind of rough to see. Yeah. And also, I didn't like – I don't know if – I don't know if I watched the whole fight, but so Nunez was grabbing Pennington's top and like trying to pop her titty out. Like she did it like twice. And like between rounds, like like after the second round or the third round, she's Pennington's like, like she keeps grabbing it. She keeps grabbing it. They're like, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Just, you know, what you got to do is this, this and that. I hated that. I didn't like that at all. I, I, I you know, I she was dominating. I missed it. She was dominating her. She was like cutting her legs out from under her with leg kicks and stuff. And, and, and just there was nothing that Pennington could do because it didn't seem like she knew how to defend against leg kicks well. She just raised the leg, throwing herself off balance, opening herself up to a left. It, it looked bad, you know. There was no losing this fight for Nunez at any point. At no point did it look scary for her. But she's, like, trying to pop the chick's titty out. She's, like, reaching and, like, grab the top, like, right here and pull. And, like, like pulling her with the top. And it, it, I, didn't, I didn't like seeing that. The problem I, is I, there's I, only a couple interesting female fighters. There's Joanna Champion and uh, Rose Namahunes, Namahunes, something like that. Those two. The rest of that weight class, no one cares about. There's Nunez. The rest of that weight class, no one cares about. Oh, come on, Valentina Shevchenko? That's the one. That's who, that's who I want to see. I'm very excited about a, a rematch between Valentina Shevchenko and Nunez because I think she beats her. I thought, I thought she may have beaten her their first fight. Hmm. I, I, I want to see that. I, I like that chick a lot and her like super cringy... Uh, uh, like like dances she does after after each fight and everything. I, I like her a lot. I, I want to see that fight. I'm gonna half one. agree. In my opinion, one and a half interesting fighters. I, I would say Valentino Shevchenko is not quite as interesting as Nunez. And then at the next weight class up, there's only one cyborg. Cyborg and whatever like first fight UFC entrant they find. Nunez versus Cyborg is the most interesting female fight left on the board. Sure, sure. Cyborg's talking about do, like completing her current contract and then going off to boxing. You seen that? Really? Yeah. She's done boxing before, and she gets her, she loses. She does fine, but she loses. I, that's I, interesting. That's and I don't know that I, I does female boxing make any money? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it would for Cyborg because she's kind of a name. I also saw Yair Rodriguez got cut. Uh, like one of my favorite fighters, he, yeah. he did not want to fight that Russian or Dagestani guy, whatever. He's, he's got a very difficult name, like Habib Kababababababov. Like uh, I can't think of it right now, but like he was supposed to fight this guy who's ranked very low, but like the analysts are like, this is a top five guy who's mm-hmm. just about to work his way up. Like all we, he just needs to get the the fights, and he'll be a top five guy. Like 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 you can look at this guy and tell he's he he's fighting at like one. 45 i think but he's like 61 something crazy like that it's tall and thin yeah and uh just a real fucking warrior and 
they they match Yair up against him, and uh, the tweet goes out from I don't know CBS Sports something like that, and and it's it's like, you know, Yair Rodriguez versus Zabit is confirmed, blah 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 in Vegas, and then Yair tweets out fake news, and then Dana White tweets out something like you're going to get cut or like your, your, your papers are in the mail. No, no, no. Someone else tweeted that, that he'd been cut from the UFC and that, that they could confirm that his, basically his pink slip was in the mail and that Dana White tweets real news. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, yeah, they just fired that motherfucker for not taking that fight. They, they're done with him. Phew. I, it's too bad. Cause I liked watching him fight. I love watching him fight. Yeah. It's also too bad that he turned down the fight. You know, I, if he went in there and did his whole flippity-flip spinny shit stuff and lost, I'd still want to watch him fight the next guy. Did you see John Jones' hilarious tweet the other night? To right. Chuck Liddell? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, Chuck Liddell, Taylor. You probably remember mm-hmm. Chuck. If, from, from yeah, he was Iceman. in uh, the... He was the Iceman. Uh, he had his own energy drink or whatever, right? Like, like He was in the Expendables, right? He was in the Expendables. Well, now he's he's probably running a little cash, and uh, he's been trying to get a fight with Tito Ortiz and really anybody. Uh, and I guess Chuck had been tweeting at John Jones, who's the baddest motherfucker alive, and Daniel Cormier knows it. And John Jones hmm. tweets back at him. He goes, in all seriousness, at Chuck Liddell, I appreciate your offer for a fight, but due to scheduling conflict, but due to scheduling conflicts, may not be able to fulfill till mid 2019. In the upcoming months, I have similarly lethal opponents in Ric Flair and George Foreman awaiting. <laughs> <laughs> just, just heartless. Just mean as fuck. At one, and then another tweet. He, he was like, I'll fly your ass to Albuquerque right now. We can do this. <laughs> like, he's going to brain damage this poor brain damaged uh, Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell has brain damage. And, and he, he abuses alcohol. And he's been hitting the brain way too many fucking times. Well, the cocaine doesn't hurt his brain. It's the alcohol. Okay. I, I'm sure yeah, they, they can't know. help. Ah, right? it keeps him alert, focused. Hmm. Uh, you know, sounds right. <laughs> I've seen movies, you know. They, <laughs> they, do, they always do it before they make big stock trades and such. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I... I swear, I just need the big names back in MMA. I, now I'm such a flipping casual at this point. But I'm like, ah, you know, can we get a Ferguson, Connor, or uh, Khabib? One of those, two out of those three guys fight each other. Can we get that? Because I'd like to see that. It'll happen eventually. I'm looking forward to Khabib, uh, Khabib's next fight. I'm, he's going to fight this fall for sure. Holloway um, Ortega. I want to see that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, uh,. I, I, I've been enjoying all the fights. That, that card the other night was very good. Like, like it looked like a shit card uh, from the outside, but like the fights, I think all but maybe two, uh, were, you know, did not go to the scorecards, however you want to put that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was real sad when Nunez, first of all, it was like 2 a.m. Brazil time, so I'm sure that factored in. But Nunez is giving her victory speech, which is going back and forth between Portuguese and English. And is the most long-winded shit ever. Like she's, she's, she's like thanking her opponent. She's bringing her girlfriend in to like, like, like she's going way too long. And you look, 
and the stands are fucking empty. There were more people at my high school football games than, <laughs> than there were left in the stadium. And like at one point, the camera actually cuts to the crowd, and there's like 13 people in the expensive seats remaining. Like, like there were legitimately 200 people there, like still listening to her babble on about about this and that. Like I, I bet the I bet the pay-per-view numbers were shit as well. I don't know if they've come out yet. Hmm. You ready to call a wrap? Yeah, I yeah. guess so. I, uh, I enjoyed that show. Um, yeah, again, it was fun. Yeah, go check out uh, Anthony Kumi over on Compound Media. He's, he's always doing some funny shit. Uh, best wish, wishes to poor Artie Lang, who's apparently in a fucking hospital. Yeah, hopefully uh, he's all love right. To, love to see him get back in the game. Uh, best wishes to Wings of Redemption. Not a pedophile, y'all. Stop, stop saying that. Plenty of stuff you can make fun of without making up criminal offenses that are uh, despised by all who live about the man. And um, and yeah, let us know the 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 not so vocal majority. I think if you'd like more wings talk in the future, when something else happens like this, I'm not talking about a weekly segment. You know, next week we probably won't talk about wings unless something crazy happens. Next week we probably won't talk about ice unless this girl that he's doing a 12 hour live stream with living in a doghouse in his backyard does something crazy, right? So yeah, PK three eighty seven.